Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to our humble abode, the Thunderdome, on this January 3rd, 2024. This sports program starts now. Football is happening. Yeah. At all times, all the ways, in all the places, in the biggest football of the year is happening as we speak going forward. Now, there's a national championship to be won between Michigan and Washington. Oh, Michigan and Washington. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a T in there down in Houston on Monday, which we will be live from, which we are incredibly lucky for. Then how about week 18 this weekend? Woo. Playoff implications on the line. Right. Division championships on the line. Right. A trip. To the promised land, which is the playoffs where anything can happen, is on the line for like 11 different teams have stuff to happen this weekend. It is a fantastic day. We can't thank you enough for joining us here on this glorious Trenches Wednesday, which will include J.J. Wyatt in the second hour. Not sure there will be any threatened lawsuits with that one uh, coming today from J.J. Watt's conversation. but uh, never know. You never know. Might have a bone to pick. You never know. Which is the thing. Mm -hmm. It's tough. Whenever you're free wheeling and dealing in here, mm-hmm. you know, and you're sure. having conversations, letting it fly, they can they can certainly lead to some places that cause like international news and things mm-hmm. like that. And whenever there's accusations made about people, that can lead to lawsuits. Now, listen, have been in one before, yes, with uh, Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Now, how'd that case end? Well, it ended with me having to read a letter, uh, basically stating that I know nothing uh, that anybody else doesn't know publicly already mm-hmm. that I'm not in the know for that whole thing and then that was kind of disappeared but that was a big thing for a long time yeah. how did that come well we just started making jokes about stuff we started talking shit about stuff and then our show I think that is a good part of what we do is we're able to kind of just roll with mm-hmm. the punches we're able to have a good time we're all rather invested and studied in what's happening around the sports world at all times. Caitlin Clark last night. Oh, hell yeah. Unreal. Wait to hear about Luke Littler today. Oh, good. So we are very much in that world. So everybody that comes on the stage has to be able to like basically keep up with where we're headed. There's no form. There's no formal outline of what we're going to talk about, how we're going to talk about it. There's no A block, B block, C block. There's no scheduled conversations. There's no scheduled debates. There's no topics for you to think about before you get in there. There is just an opportunity to talk about damn near everything for three and a half hours. Hours. And in doing so, the upside of that is some magic can come that you never knew was going to come. Absolutely. Good times can be had. Laughs sure. can be had. Especially when you're rolling on like two hours of sleep like we were yesterday yeah. after the Rose Bowl. You can have a blast. And on the flip side, there could be some things that were certainly probably, I mean, uh, we're going to have to hear from Aaron on that, meant to be shit talk joke that can then become something that is obviously a very serious allegation mm-hmm. that then leads to... A massive overnight story, uh, one in which well, put baby down sleep, haven't seen her in a while, and then yeah. I pick up my phone. Yeah. Oh Uh-oh. boy! But I can see exactly why Jimmy Kimmel felt the way he felt, especially with his position. But I think Aaron was just trying to talk shit. Now, did it go too far? Uh, and a lot of people, uh, Jimmy Kimmel certainly said that was the yeah. case. We and I immediately upon it happening, trying to be like, Ooh, you know. But that is Aaron and Jimmy. They've been. Uh, Jousting a bit. I don't know, you know? So, like, we obviously don't like the fact that we're associated with anything negative ever. We like our show to be an uplifting one, a happy one, a fun one, but it's because we talk shit and try to make light of everything. Mm-hmm. Some things, obviously, people get very pissed off about, especially when they're that serious allegations. So we apologize for being a part of it. Can't wait to hear what Aaron has to say about it. Hopefully those two will just be able to settle this, you know? Yeah. Not mm-hmm. court-wise, but be able to chit-chat, move along. Because remember, you're allowed to disagree with people's opinions. You're allowed to say, like, oh, I don't... You sound dumb. The more and more you talk, you sound dumber and dumber. And then you're allowed to just move on. 
You know, that's the beautiful thing about like a football locker room that I was very lucky to experience. Grew up in a soccer world, played a lot of sports, obviously. But then whenever you get dropped into a football locker room, you realize quickly, damn, there's a guy from Compton here. And there's a guy who grew up with $100 million mm -hmm. right there. There's a guy from South Florida here. And then there's a white trash guy from the hills of West Virginia or North Carolina in here. Do you think they're all going to have the same views on life? No. They came up in much different backgrounds. They have much different people influencing their thoughts and opinions and reasoning for why they feel the way they feel. But whenever you get in that locker room, shit talk, shit talk, you're an idiot, you're dumb, we move forward, we got to win a game. We're also going to go hang out. Man, I had never seen anybody do that before. Us, you whites, you know what you got? Like, that is the beautiful thing about it. So, with all that being said, can understand why Jimmy got incredibly pissed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Completely understand uh -huh. that, especially with his position. Uh -huh. But also, I think Aaron is like, hey, this guy has said some stuff about me, you know, in his monologue. Oh, yeah. He's just trying to shit talk. I don't think he meant anything else, but he's going to have to clarify that. For us, we would like to just continue to be a place where people can escape life. In that moment, we didn't for a lot of folks and a lot of reasons. We shall move on because there is fantastic things happening in the sports world for us to chat about. The Toxic Table is here at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. That's a nice old panda bear. Yeah, I appreciate that. The panda's kind of giving you that look like, hey, football's coming to an end. You need to kind of take it all in. But <laughs> no, you mentioned no. something there early. Uh, the only thing that has been planned, at least from my experience over the past three years, has been this day in history. So that, that's kind Twice. of how, Yeah, <laughs> and that was only two times. And I think we know it didn't, it didn't go well, per se, but th that's kind of how it goes. Because a lot of people do think, like, hey, you know, how do you guys do this? Like, how are the questions set the way they are? How the hell, you know, do your conversations go in that direction? Because a lot of people, I mean, I think it was two years ago, the choreographed show was being thrown out there about. And we were just an internet show. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, numbers are going to come out. It's very dumb how many people are watching the show, which we also have to remember. Mm -hmm. We have to be a lot more cognizant that not everybody's going to understand the tone of everything we're doing. So I tried to preface everything that we say with at least a ha-ha. Mm -hmm. When I'm asking our, our questions, when I'm having a conversation with a guest, like we will give them like... I don't want to say reasons or excuses, but like, hey, what we're trying to ask you here is not a setup question, but we will, you know, try to pref I try to preface everything. Yeah. Because in the clipping world that we're in, it can get clipped and taken and boom and gone and people can see it. And all of a sudden, what happened before this? Well, for like three minutes before that, there was something else happening. So we try our best to do that, but we must be a little bit. We got it. I think we do. Let's mature a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Let's, let's mature a little bit. Maybe. Because the numbers that get sent to me are a lot. There's a lot of people. I mean, I, there's a lot of people watching the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, you yeah. said there were sixty thousand people at the end of the at the end of the show. Yeah, four hours in on a terrible. I mean, it was yeah, one terrible. of the worst shows they, of all time. It was awful. A combinations of Jover for the last hour and a half of the show. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, it's Jover for the most part. You know, we were just. Yeah, but but again, that's a slap happy thing. That's gonna happen. Yes. You know, some people are gonna hate it. Some people are gonna love and it. And people do hate it. Yeah. There's people calling to boycott the show right now, obviously, because everything that happened. They even have Aaron Rodgers on the show anymore. It's like yeah, it's four time MVP, first ballot Hall of Famer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I understand that maybe what he's saying you don't agree with, and hey, everybody on this stage doesn't agree with a lot of things that a lot of people are saying. That's why we have the disclaimer up at the beginning. It's like you're allowed to disagree, allowed to laugh at it. Boom. There, there it, it is. is. Mm -hmm. Like that's a part of it. Now, granted, where there's influence and things like that, and people can make the most of everything, especially with serious allegations. Yeah. Very, yeah. very, very, very serious allegations. I think we just got to be smarter about them. Mm -hmm. We need to learn about this. Yep. But also, we're never going to be scripting what 
people are saying. No, yeah. never. That can't happen. We're not smart enough to do that. Just have to remember, because I, I forget all the time, people actually do watch this. Yeah, every once in a while it feels like it's just us. <laughs> yeah. You got to remember, big room. Big, big room, room. Big not room. Not a lot of people. No. You know what I mean? So we're just kind of in here, in our literally our own little... Kind of our own little bubble. Own little Thunderdome. Yeah. If you will. We also can't script, because if there's ever a strike, then we can't do the show. That's one half of the hammer. Bad Cowboys with a big brain. Oh, man, that's, that's a, great a big point. brain thought right wow. there. Wow. Because remember, they were calling me a scab because I did the ESPYs open. Yeah. Right. You know, because they yeah. couldn't find anybody to do the ESPYs monologue because the strikes were happening, the actor and the writer strike. And it's like, I've never wrote anything. So I think we're good. In my notes section, I guess journaling a little bit. Sure. I, I, I hope the writers who are very intelligent, very smart, can make things much better than we could ever make. Sure. We prove that every single day. We, we hope they figure it out. But with that being said, yeah, I can go. That you want, what do you, yeah, I could go just talk out there if you'd yeah, like sure. to do that. And every day we get to do that. Mm -hmm. And I think we do a pretty good job of enlightening people on things that are happening. And although, because I wear a tank top and because of the human I am, because of the type of jovial atmosphere we have in mm -hmm. sure. jocularity, yeah, like, jocularity, jocularity yeah. sometimes, uh -huh. I don't think people will ever like really listen to our conversations and the words that are coming out. I think there's some people that listen to music and they only hear the, the, the sound, they don't hear the lyrics. You know, so it's like I think a lot of people don't give us credit for the lyrics of the songs that we're speaking because of how we deliver it and how we look at it as well. I think it's a lot of like, oh, it's just yelling, dude, doing stuff. It's like, listen to the words, listen to the words, mm -hmm. please. I feel like we're doing some real stuff in here. That guy got accepted into Harvard right there. Okay. Everybody thinks the guy that just sharded his pants is dumb, dumb. <laughs> he's not. He could run a lap around you if he had to. And damn near that guy right there, well, he's one of the quickest minds to ever exist. At one point in his life, too quick. Was yeah. getting too quick. Yeah, they actually had to slow it down. Yeah, they, they, they had to slow it down. Because of that. that one right there, one of the greatest sports gamblers to ever grace the uh, television in joining us on the stage Monday through Wednesday is a man who has a higher football IQ than you do. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to anybody out there. Ladies and gentlemen, nine-year NFL vet, Darius J. Butler. And joining us, a 12-year NFL veteran. He has short arms, round belly. At the time when he was coming out of college at the Pennsylvania State University. He won a Remington. They didn't matter. Whoa. He got drafted after I did. I got drafted late. Mm -hmm. And I was a punter. Nobody thought I was getting drafted. Mm -hmm. It was a damn shame. Because what he was then is the same thing he is now. An absolute champion of a man. Now he's much thinner. He can run 10 miles like he did yesterday. What? But he's a Super Bowl champion, offensive lineman, and also coach from the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, A.K. Shipley. Thank you. That's the one thing that whenever the situation occurs that happened last night. And obviously, once again, Jimmy Kimmel reacting the way that he reacted. Completely understandable. Hey, listen. Hey, I would do the same. And I assume, which we will not last as long as Jimmy Kimmel has lasted in this entire thing. And obviously there was an entire Rolodex of how long his career has been. And there's going to be things like this that happen. And I would hope that at some point I will defend myself in a manner that goes, hey, asshole. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that being the lead in. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I appreciated dear asshole for the record. Like I appreciated the way, but I could also see why he would get there. Mm -hmm. He's been famous for a long time. There's been a lot of darts that have probably been thrown his way. I hope he and Aaron can handle it. But like whenever that type of stuff is happening overnight, I think to myself, do we deserve to do the daily show every single day? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> you know? Do we do we Valid. deserve to have? I, I don't. It's hard not to get like, uh, what's that called? Whenever you don't think you should imposter be, syndrome. Yeah, I start thinking about that, and then then I start reading what everybody who's who's speaking. About. Boy, they call us dumb. They they, they they call us dumb, dumb, dumbs. Like we're not the dumb. 
They're calling us dumb dumbs, though. Mm -hmm. The amount of times I was called dumb last night by people, I was starting to think to myself, like, maybe I, is I dumb? Am I? Hold on. Sorry, I didn't know exactly what the hell Aaron was talking about with most of the things he has a 500-page report on. But I don't, I don't, they just call us dumb. I don't think you're dumb, Darius. I don't think you're dumb at all. I think so. Well, the amount of teams you root for is dumb. The Wachita thing, too. Wachita. F1 watch is stupid. But I don't think... Is my mic on? Yeah. Pinnacle. I mean, I have a picture like this with a... <laughs> there's a picture of me like this with a... I think, a bear? Is it a bear? Oh, or a vanilla gorilla. A vanilla oh, yeah. gorilla, yeah, yeah. So I could see why people might say that every once in a while. But I did have a 40 on my Wonderlick. 40 on the Wonderlick. Whoa, whoa, whoa. AQ. IQ. No, I think Break Wonder, you. I think Wonder Wonderlick is common sense. Mm. You think so? Common Q. Yeah, because I did well on it as well. I did not know I was taking it pretty hungover. I think I got like a thirty-seven or thirty-eight or something like that on it. Yeah, but it's not like you got to be intelligent for that one. That one's just like you have to be able to read quick. You got to be quick. You have to be able to read. Have it's to, only twelve minutes. Have to be a questions. confident person. Yeah, because you have to make your answer, and you have to have some like competence level of common sense. I didn't finish the test. Did you finish the test? There's 50 questions. No, I, I think I got like 45, and I got 40 of them right. Yeah, so I got like a 38 or 37 oh, or 38 out of 40. It's 90%. Is what I got. There was a couple of long question ones that yeah. I just skipped right yeah, over. You just got to keep moving. Don't even want to read them. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think people would say that maybe you're dumb because you lost so much weight and you're supposed to represent offensive linemen. Could be right? with that. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're saying well, we lost all our credibility with how small right. you got. Yeah. I, I saw. I was reading that last night. A lot night. of those. I tweeted that. Attacking yeah. us. I tweeted that last night. Why are you, you Why are you against us? The enemy's always within. We didn't need you to start attacking. There was enough people attacking well, us. I'm sick, of the, I'm sick of the skinny guy. I, I want the fat guy. Uh, he ran 10 me. miles yesterday. It's <laughs> impressive. And I, and I commend him for that, and I think it's cool that he's turning his life around in a positive way. But I want it to turn the other way. I want it to go back down to fat Lazy, sweaty, bad, dumb, whatever, I guess, I suppose. AQ. That's what I want. Well, anyways, we want to let everybody know we apologize for bringing drama into the world. Seems like every big event that happens, we're directly in the middle of it. Back dab in the center. And that's not on purpose. We'd like to let everybody know. When the story is told, and we've been, you know, we film a lot of stuff behind the scenes, and the documentary one day is going to be so stupid. Awesome. Well, that's how you view it, Foxy. The man who's going to be <laughs> yeah. making it. But every once in a while, Foxy, who has to store all the clips and the files of everything, mm -hmm. will just send me a clip from like two or three years ago or whatever, and I'll just look at it, and I, the dumbest of all time. Everything we've been a part of. We're very lucky to do this. Mm -hmm. We appreciate the fact that we get mm -hmm. to do this every day. This will not be forever, mm -hmm. obviously. Everybody's seen the track record. I have ADD massively. <laughs> I do not have the stamina to be able to remain focused on something for a long time. I get bored, and then I move on. And then that'll end up killing me probably at some point. I know that it is a flaw, but it's been a hell of a run thus far. We appreciate that we get to do this in a moment. We love doing this right now. We wake up coming in here super jocked and super pumped oh, yeah. because we get a lot of messages from people that say we are a thing that helped them get through something. Like the amount of messages that come through of people that are in the hospital or people that are at home bedridden mm -hmm. or whatever. And people think our demo, the people that don't know our show, think our demo is like 13, 14 year olds. That is not our demo. Our demo is 18 to 49. That is our demo. So we got a lot of people that understand have maturity been through it. Veterans from the military. It's like those are the people that we are trying to reach. That is what we're trying to do for the world. And like hopefully we'll continue to be able to do that in mass abundance. But also every once in a while with how we go about doing things, there's going to come. Mm -hmm. yep. There's going to come the other side of that. That's Absolutely. Right. It's life. And we just got to mute every account we can mute. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. 
Shout out to Elon for letting that happen. Mm -hmm. Smart. Mute every post that, you know, is getting responded Shout to out. a thousand, fifteen hundred times. Yep. Because a thousand scrolls could be a lot. It's a lot. That, that could become a couple hours worth. Boy, that could become yeah. show more. That become a bit abundant. So yeah, don't. Yeah, what I'm saying. You got to click that when that, that many responses are there. You can't just scroll. You yeah. Have to, you got to click. Yeah. So, anyways, we're going to continue to try to do that. We appreciate you all riding alongside of us. Hell yeah. Genuinely, genuinely. Now, let's talk a little bit about the sport of football, more specifically, wide college football. We didn't give enough love to Penix yesterday. That's your fault. That's your fault. Did we brought it up. We talked you, about it. At the very Orlowski? end, though. Barely. We talked about Michigan. I'm all in on Penix. We, okay. So we talked about Michigan for like 35 minutes. Mm -hmm. For good reason. We were at the Rose Bowl. We watched it. They kind of made me look like an idiot for everything that I've thought and said all year, not only on game day, but here thinking that the football gods inevitably are going to punish this team. I think what the football gods have done is send us a message like, hey, they kind of got screwed. This team uh, yeah. kind of got screwed. This is a tough football team. This is a... Gritty football. It's a clever football. It's right. a talented football. It's a deep football. It's oh, like yeah. this team is a wagon, and we got to witness it up close in person. Mm -hmm. And it's hard not to automatically just pay tribute to the things that you see live. And we didn't get to see the entire Sugar Bowl because we were traveling, although we did watch a couple recaps of it. And yeah. the recaps are interesting because the editor now is choosing – what plays right. you need to see and what plays you don't need to see for both teams there. So it's not good when you can't watch an entire game and we see the flow, so we apologize for that. But everything that I've seen from recap, highlights, and even lowlights, and even post-game interviews, Michael Penix won the night. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. My, Michael Penix won the evening. And obviously a lot of people thought that maybe he was going to win the Heisman. I'm assuming his people, and he thought he made a great case to win the Heisman in his last year of the Pac-12, winning the championship, going undefeated, having three guys at different standpoints throughout the year who all average over 100 yards per game. Uh -huh. Michael Penix has been an assassin, has a very sweet very sweet celebration. Great. Has great moxie. Feels like everything he's about is what we love about football. So we apologize for not talking about him as much yesterday, but he certainly warrants the conversation, AQ Shipley. I, th I think he's an absolute stud. I watched that game and I was like, man, this guy is fitting balls in uh -huh. places. I mean, there were some slant balls that he threw. Mm -hmm between two defenders that were so oh, yeah. precise. I mean, he was he was awesome, and, and his deep balls were great. Play action was great. He scrambles just enough to extend the play. I mean, he's, he's a phenomenal football player. Darius, I know you're a massive Dolphins fan. Mm -hmm. Yep, Dolphin, lifetime. Finn fam. Finn's up. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing. Hell yeah, happy birthday. It's coming up, I assume. Um, the Tua comparison. Like it, hate it. He's a lefty. He's mm. very accurate. Throws a beautiful ball. I would argue, too, and Tua's not going to like this, and – he might have a stronger arm yeah, than maybe. Tua yes. as well. He's got the accuracy, seemingly, of Tua. Has a stronger arm than Tua. Seems to be taller than Tua. And once again, love Tua. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is not yeah. a... Leading the league in passing. Boom. Love Tua. Love everything. Feels like Penix in the NFL also yeah, going to be a good fit. Feels like he has what you need, but he has to have that offense, I think, as well. Yeah, he's been through a lot, and obviously he's got some... Great, great weapons out there with these receivers that he had. But his anticipation, his accuracy, he's obviously been through a lot. A leader. I love how he talks to the guys. I love how he talks after the game. Uh, he's an absolute dog. I would love him in the locker room. And every year we have that guy that just shoots up the draft boards. And I think this will be a guy. I know Caleb Williams is, you know, Slot is the first guy. Drake May, they're basically locked right now. One and two. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, he'll be sneaking up there. But uh, I think Dan O said it yesterday. He'll probably be a top ten pick. I could probably see him sneaking up in that top. Six, seven, like the receivers and quarterbacks, I think, in this draft. Can you rewind to that last one yeah, that, I mean, at the end the, there? Yeah. Obviously, the ball is amazing and the catch is phenomenal. Does somebody, is that, is that our mega cast on the sideline with the leg rolled, right pant leg rolled up? 
Hold on, I just saw a white in the back, I think. Pause. Right there. Oh, yep. I think so. It's Colt McCoy, white shirt. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, so it was just a good... That's, that, that's Colt Kublik, Colt McCoy, Sam Macho, and who's... Is that Kenny May? Kenny yeah, I believe that's Kenny May. Kenny, <laughs> Kenny May? Yeah, yeah knee so. That is Kenny May. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think so. And then there's Harry Douglas. Uh, shout out to the boys for doing that. They all reached out and said they enjoyed the hell out of it. It is so much fun to be able to do that game. But right in front of their face there, absolute dot. You know, yeah, yeah. absolute dot from Michael Penix Jr. And he has, you start look. I think these teams are going to start looking at his film from the year. And I don't know what, I think it's because he had two ACLs. I think a lot of people maybe thought Washington at some point was mm -hmm. just going to, mm -hmm. you know, kind of fall off. They never did. It was never really a chatter like, hey, Michael Penix is the guy next year. All he's done is win, lead. And you know his story about the two ACLs in modern medicine. I hope they don't hold that against him. It's like he's obviously very mentally tough. And their offense, he's got a, He's like checking, check, scanning, yeah. progressing. Yeah. It's like I, I feel like he is a Sunday guy. If anybody is, I'd like to know who said we didn't give him his flowers yesterday. I said he, I, he should be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. Yeah, that was hour three and a half though. Mm -hmm. That's what they're saying. That was during the Georgia. joining us now is a man who might have a better you know feel for why Michael Penix isn't necessarily considered just automatically in like the because they're saying like Caleb Drake, all right, mm -hmm. and then like Jaden Daniels, mm -hmm. Michael Penix, mm -hmm. and whoever else sneaks up in there, maybe Bo Nix. Oh, JJ. There's like, yeah, JJ McCarthy, Quinn. especially with who knows how he's going to perform here. That dude, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, oh, yeah. they JJ McCarthy, yeah. He's, oh, that's he's fine. Absolutely. Now he's taking on Penix, though, who's done the same exact thing. Yeah. Joining us now is former general manager in the NFL, a TED speaker, an author, a consultant, a consigliere, ladies yes. and gentlemen, Pison Hall of Famer in all of our eyes, football legend, Michael Lombardi. Yeah, Happy New Year to everybody. Hope all is well. I love watching the show. It's awesome. Well, I loved it. Great year. It's going to be a great season. Hell, hey, Juan, well, that felt great right there. Yeah, hell yeah. We've been hearing a lot of other, you know, a lot of the other <laughs> stuff over the last 12 hours or so. So I needed that from somebody that I have great respect for. We were just talking about Michael Penix, and obviously yeah. the world got to see him uh, in the Sugar Bowl. I, I think it was, how many million was it? 13, 14, 15? No, 20, Tw yeah, 25? 27. Yeah, Rose Bowl was 27. Yeah, that was Rose I think Bowl. it was like 20, 21, 22 for the Sugar Bowl. I think 24 million peak. Yeah. For, so 24 million people at one point were watching him do his thing because he was doing his thing throughout the entire game, obviously. But all year he's been doing this. And their weapons have obviously been fantastic. Feels like he's an NFL guy. Feel, like very much oh, yeah. an NFL. How come he's not in the conversation at the very top alongside Caleb and Drake? Is it because the ACLs or what is it? No, I think a lot of this early talk is never accurate, right? I think oh. it's a lot of misinformation. I think well, ultimately, once the season's over, not on this show. Easy, not on this show. You know, I I think this. Here, when I watch that tape, when I watch that game, I, I I immediately went back to that helmet behind me, the Raider helmet, where Al Davis would have just fell in love because his deep ball accuracy was not good not rare it was beyond rare i mean you couldn't have walked the ball to the receiver any better than he threw it and he's done this remember when he was in indiana with the board he was very good and i think washington has been misvalued in the market because you know they win a close game against utah they win a close game against oregon state then another one against washington state but well, he had rib problems he might have had broken ribs we don't know we don't get an injury report but this kid is exceptional he plays a little stiff in his lower body, but it doesn't translate to the accuracy and the rhythm that he plays with. I mean, 
It was outstanding. If Al Davis saw him, oh, he could be thinking about Cliff Branch running over routes to this guy. <laughs> like, here, here's how important that deep ball is. We talk about the Chiefs, right? It's hard to believe that Desmond Ritter of the Atlanta Falcons has 18 passes completed over 20 yards and Patrick Mahomes only has 15. Like, <sighs> think about that for a minute, right? Like, that is, they're trying to get the ball down the field. They can't quite do it. It isn't because Mahomes is inaccurate. It's just hard. When you have somebody that can make plays on the third level, that can hit that home run, all of a sudden you've got two, three-play drives that are just remarkable. And that's a value that most NFL teams want. And you're visualizing watching him play. What offense would you play with him? I mean, I'd make sure I have really explosive receivers down the field uh, because he could make the throws. Devontae Adams over there. Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that that isn't a perfect friend for a quarterback, but certainly feels like a perfect guy mm-hmm. for Michael Penix, especially with all of the routes that he came around. You get a guy that can take the top off, which seemingly coming out of college, there's a lot of these guys these days. Oh, yeah. That are just like coming up through seven-on-sevens in high school, and their contested catches and their route running and their hands are just better earlier than they have been in the past. It's like couple quick things you got to fix now you got to be able to protect them though right i mean you got to be able to no question obviously got to be able to and washington pat washington does a great job i mean i I, I don't know why the board isn't being talked about as a potential nfl head coach you know i know there's the conversation out there at jim harbaugh i get that but the board's been successful every place he's ever been niia you know when he went to indiana they were winning games then he goes to fresno state they win games. this guy's a really good football coach and he knows how to coach the quarterback which I think is a huge value, plus he runs a program. You know, this Washington, I don't think a lot of people in this generation know the history behind how great Washington's program is and what a big-time football school that has always been. And this guy's put it back on the map. So, look, you know, I'm sure Washington will do everything in their power, but you have to give Jennifer Cohen, the former woman athletic director there at Washington, for hiring him. I mean, that was a great hire great hire and he was great at fresno state he's been great everywhere he's been yeah he uh i got a chance to chat with him whenever we went and had game day over there he's been nothing but cool to us yeah Yeah. weapon yeah he's like anytime we've sent a request for him to come on the show he's like well i i have a like he's actually other media calls he has moved to come on like he has been very very cool to us oh indiana obviously ties before he goes up there but like yep. i like how cool he was mm-hmm. like everything was just it was a very professional outfit to your point about like nfl talk the team operated that way they all loved him they all bought in and when we went to game day over there 6 a.m local that place was packed you talk about it being a great school and a great program and that had been lost for a little bit it's like Huge. They love the football, the college football in Seattle. Might win a natty. Yep. That would be absolutely abs- – uh, that'd be insane. Now, if he does go to the NFL, he would hope to have a record like for 17 or 18 straight years uh, without a losing season. Ooh. Now, this Pittsburgh Steelers moving kind of change here at the end of the season mm-hmm. is a wild one. I'm not sure we've seen anything like this in a long time. Pittsburgh hasn't fired an offensive coordinator or defense coordinator since when, Tone Diggs? 19 what? That was 40-something, and it was the Three owner years. at the time who then fired himself. Yeah, because he was like <laughs> uh, Jackie Moon almost. Yes. He yeah. was doing that. He said, I need to get my hands off the wheel here. Somebody else can drive me around. So it never happens for the Steelers to make a big move. And then let alone a quarterback and then the offense and everything. They're starting to, hey, don't look now. Mm-hmm. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a wagon. NFL Films uh, released the footage of Mike Tomlin at the end of the game talking to not only the offense coordinator but his players. And this is probably a good reason why this man has never lost in his NFL coaching experience. Hey, Sully. 
I don't want to get conservative, man. They've been pounding that run. Rhythm pass, play to win. Ah, oh, damn it, GP. Just get ready to make another damn play. Get us out of here. <laughs> Talk to two. We ain't gonna, hey, we ain't gonna get conservative and scared. Rhythm pass, play to win. At the two-minute warning, wants to throw it. And he does, and Pickens has it. First down, 30, throwing the ball. Where you probably bet $150,000 that they'd run it. <laughs> Routinely. Hey. I can't believe he threw the ball there. That pit, that Yenzo, Bill Hillgrove. Bill Hillgrove on the call. Been a Pittsburgh voice for a long, long time. Uh, why do you think the Steelers team has had such a big change? And what does that clip tell you about how Tomlin's viewing maybe this offense versus other offenses in the past for him? Well, let's start with Tomlin. I think he's watching the game, right? So he sees Seattle. He knows that they potentially could get back in the game. He's managing the game not based on a chart, not based on analytics, based on what he sees, which I think is really important. You got to watch the game. You got to understand the flow of the game. He got it, you know, and he knew that his offense could win that game. And I think that's something that we miss at times, especially in the light of, you know, where Dan Campbell decides on, you know, to go for a field goal. He's got six more possessions to go. He loses the game by one point. I know that all the controversy around the call, but yeah, everybody loves the aggressiveness, but you had six more possessions. Take the points. Last time I checked football, we keep score and we play the game how it's going, not how we think it should on a sheet. And I think the fact is, look, the reason they're winning is because they're making plays in a passing game. They're throwing the ball up the field. Rudolph has given them some hope. They, they've had these receivers but they're able to make explosive plays. You can't go in the NFL three yards, three yards, five yards, six yards, ten. You got to make an explosive play. This just goes right back to Michael Penix. I mean, this is what makes him such an attractive candidate because, you know, he could he might be 20 for 40 in completions, but he's going to make 20 big time throws. We get so caught up, well, he's a 70% completion thrower. What does that mean if they're throwing for five yards a pass, right? You know, look at Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's averaging almost 10 yards per attempt. That's what you have to have to win in the National Football League. When you're at that 7-0 category, you're not beating any team like that, not on a consistent basis. And I think that's really what, what Tomlin saw in that game. He knew it. The modern NFL has so many more explosives than old school NFL used to have. They used to say, we need to take at least one shot a quarter. Mm -hmm. You know, one shot a quarter. And then it, some people wouldn't even do that. <laughs> now it's like, you got to open it up. Because if you open it up, then it lightens the box a little bit. Now everything else that we got running RPO-wise and option-wise and kind of drag routes behind the linebacks, that's all happening. So it's like, now they're more efficient than ever, but the deep ball is just a common thing. Just like trick plays are kind of. I think I think Tomlin's just so much more confident and maybe trust Mason more than the quarterbacks they had the rest of the year. Who's that? Uh Mitch for one for sure and also Kenny. Um Maserati? Because I mean you were there uh Colts game. Uh I believe Tomlin down I think it was they were down 7 and they punted from the plus 38 on a on a fourth and short. F first drive of the game against the Seahawks, fourth and 5 he went for it. This one he throws for it with 2 minutes left. I think he's just much more confident in the quarterback position. I wonder how much more say he has in the offense first whenever Canada was there, maybe. You know, because whenever you move on, especially how long was Canada there? Three years? Yes. Three years. So there's like habits that build over those three years and maybe schedule and conversations and how it goes week in, week out. So whenever you get a new offense coordinator, I wonder how much more Tomlin is involved with them, potentially. Uh, 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 go ahead, Lomba. I, I think he's always been involved in the big picture, managing the day-to-day, -day, what's going on in the game, how are we going to win this game specifically? 
And I think that's what he does a tremendous job of. How do we have to play it? It might be ugly. We might have to run it. I got to manage Mitch Trubisky. Look, we don't have to look any further than Joe Flacco, right? Deshaun Watson, when he was playing, averaged 28.5 passes per game. Flacco comes off the couch, off the couch, and Stefanski's calling 42.5 passes a game, and they haven't really been behind other than the Ram game. And that was a close game going in the fourth quarter. So the point is, is Stefanski saying, I can throw the ball. Now, we understand Flacco turns it over at, at a higher rate, but Flacco makes explosive plays, and all of a sudden the Browns' offense looks way different because he can complete passes on the third level. This is something that you can't ignore. This is what makes Penix really an attractive candidate because he can complete those. Now, I'm not saying he can't complete the underneath stuff either. We get it. But when you can, when you have a when you have a guy that can throw it up the field, over routes, you know, inside deep cuts, you know, all of a sudden chunk plays. I mean, nothing drives me crazier, Pat, than a start a two minute drive and you throw the check down. Like, you're better off with an incompletion than you are with throw a check down. You need throw yards. Yeah, like this throw. I mean, mm. could you have just walked it out there any better? <laughs> and it's a soft throw. It's Catch a him. soft throw. It, yeah, like Boomer Esiason, when he played in Cincinnati, he had a lot of these similar skills, but Boomer threw a hard ball. Now, Boomer would Boomer would cut the receiver's fingers because his ball was <laughs> tough. I mean, he, he was throwing fastballs. This kid, this ball's soft. It lands perfectly. Yeah, he, he throws a beautiful ball. He's mature. He's played a lot of football, yes. which is another thing that a lot of people think yeah. about whenever they're going into the NFL. Excited to see him. You brought up Flacco there. He's been so much fun to watch. And yeah. he also says water. I don't know if you know that. He's a water speaker. So I'm I, a water guy, too. Yeah, yeah that's what We're I was both about to from say. the jersey. It's, mm-hmm. all, it's, it's, it's all part of our dialogue. I think he's comeback player of the year. I said it after, I said it after the – and anybody listen to the pod – I said it after the, the Rams game. I mean, this guy's coming back from 2018. Look, I mean, DeMar Hamlet, you know, uh, understanding that. We're very be, proud of him. Yeah. Way to go, DeMar. Yeah. I, yeah, I, DeMar. I get that. Love I mean, DeMar. you come back from death, you deserve an award. I don't get I, I get that, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, we all agree. But Flacco's coming back from 2018. And, and the other guy on this list that I don't think gets <laughs> enough me. love. I, I, he I traveled don't think in he time. Yeah. This guy, comeback yeah. player of the year, he traveled in time. I mean, we've had two fashion changes since Flacco played good. You know, I mean, things have been in and out of style since he played well. I'll tell you, the other guy is Stafford. Like, this guy's playing at a high – I know Martindale mentioned that he should be in the MVP. I think the guy, since he's come back off the injury – unbelievable mm-hmm. the way he's been able to play. And when they have that running game going, man, they're tough. Yeah, the Rams are tough. A lot of teams are peaking right now, including those two guys' teams coming into uh, the playoff run. Last question for me before the boys have it there. Uh, there's there's no playoff run for this team, but there is a lot of awesome stuff happening. Yep. David Tepper is awesome. We need yeah. a microphone on him. We need a camera on him. <laughs> what? And we know the story, obviously, <laughs> of him buying somebody that he didn't like in the past who is one of the people above yeah. him at the company. Then he obviously goes and makes his own money, buys this guy, never give him a raise or a promotion, buys this guy's house, tears it down completely, mm-hmm. builds a bigger, badder, better house. We know that he's maybe a little petty. We know that he maybe has a little bit of spike. We know that he likes to say things and tell people how to do their jobs, even though he hired them to do their jobs. He's fired like four soccer coaches down there yep. in Charlotte FC. He's fired, if you count the interim coaches and not retaining them, letting them go, like five coaches in the Carolina Panthers in like a matter of like six, seven years. Now. Yep. Oh, this, yeah. is a, this is a guy who he wants it all when? Now. Mm-hmm. He also doesn't want to hear any of these fans shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Down in Jacksonville, somebody was chirping him all mm-hmm. game. Live. And on his way out, he said, you know what? 
How about this? Who? Ice. Backwash. I'm out of here. I'm going to go get on a helicopter, and I'm going to fly out of this godforsaken town, yeah. is what he said pretty much. He gets slapped with a $300,000 fine, and then a message says that, you know, every executive in the NFL is expected to act with a, le a level of class and respect and all of that, obviously. We see that. We laugh. We think to ourselves, it's a shame that fan that got hit with that ice ended up with a broken neck, yep. broken yep. back, exactly. broken legs, and we hope Tepper will make it right with them, obviously. Hundreds of millions of dollars in lost earnings, uh, potential in the future for the ice in the eye, yep. for that one person that was going to be a professional sniper. Right. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There, there's a lot of things happening there. These are, not, these are jokes, by the way. Jeez. Just kidding. Just Sorry. kidding. We're just joking. Just kidding, Tepper. But when you see that, and then you see the history of him firing head coaches, Who's going to go – like, it's just going to have to be the big paycheck, that's why, or somebody that's not going to have a lot of head coaching options. Like, who wants to go work for that? If that's what's happening publicly after they lose, and then we hear about these Monday – what's happening – who's going to want to go work for that guy, Lombo? How, how do you think I mean, that all thing pans out? Oh, I think it's a fair question. I'm sure the league office is having conversations with them about that as well. Look, I, I think he's frustrated. I, I think he talks to way too many people. One of the things I think he needs to do is lose his cell phone. He, he's one of these classic owners that calls people in the media, calls, he's looking for all this advice. And at the end of the day, really he's looking for somebody to reaffirm what he thinks. And he needs somebody to shoot, shoot him straight. Like he needs somebody to look him in the eye and say, look, you built this billion dollar hedge fund. You got homes all over the world. You're, you did it because you had a plan. You had a system in place. You had a process and you thought and made decisions correctly. You're acting as if it's going to happen overnight. I mean, you're out there digging up the crop before the roots even settle down. You, you got to get somebody who's got enough guts to stand in front of them and say, hey, David, I know you made billions over here, but the only way you're going to win in this league with 31 competitive people is by having a plan, by having a system in place, by building a team that is to your – you can't skip any steps here. There's no – there's no. you know, Belichick used to tell the team all the time, you know, there's no magic pill we're going to take to lose 20 pounds. Like, you got to put the work in. You're going to have to Bill. put the work Bill. in. Bill, there is you, something. You know, it's so – and, pill. you know, there, there, so I think to me that's what he needs. I think he needs somebody who's got enough guts to look him in the eye and say, hey, David, you want to either do this right and use your money to a resource or you want to continue to be compared to Dan Snyder. You decide. Some of those guys and girls at that level there, they want an alpha to come in, you know, and be like, I ain't taking your shit. Like, that is how this is going to go. And that could potentially be what he's been waiting for mm -hmm. in the NFL. You know, like, I don't know if Frank Reich ever gave him the impression that Frank yeah. Reich was going to go in there and tell him, you need to stop telling me what to do. Matt Rule, maybe, though, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, Matt Rule, first time in the NFL, yeah. though, Bingo. it's like, is he, you know, so if he gets a Harbaugh, if he's able to pay enough, and Harbaugh, I don't think, would be ever scared to say, yeah, this ain't how this goes, yes, both privately and publicly, mm -hmm. because he's been there, he's done that before. Sean Payton, you know, he was like that, I guess, with Denver, mm -hmm. where he came in. He was very public about it. He needs somebody like that, right? That, that is yeah. somebody he needs? Yeah, you do. And But, uh, you know, Sean Payton interviewed in Carolina. That wasn't what he wanted. You know, Sean didn't even come back for a second interview. So you you got to have the climate has to be right. I mean, David's at the point now where he's got to buy credibility. I mean, he's got a stadium situation that's not right. He's got a, a practice facility he was going to build in South Carolina that didn't work out. 
I mean, his credibility with his own fan base is dwindling and his behavior is causing this. And he's too smart of a human being. You don't make billions of dollars in one area That's and all of a sudden become stupid in another. But what he's doing wow. is he's trying to rush it. He has no plan. And I, and I think ultimately, you know, you can he can learn from Eddie DeBarlow, who was an emotional owner who, you know, if, when we lost, it was hard. But he also took a step back and he gave Bill Walsh the authority to run his team. And said, okay, I tried it the other way. It doesn't work. I'm going to do it this way. Now he's in the Hall of Fame and with all his Super Bowl rings. And so I think there's past performance for Tepper should predict future achievement. And he needs to study that. Like he needs somebody to say that, hey, David, you're going to do this. You, you know, this is the dumbest thing we could possibly ever do. Like, and if you do it, David, you know, you're going to be in trouble. Drink. But you got to have somebody who has guts to do it, right? You know, and accomplished. Like, you got to have somebody that's accomplished, too. That's not going to be a type of confidence that's coming from somebody that hasn't accomplished anything as a head coach, though, too, I think. No, that's why if he hires a young assistant coach who's never been a head coach before, Steamroll. it's going to be impossible. It's going to yeah. be hard. Yeah. You know, it's going to be all of a sudden he's going to be on the phone. I mean, he's going to be on the phone talking to this person, talking to that person. Like, they need to cut off all cell service in that area. Maybe they just need to throw some water on it. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, moving ahead with more topics, D-Bud has a question for you, Lombo. Hey, Lombo, I'm going to put you in a chair. You are the GM. I'm sure this will be, you know, obviously the conversation of the NFL going into April with the Chicago Bears sitting there with that number one pick. Um, but what, where are you at with Justin Fields and what he's – I know he's had a really good season. Obviously, you got Joe Alt there in the draft. You got some oh, great receivers as well at the top of that draft. Do you go and get a quarterback and flip it, reset that quarterback market, or do you stick with Justin Fields? Build around him. What, what are you doing in that in that chair? Hey, he's Lombo. number one Justin hey, Fields hater, by the way. Yep. Sweet Shaq, No, that's not way. true. I was trying to temper some people who were trying to give him oh, the MVP. Okay. Be good okay. I said smart, very smart. Clearly, can the kid get good before he gets great? Do we have to give him the MVP in, in, in August? I mean, seriously. And Look, I, I think he has trouble throwing the football on a consistent sure. basis. But let me answer the question. All right, to me, this the, the question's getting framed the wrong way. The question should be framed, are we going to pay Justin Fields 40 to $50 million per year on a four-year deal? Is that what you plan to do? Are we valuing him there? If the Bears feel that's the right answer, then they're going to make other picks. If the Bears say you can't do that, that'll mess up our cap. It'll, it'll really hurt us in trying to manage and build the team around them. Then they've got to go to Fields and say, look, here's our deal. Here's where we can go. We'll keep you at this number. We're not going to pay you that number. If he doesn't want that, then you hold on to them, you make your draft, you select a quarterback, and you listen to people out there, you know, and you don't have to jump on the first deal. You can bring Fields back, rest the number one pick in the draft, let him develop, play Fields for another year, and when the time's right, make the move. Like, no one has to rush you into a decision. You know, no one has to pressure you. But the real question is, the real question that Bears fans don't want to answer is, are you paying them 40 to 50 million? Daniel Jones got 40 million, right? Th this market for quarterbacks, it isn't that, you know, where are we going to find one? Is are we going to pay the second contract? No one's asking that question. Are you paying the second contract for Mac Jones? No, that's easy. Are you paying the second contract for, you know, Trey Lance? No, that's easy. Are you paying it for Trevor Lawrence? There becomes a problem. Are we? Got no choice. We have to. Okay. Is it the right thing to do? Right? You get into that, we have no choice. That's where the Giants were. We have no choice. We have to pay Daniel. When you have no choice, you really make a bad decision. So you, with this opportunity that the Bears have, it really sets them up where if they're smart and they're deliberate, they can make a great decision. So I, you also can add in there, and you said the Giants felt like they had no 
options. No choice. Everybody had Joe Flacco sitting at home. And then you think about what happened with Tom Brady and what has happened Mm -hmm. with other, like, fourth contracts. Or do we want to maybe go find, like, a fourth contract player who still got it a little bit, who might only cost, what, $20 million? Mm -hmm. $20 million? If they do what? Like, Flacco, probably what, next year? He's going to sign a two-year deal, probably $40 to $45 million? I don't know because Flacco, if you study Flacco's career, he's really good in that Stefanski, really it's Gary Kubiak system. God, you know, God bless Gary Kubiak. It's his system. And he was really good in that when the Ravens played with him in 14. Flacco was very good. But then when he lost that, he lost that ability. Like, I don't know how the Browns don't bring Flacco back. I know they got Deshaun at $65 million for the oh. next three years, but he's the best player for their offense right now. I think he'll, you know, and Flacco knows that, right? Flacco knows this is the best way for me to make money. Like I can get somewhere other, else in my How many career. other? How many other ones are those around? You? That's like the next question. Then, how many other locations? Like, are who there? would fit that scheme? I, I mean, I think to me, well, you know, we know that we know Shanahan runs that scheme. It's it's the Kubiak, Mike Shanahan. We know that Houston runs that scheme, but they run it and they understand it. It's one thing to steal the plays; it's another thing to understand the scheme. Right. Everybody steals the plays. Everybody stole Kubiak's, you know, throwback to the tight end on the over route. That's become so popular or the delay route. But it's do you understand the offense? And I think that and how you coach the quarterback, too. Let's not minimize that. It's how the relationship is between the coach and the quarterback. I'm excited to see what happens with Joey Flacco. Me too. Yeah, yeah what a run. What a story. Paisan from New Jersey, obviously you're in love. And uh, to echo D-Butt's point, you do look super cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Super cool today. Fit. Super cool today. Connor has a question for you, Lombo. Yeah, Lombo, speaking of the Bears at the you know top of the draft there, and obviously trades you know might happen. If the Bears do decide to keep fields, they might trade out. Cardinals might trade out. Who knows what happens. But in a draft like this where there's so much talent, the quarterbacks – Marvin Harrison Jr., Joe Alt, they're talking about. And from what we've looked into, it does seem as though Joe Alt will be mm-hmm. a 20-year first ballot Hall of Famer, give him the gold jacket now. But when you have that type of talent, from a GM's perspective, is it almost difficult being at the top mm-hmm. of those drafts because you have to be the one that makes a decision on a certain guy, whereas maybe you know the fourth or fifth pick is you know the true best player of that draft? Is that difficult? And then with New England specifically, you just mentioned it, Mac Jones not getting a second contract. Do you think it's automatic, definitely happening, that they're taking QB, or do you believe that they are much more in the camp of best available like if you can get a Marvin Harrison or a Joe Alt or, you know, the Penn State tackle or, you know, they're talking about a Dunze now from Washington. One of those guys, do you think they sit in that camp or they're in the, hey, we're taking one of Caleb Drake, uh, Penix now. You love Alt. And, and Danis. I love Joe Alt. I, I, I would have yeah, told you that two weeks ago if the Patriots took Joe Alt that I probably would burn everything that I own <laughs> because of how mad I would be. And then looking into Joe Alt, it's – Okay, yeah, if we can get Trent Williams at the top, of the <laughs> we're going to do that. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, look, if you uh, you have watched every Patriot game, yeah. and there's a lot of things wrong with the Patriots, the kicking situation, you know, their turnovers. But what? at the end of the day, they don't have a quarterback. And if you don't get a quarterback, at some quarterback that you feel like you can operate and win with, the, the original question starts off with it's called the line of demarcation, right? There's always a draft where there's a lot of good players and there's a lot of media hype around those good players. But as an executive, you got to figure out really where does the Pro Bowl player end and where does the really the good starter begin? 
right? And that's kind of where you, that's what you get paid to. You get paid to evaluate great over what's really good. And I think that's the question. And you have to formulate that from, would we pay this guy a second contract, right? Is this guy worthy of a second contract? And so, you, because that's going to cost you a lot of money. And so it's an investment that you have to make. And I think the quarterback position with so many of these teams that need them, they, they have to do that. There's just no choice. And the problem with the league is there's not enough guys who have developed a system of offense or have the guts to say, okay, we're going to not pay this guy the money and we got a young quarterback that we're going to play. I mean, that's what Andy Reid did. You know, he trades for Alex Smith, he paid him, and he drafts Mahomes. Now, remember, Mahomes is the 10th pick overall in the draft, right? No, no. Remember, okay. Trubisky got drafted higher. Yep. I'm fully aware of that. I'm fully aware of that. And then Lamar sat there in the green room till he was 32. I mean, and, and I was fully aware of that, too. So, like, to me, don't assume that everybody's going to make the right pick. That's the other thing. That's oh, why people yes. think the NBA, NFL tanks like the NFL. No. No, the NFL's no one's tanking this weekend. Remember last year in, in, in Indianapolis, Houston came in and won. Everybody said, oh, my God, Lovey Smith ruined the Texans. They got a good quarterback. They didn't ruin anything. They won. There's no tanking because you can't figure out who's going to pick who where. Yeah, the percentages of success in, like, the first round are nowhere near as high hmm. as everybody seems to think they are, especially going into the NFL draft, which is why we created the NFL Draft Spectacular, because one of the first times that we were covering it every single day during the draft process, it was like, people are making this absurd. Yes. The pressure that is put, now granted, they're getting big contracts before proving anything in the NFL amongst adults who are not only their generation's all-stars, but also the generation before that's greatest players, what? the generations before that's greatest players. What? Oh, the greatest guys from uh, Miami, four generations still playing mm -hmm. in the NFL. There's not a lot of spots, but the conversations about these guys, and I did it earlier. It's a, I'm a part of the problem. I'm like, Michael Penix, a lot of Tua. And it's like, I love Tua as a football player, especially in that McDaniel's offense down, McDaniel offense down there. It's like the perfect fit. But like Penix has the accuracy. He's a lefty, so it's natural to kind of draw the correlation. And then he has a stronger arm. So it's like, it's like hard not to do that. But then you start looking at who made it, who didn't. And obviously people talk about the biggest bust and everything. There's a lot of those. Yeah. And I think the reason yeah. why we all feel that way is because we've all been in locker rooms and we've seen the guy that's supposed to come in and change everything. Now, that person took one of my friend's jobs, okay? Mm -hmm. So I had great times with that guy. You're coming in here, supposed to change everything, and you suck, okay? And then that just starts happening on, like, a regular basis. It's yeah. like this draft is a crapshoot. It's an absolute crapshoot. So many variables. How do you know? You know what I mean? Like, how, nope. do, you, yeah. how do you know? I mean, it's so many variables. Like, it really comes down to it really comes down to the kid. I mean, can he relate to the players? Can he get along? Is he coachable? I mean, why is Brock Purdy so good? Brock Purdy's coachable. You know, he's humble. He comes in. You know, Tom Brady was a sixth round pick, humble, worked as an overachiever. You know, Al Davis used to never allow press conferences for rookies. Like he wanted he didn't want the rookie to beat the media. He didn't want any prior expectations put on the rookies. Because all we do is hype them up, and then you have to spend half your month of June and July de-recruiting them. They've been told how great they are, and now all of a sudden you got to de-recruit them. And with the quarterback, that guy's got to be the hardest-working guy on the team. He's got to be the leader of the team. He's got to be the guy who's going to drive everybody. After you win a big game, is hungry to win the next game. Those are hard guys to find. A.Q. Shipley just held up a dry race board that said, 
measurables aren't everything. They can't measure your heart, can they? No, they can't. Damn right. They can measure your short little arms. Yes, they can. And yep. your big old gut. But, but they couldn't measure that heart, could they, AQ? I'm telling you, more and more, we, we overanalyze. We, we look into all the numbers instead of just watching the film. Can the guy play football? Can he relate to the guys? Is he good in the locker room? Those things aren't measured, and those things, they play a large role. And I will wonder it's how easy it is for guys to relate to a locker room as these NIL deals continue. Yeah, sure. What? Paisan, what you? Oh, I mean, I think it's really hard. I mean, you're talking about spoiled. You know, we're spoiling them. I mean, I think they deserve it. There's no question. I agree. I'm not saying they shouldn't get paid. They get spoiled. And then here's the hardest part. What we're dealing with today is nobody wants confrontation. Nobody wants to be told that this isn't going to work. You know, nobody's, you know, like this isn't going to happen. Like you've got to be able to hold people accountable. Like accountability is the cornerstone of any championship team. It's the cornerstone. You can't win a title in any sport without accountability. And so you have to have accountability. And some of these guys have never been held accountable. Everything's an excuse. Well, we've got to do this, and this doesn't work. No, no, you've got to make the play when you make the play. You're accountable for your play. And once you become accountable, your teammates like you because they're getting held accountable, right? Yep. That's why when you would go in the Patriot room and Brady's sitting in the front row all the way to the right, and he threw a bad pass because of Brady's greatness in terms of being willing to be a coach. Belichick could say, hey, this isn't good enough. And people in the room would say, wait a minute, if he's yelling at Brady, he's going to come after me too. That's championship football. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I don't, you know, that It'll was... be the first first practice of training camp too. It's almost every – every hey, if we had a quarterback that can hit a wide open tight end, I think we'll win a few <laughs> games. We'll be all right this year. But, yeah, it, it starts with the coaches. And I talk to a lot of the players now and some coaches as well. A lot of these coaches are, like, scared, oh, yeah. you know, scared to hold players accountable because it's a completely different dynamic than it is in college. You, you, you know, coaches why, got all the powers. you know why they're scared? Why is that? You know why they're scared? They're scared because they, they because the head coaching jobs that are paying $9, $10, 12000000 million a year are elected positions. They're not selected. So if you have a bad rep on it, if you hold a good player accountable and he doesn't like you and the word gets out that you're not being whole, you're not friendly to the player, all of a sudden you're not getting one of those electable positions. You're not going to carry the Southern primaries and win the election. That's what's happening. Everybody just wants to placate everybody, right? Everybody just wants, oh, we're doing good. You know, everything's good. I mean, think about this. Robert Sala's got 50 games as a Jet NFL coach, 50. Eric Mangini only had 48. He's got a 33% winning percentage, but everything's going to be fine because when Aaron comes back, Aaron's got that magic wand and everything's going to be fine. Well, like, you got to have accountability. We'll see. Don't know about that. <laughs> we'll see. The, uh, um, uh, the accountability is the cornerstone of any championship team is quite a bar mm-hmm. right there. Yes. Because it's very, very real. The thought, though, that all these head coaches are just elected instead of selected, you've been saying that for a long time, even in the NFL. you got to have a yeah. – if you win the mob, you win you Rome, gotta, pal. They've been saying that forever. I mean, you can see the momentum building. You can feel it. The narrative's out there, right? And nobody – and once the narrative gets out there, nothing can change. You're like, no, nothing's going to change the narrative, even though it's right in front of our eyes. You know, and so nobody's going to dig past the first chapter. Hey, before we let you go, we know you got shit to do. Like a show, oh, like yeah. four minutes. I just looked at the <laughs> clock. Two picks for this weekend. You got any? Ooh. Oh, man, this is the hardest weekend of all time. I like the Bears. I think they're going to give the Packers a lot of trouble this week. I think that's going to be one. Okay. I- I'm really torn wow. between the Texans and the Colts. I watched the Colts Boy, play defense last week. It drives me crazy. 
Uh, how many easy throws are they going to give up? Like, how many easy throws well, they are they going to give up? Well, like, they know. They know. They know. They, they, they don't look like Peyton Manning, Pat. Won they the game. Like we won the game. Are you kidding me? Young so I, I'll take the Texans. Those will be my two. You son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. Get them off the show. Like, well, tell Gus Bradley to play some goddamn man-to-man and stop playing palms, okay? Young, young corners out there. Young corners out there. I don't care. Blitz his butt. You, hey, look, I'm going to tell you something. You know the waiting for Gus Bradley after the game? Oh, boy. He would have been in trouble without Dave. Oh, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Lombardi. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love. Texans coming in the log Yeah. Uh-oh. That's a coin flip. No, it's not. For some people. <laughs> it's oh, the well. lot It's Gardner Minshew. Playoffs. That kid's so good. I, well, I said, he is so he is. I said earlier today, you guys would be in a Another lot better spot if Gardner threw three picks last week because he's a bounce back guy. He's not a have let's have a lot of good games in a row guy. But he's a big whoa, game whoa, guy. Whoa. Yeah, he's a big game Might guy. Might win AFC South. Yeah. We're not yeah. winning a lot of games. We're hanging a banner. No, he's in a row. You don't think you have to do that to win a banner in the AFC South? It's a buzzsaw down there. Oh, I think it they're about 500, so probably. Last primetime <laughs> game. what they do? One by a thousand. And how loud was that ass? So, so loud. That's what they do at the lot house. That's what's going to happen Saturday. We weren't able to make it to the game on Saturday because on uh, Sunday because we found out on Wednesday that there was a show on Saturday in California. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. Saw a couple people uh, make some messages about the suite being empty. Oh, is that right? Wasn't it? Like, Why don't you give it away? It's like we found out a day two days before we weren't going to be able to go to the damn game. And also, Mitt was with his whole family. Yeah, yeah. His dad coaches for, for the, the Raiders. Raiders. You can't have pe- randoms pooping all over the suite. Well, not, well, listen, I will do that at some point, obviously, but talk at the Lot House shirt. Yeah. We have people in there living their best life. Football. It's beautiful. Yeah. Football is an amazing thing. Football is what gathered us here today. Hell yeah. Now, since then, we've had the opportunity to chit-chat about it, and it is about to get phenomenal. Mm -hmm. For the next few weeks, there is about to be football played at the highest level with the highest implications on the line. We're not just talking about a score on a scoreboard. We're talking about forever legacies. We're talking about dynasties potentially falling or maybe the beginning of one being found. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the greatest time for football that you could possibly be in, and we're lucky to be here. The Toxic Table is here as well at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. Ty, Jordan Love, 16 touchdowns, one interception since when? Uh, since I think week, week 11. yeah, week eleven. So I mean, yeah, he's been playing pretty good. Yeah. But again, it's one of those things. Lombo mentioned it. I'm kind of in that same camp. I am a little That's bit good. worried about the Bears game this week. You're supposed to be worried. You you earned the worry. Good I one. think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. But you know, last time he played the Bears, week one, completely different team. I get it. But he took a big old shit all over that defense. So we'll see at home too. I mean, like it's kind of, it's a reminder. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's different it's all, defense now. Different yeah, absolutely. Yeah, bringing sweat. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So. A different defense, but also, I mean, this Packers team is much different than they were in week one as well. You know, some of these young guys have kind of oh, etched yeah. themselves in stone as being pretty good players. So what's on the line there? Playoff. Playoff berth. You know, hey, you win and you're in. Win and in so, now, you didn't make the playoffs last year. Exactly. Transition year, make the playoffs potentially. Would be here. There was people that were wondering, myself, loudest. Goodkins is pushing everybody out of the building. Mm-hmm. He's building the team in his image, in his eyes, in his opinions. And here we are, less than two years, 
already in the playoffs potentially. Well, and good I, for the pack. Yeah, unreal. Not absolutely. easy yeah, at yeah, all. I draw it up. And I think that's what's so kind of rewarding and awesome is it base I mean it basically is Jordan Love. Like the defense hasn't been great. They've had their moments this year, but like if he if he wasn't doing what he's doing right now, like the Packers would be like a 5 or 6 win football team, but because he's been playing so well, like he is the one who has has put them in position to to make the playoffs. Playoff implications on the line there in that particular game. There's a lot of others that have that as well. Joining us, one half of the hammer, Don Cowboys, Tone Diggs. Are we trying to find these games with implications and we're just hammering whoever needs to win? Yeah, basically this is bowl season continued. You're looking for motivation here. Uh, it was just announced Patrick Mahomes is not playing this weekend. So Blaine Gabbert gets a start. Yeah. So, so maybe, oh yeah, maybe stay away from that one. Uh, Stefanski just announced they're going to use this opportunity to rest from the guys against the Bengals, so maybe stay away from that one. Mm. But, you know, you always look at it like the Jags uh, are playing against the Titans this weekend. Jags win and they're in. Okay, let's automatically bet the Jags. It's not exactly, it's not, not exactly how it works. There was a stat. I can't remember who it came out from. Um, but when the line moves in your directions like it has for the Jags, people are betting on the Jags uh, to win this weekend because they have to. Uh, teams are only 44% uh, winners in that situation. So it's not wow. always like it happened last year with the, yeah. with the uh, Packers. You went in, they're in. Nope, Lions beat them on Sunday Night Football. It happens all the time. We had... 11 different graphics made with implications for these games this weekend. A lot of people could still win their division. A lot of people can be the number, like, high seed. Yeah. yeah. And also, at the same time, not even make it. Yeah. The NFL scriptwriters have the most amount of characters left at this particular time of the season that most shows are ever been capable to do. It's a massive weekend. Gambling on it is going to be a nightmare. Tough. Absolute so nightmare. 12-year NFL vet, Super Bowl champion, also coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Half of himself, but still full in spirit. Ladies and gentlemen, AQ Show. Thank you. all the legs after that 10-mile run yesterday. I'm actually surprisingly feeling a lot better than I thought I was going to feel. Man, you're becoming But I will say good. this. The minute that run ended, I was right at my front door. I was doing a lot of waddling for a good 20 minutes. Well, you chafed the quads? Uh, uh, no, the, the, right above. Those little VMOs right above the kneecaps. Oh, yeah, the, sure, the VMOs. Teardrops. Yeah, they were, they were locking up. The what, you get in a cold tub? Did you get in a cold I jumped tub? jumped right in the pool. Pool's about 45, 50 right now. Degree. You have a pool-sized cold tub? What well, we- my actual pool is not heated. It's cold out there in Arizona. Oh, really? So it's like 45, 50 degrees, yeah. Hell yeah. Smart. And I felt great. What? That's, That's awesome. perfect. It's, yeah. cold. it's cold at night out there. You yeah. need to do that. It's the desert. Yeah, it's so... I just learned that I can have a pool-sized cold tub. Yeah. Is that, that, that's how it works? Basically. You're dumping ice in that thing in the no, middle no of the ice. desert? No ice. It's just, it gets down to 35, 40 at night. We yeah, but in the middle of the day, it's 160 degrees. It's that's a desert. I, I've read about it. It's too big. It doesn't heat back up enough. The pool evaporates? It's like a Lake Michigan effect up there where it's cold even though it's the middle of summer because oh, yeah. it's still cold from winter or whatever. Bingo. Wow. We have more channel because we got to drain ours because it'll, it'll freeze. Oh, yeah, we got ice here. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. yeah, you moved away from that. You know why? Smart. Soft. Woke up this morning when Diggs picked me up. I was like, this is terrible. Oh, did you take that vitamin D mm-hmm. off your face mm-hmm. and then do, walk out there? Yeah. Exactly he does it the whole car riding, actually. Yeah, just, I don't, I'm not allowed to talk to him. So you're, he's sitting <laughs> shotgun. Mm-hmm. He's got his lotion yeah. that he just... That's the only thing you brought. What I do with yep, it? Of course. What I do with that lotion? Packed it. That's the only thing <laughs> yeah, you packed. Only thing packed it into your hand. Can't DoorDash enough lotion for That's him to it. bop yeah. the hell out of himself all night. And he's got that vitamin D yep. thing? Not allowed to talk to him. It's great to see you every week, dude. You've had a great year. Yeah, baby, boy, you. you. Great to be with you. I don't know how that thing survives down there. Oh, my Nine God. Nine-year <laughs> NFL vet. Darius J. Butler is joining us. Hell of a year out of you, D-Butt. Let's go. Great hey, Rose games. Bowl call. Big games. Big, uh... 
Big incentives, too, for some players. Oh, yeah, we got a graphic uh, about all the incentives. We'll get to that uh, probably the third hour because there's money. Big money. Oh, yeah. $1.5 million potentially being yeah, I had a uh, $250,000 bonus in my contract, and I certainly knew it. And it was certainly attempting to get it, as is everybody else that has elevators, they started calling it, as mm. opposed to incentives or escalators. escalators. Yeah, like, like you need escalators. Is that an incentive? No, escalators, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are we speaking the same? It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And it is great whenever you hit it. I've always hit mine because you put a little uh, carrot in front of uh, the horse. Going to run a little bit. Oh, yeah. And that is certainly. What, what were your averages? Pro Bowl. Oh, okay. My first contract was uh, averages, both gross and net and inside the 20. And then um, the last year of my contract, Bill Polian wanted me to hit uh, 5 0 punts, 40 yards. But in the contract, we needed to gross uh, at least 44, 45. So I said, Bill, you literally put a million dollar bonus in my contract. To average 45 yards. Yeah, but well, your next contract, if you hit this thing mm. 5 1, 40 yards, we're fair catching every time. Yeah. I'm like, I also have the shortest average in the NFL. By a lot. My career probably <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, but that's what we need right now. I'm like, okay, Bill. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> I'm going to punt it straight up in the sky. It's, it's kind of what J.K. Scott does. Yeah. J.K. Scott does that. He's been a much better uh, doer of that than I ever was. I'm not flexible. I can't even touch my toes. His so head like, is. Yeah, his foot yeah. is right next to his head every single yeah. time. Bends up. I'm like, you know what, Bill? Hey, it was a black dude. We used to kick for. I can't think of his name right now. Reggie. For who? What's the last name? Roby. Reggie Roby. Waterloo Island, native. His foot. Timex watch on at all times. Dog. Yeah, because he wanted to time his own hang time. Beast. <laughs> Rest in peace. Love that. It's going to be tough. I don't know how he held the ball. You know, because how do you start the. Big talented guy. So he, as soon as he punted, he was just looking at the yeah. stopwatch. Yep. Glancing. I can never do that either. Reggie Roby. Dog. Absolute dog. Ray Guy has those video, uh, pictures, too, of his. Yeah. Basically, every punter <laughs> in the that has ever been in the NFL is able to get their legs up next to their face. I would rip every muscle in my leg if I was to do that. So that's why Bill Polian's technique was impossible for me. But instead, I started throwing darts to the sideline. But those escalators, everybody knows about. Yeah. And everybody's trying to get. How about player performance, too? Player performance is great. Oh. I always had playtime incentives, too, which was awesome. And mine were always... Uh, 50, 75, and 80. So by about week 13, you knew you could cash in as long as you stayed healthy. Yeah, and also you go into week 16, you're kind of on a borderline mm -hmm. of one of them, and you're in the other one. Mm -hmm. The teams know. Oh, they know. Yeah, the teams know what you Sounds like the Patriots know. Oh! oh! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know when to stop a guy from playing because he's a cancer in the locker room. But did you guys have teams? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> that is quite a... Remember, we just got yeah. in this. Well, not, names were not said. Uh, <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys have team incentives, or is that like a quarterback. Yes. Uh, team rush normally, I think. Yeah, for, I tried to stay away from them because then you're relying on everyone else. Yeah. But Stop. running backs have like team rush, this, Yards. if it if we are above 15 in the NFL. Anyways, we'll get into them. That's a big deal. Joining us now is a man who has a lot of incentives every single day. Yeah, he mm -hmm. He's got 10 kids. Yeah. Well, that's a lot. He's beat COVID four times. That kind of gets lost in a conversation. Hall of Famer. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion. He's won a match at the Ryder Cup against foreign celebrities. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, he did. Represented America. Saved a heart attack. Who? President of Ohio was a part of a situation where somebody almost died on green. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That person survived. Thank God. Nice. Partially because he saw this man's face. Yep. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, AJ Hawk. AJ, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Really good day today. Really good yeah. day. Yeah. Really good day today. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I got to sleep for the first time in a while. You know, woke up this morning. Whoa. That's what it feels yeah. like. This is fun. That was good. You know, it's been good. It's been really. Pretty drama free today. How about, yeah, no drama today. You know, it's been all good. 
Yeah, it's been great. I, I didn't catch uh, the uh, This Day in History uh, segment yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it eventually, Con Man. I mean, there is actually a great This Day in History. Um, Uh-oh. Uh, two years ago today, Big Ben played his final game at Heinz Field. Thank you, Seven. Love you, Seven. Love you, Seven. Thank January third, two thousand twenty-two. This particular hand signal, sign language for "I love you," mm-hmm. took detractor another round. Yeah, he did at Heinz Field. He did. It was before it was Acrisure. That's yeah. right. He dropped high five there by helmet on still. Yep. Oh, way around. Well, that was the house that Ben built, so it was good that it died with him too. I, just, I mean, we got another this day in history. I'm glad. Last it died. game ever played at Heinz Field. Wow, this two years ago. Wow. Holy, wow. Holy hell. Holy hell. Double this day in history wow. is really doing it, huh? Picking it up. I wish you nothing but the best, Love Miles. you, Miles. Have a good one. Because I hate your other quarterback. I tried killing him. <laughs> I don't said that there. That's what he said. But he said, but you seven? Ben actually told him, Bake, wait till you see how this ends with you in Cleveland. Yeah. It's going to be pretty wild. That's Coach Tomlin. <laughs> Who's that? All right. Joining us now is a man <laughs> who probably has uh, some thoughts on this day in history of sports. And he better come with something. Remember, we're breaking news today. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, not about this All, guy. He's starting it. Newsbreaker. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, future first ballot Hall of Famer, a man who's in the Houston Texans ring of honor, an absolute stud who scored touchdowns and sacks, what? picks and what? tackles. Yeah. And now every single week he comes on and talks about his soccer team. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, J.J. Watt. Wow. Great What's going on? Great shirt. Thank you. Great hat. Thank you. How we doing? Great. How you guys doing? Love to see it. Great. Team. Just happy to be here. 2023, this day in sports history. Whoa. Actually, it's 2024. Hot start to the day for me. JJ's high right now. You take edibles, JJ? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, lots of them. Just, just absolutely mowed them down this morning like a bowl of cereal. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. You and me both. All right. So. Now that we have that established, this is phenomenal. Yeah. Is that the breaking news? Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. No, it was my, my breaking news was actually that I know absolutely nothing about the Epstein list, but I, just, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> you know? James. <laughs> Trust it, James, you son of a bitch. Why would you throw us in that pool? That's Big J, baby. That is BJ. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I know yeah. nothing. I don't want any fights. I don't need anybody <laughs> calling me out. I don't want any lawsuits. I know nothing. Dude, I was taking the trash out to the, the road last night. Pitch black. I'm reading everything everybody's saying. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it all. I'm walking those trash cans. I'm like, I'm pretty vulnerable. I, why am I out here all alone? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I like ran like a kid. The, <laughs> Tone Diggs used to live... Up the hill. Mm-hmm. Hey, so I lived out here. There's a massive hill. It's a Pittsburgh hill up at the top. There's a lot of people that lived up there that I knew. So you used to hang out up there a lot, you know? But you walk home at night mm. down that hill. It's a long way. It's just natural somebody. Yeah, a little is, bit quicker. Yeah. Somebody's behind you. I used to sprint. Might be my knee problem. Might oh. be my knee's problem now that I think about it. Because the grade on that thing yeah. would certainly have a truck and off-road thing if it was a highway. It'll play stop sign right in the middle of it. But, yeah, can't. With, Boom, coming right through there. I used to sprint like, uh, somebody's going to kill me. Somebody's going to kill me. I'm all the way down, right? All the way to my house. Great cardio. Last night, felt like I was a kid again. Mm-hmm. I was sprinting those things up, throw them up there, <laughs> sprint down to my – it was fantastic. So thanks for bringing it back up, JJ. Yeah. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, no problem. Thanks, no problem. JJ. thought it was good, you know. 
content, you know, good, bad. Otherwise, media is media. Yeah, good topical stuff. Uh, how are you feeling about the Burnley squad before we start talking football? Because football has a massive weekend. Your brother has a massive weekend. He's on a precipice of potentially another award that would go alongside all the others that he has. But we need to talk about this Burnley team. Where are we? Huh? Yeah, because we got uh, Gumpy told big me big FA Cup match Friday. Does Sorry. that count? Ooh. Does FA Cup count, Matt? That counts. Yeah, I mean it's against Spurs. It's going to be it's like the NBA. Be a good match. Yeah. It's going to be a tough match. Yeah, it's like the it's the NBA has started to. They, mm-hmm. Mark Cuban is very big on European football, and he was he was very big on trying to implement some of the things from the academy to some of the in season tournaments. And uh, the FA Cup is somewhat roughly what they modeled that in season tournament after. Okay, so Gumpy, is this like the MLS Cup where the games don't count towards your standing? Because remember, Methy came over to America. Mm-hmm. They win seven, eight straight games. Yep. And oh, yeah, still in last in the MLS, not going to make the playoffs. Well, why don't we count the games that millions of people watch into the whole thing? Is that what the FA Cup is? Like, we need to win these games for Burnley. It helps us to get out of that one particular area. No, this doesn't affect the standings. This is the, uh, lo- this is the longest running standings. cup. Yeah, in history of soccer. So it doesn't mean anything. Uh, this okay. means nothing. This is England. This is the, this is the FA Cup. In- this is part of who we are. It means nothing. Harry Red. If you want to win the treble, you're going to win the though? FA Cup. Yeah, Dave. Can Dave you get relegated or not, though? That's all that matters, right? If you get to bump up to the big guys, or you get No, you win this, you get more money for the club as well. Oh. Yeah, the FA Cup is every single every single soccer team in the entire country. So, like, your local little team can work their way all the way up to don't play against to the big dogs. Ted Lasso, that could be embarrassing. You that could be tough. Yeah, don't lose to them. JJ. Burnley, you know, you well, know I mean, situation. we're playing Tottenham. We're playing Tottenham. It's oh, big my dogs. God. You're going to lose by squad. 80. Spurs oh, are a good squad. They don't score 80 goals in soccer. They're missing they some players. They've been struggling a little bit. The Spurs? Hey, let's yeah. go. Son, son, is, son is gone. He's on, uh, he, I think he's, he's on international duty or he's back in Korea, so. Uh, Military. He's one. He's no, a phenomenal the, uh, player. Afcon so. and Asia Cup. They what? go on. They want to put up the pink slips too with us mm-hmm. with Kong yeah. yeah. They no, go. They, they go during the season, so players do lose like some of their best players during the actual season. Anyway, soccer's our sport now. You should think about maybe bringing Burnley to the MLS. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. if they, they it'd be a lot of travel. I, I assume you could afford it. And Tyler from Duke Burnley, yeah, of course. We're working on bringing them over to America for a little preseason action. We're working on that. Oh, what are you going to have them play on? Uh, grass, obviously. Maybe the Rose Bowl. You love the grass. Perfect. I love the grass. Rose Bowl should be the national championship site every year. Easy. Okay, Kirk Herbstreit just said that. You agree with that? Now everybody's hundred percent. Everybody's going to say, "Well, you Big Ten guys, obviously you hold the Rose Bowl in such high regard." I just heard Stephen A. Smith yesterday say they should play the Rose Bowl. In SoFi. Oh. Okay, that was what Stephen A. said yesterday. And it he would, did not say that. Yes, he did. He not. did. Because yeah. of, strictly because of traffic. Yeah, because it's impossible to get in and out of there is what he was saying, which is very real very after real. we experience it. Yeah. But yeah. that field, that stadium, mm-hmm. the vibe, the temperature, it did feel immaculate. Big. You know, it felt big. You, you agree with that. You and Kirk Herbstreit both very loud right now. 1,000%. I mean, there is something about that place, about the stadium, about the sunset, about the mountains, the atmosphere, the right. vibe. Like, the game feels significantly bigger in that environment. Even the game that played right after it, the same significance to go to the national championship, phenomenal atmosphere, phenomenal game. The Superdome is an unbelievable place, and I know it was loud as hell in there. 
but the, it just doesn't feel the same when you're watching it. Like when you are watching the Rose Bowl, you feel, you remember that Vince Young game against mm-hmm. the USC. You remember all those big moments. There's just something special about that place. And I think holding the national championship game there every single year would be very, very fitting for a game that is losing a lot of its, you know, history and tradition in college football. Let's let's hold on to one thing. Yeah, the, keeping the Rose as the granddad, it would remain the granddad. Or grandmommy, yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah. 2023. Right, sure. There's some matriarch families yeah. that run through the grandmommy. Not America, mama. but. You know what I mean? What's that? Hmm? Nana? Nona? Nona? The grand Nona? It's 2024. It's 2024. Yeah, we got families. Oh, jeez, you did that earlier. I thought you were high. Yep. Well, I am. So that could potentially <laughs> be are. the case as well. Go ahead, AJ. Uh, JJ, so Aaron said some things yesterday that went kind of went under the radar for whatever reason. I don't know why, but he talked about that turf uh, out there in the grass at the Rose Bowl. He mentioned the cleats that he feels like players should be wearing. Do you have any input on that and what you think? Like, should guys be – so you'd say, hey, no, you need to be wearing seven-stud screw-ins on this certain field. And what did you, uh, you kind of do when you were playing? Did you change depending on the surface? Uh, yes, I will say that watching this game on TV and seeing the turf kind of come up a little bit, that did not match my experience. The The grass that I played on there, as I stated, oh, no. was hands down the best I've ever mm. seen, I've ever played on. I mean, I literally got down on my hands before the game and was like yeah. feeling it because it was that incredible. Um, Colt McCoy, I was talking to him about it the other day. He's he's played in a couple of Rose Bowls, and he, he concurred with me that that is the best. But when it comes to cleats, it is an extremely important discussion because depending on your position, depending on what you're required to do, there's very, very different feelings from a seven stud to a regular molded cleat to a turf hog that some of the old linemen like to wear the old linemen like the turf hogs because you don't want to get your feet cut caught into the ground so they you know if you get into a bad situation they can slip out and slide from under you as a pass rusher i like the molded a little bit shorter ones because i want that speed you want that ability to turn the corner and gain the edge when you switch to a seven stud which for people that don't know it's a little bit longer it's those screwing cleats that you can definitely get better grip but you do sacrifice a little bit of that speed. It takes you a little bit longer to get the cleat out of the ground as you're trying to turn a corner, or as you're trying to accelerate. So I tried to hold on to the molds as long as I possibly could. The only time I ever wore a seven stub was if we were in a truly, truly bad situation. Um, you know, Jacksonville Stadium sometimes turns the sand a little bit. That that field gets a little sandy. So that one, sometimes you would, or if you're in a really rainy situation. Chicago was eight inches long. Yeah, Chicago is crazy. So nice. Pittsburgh used to be just like spray-painted dirt. They've changed that since then, but yeah. Of course, of course. Everything's better now. Love that. And Major Ruoff. 2024. Yeah, yeah. everything. Well, they play they play a college football game on a Saturday night, and then they'll play a Steelers game on Sunday. Like, that. that's wild, man. Even like, better. It's a billion-dollar business. Even better. High school Whipple championships. Put those on Friday. Ooh. Yeah, that school needs to get a stadium, okay? Get off of our field. Who's that? Pitt. Huh? Tony. Okay. I mean, take a seat. Wow. I have no yeah, allegiances to that school. I mean, get off the field. Where do the Dukes play? Dukes play Arthur J. Rooney Stadium. They play in some parking lot of the street. Yeah. It is a parking lot. It's right above the prison, actually, downtown. And they uh, they put an air bubble over around it in the mm-hmm. winter, and every local soccer team basically plays mm-hmm. in there. That's well. sweet. It's a beautiful field. The Dukes give back to the community yeah. in a big way. It really is the Harvard of Pittsburgh. It, well, if you. it had more grass, it's all cement up there because yeah. it's hard to grow grass on the jail's roof, which is where Duke. Also, Duke don't Kane put that on this. We don't. It's right on top of the prison. Mm. Right. I mean, literally. Yeah. Right on top of it. That's awesome. Yeah. The prisoners on top floor, 
they actually are able to hear some of the lessons that are being taught. Oh, nice. Yeah, at Duquesne. That's where they should play the Rose Bowl. Guys and girls, uh, guys, it's all guys, (laughs) I guess. I wanted to be equal equal there, but it is a male prison, I think. Okay. They actually walk away with doctorate degrees. Yeah, honorary degree after you finish your stint. Because Duquesne's right there on top. Thank you. Learn so much. Thank you for doing that, Duquesne. Love you, Duquesne. Welcome, everyone. Go Dukes. You said something about the Rose Bowl grass not being good from watching on TV. Is that what you said? Because the boys ate it. Yeah, they so good. They actually ate it. They said it was good. There was a lot of slipping, though. Not normal. That's what you were kind of saying? It did appear to be some slippage. did appear to be coming up a little bit. Um, you guys were there. I mean, what, what was it like? It was slippy out there. It was I mean, I, I did, I did see and feel a little slippiness. I, I ran actually right next to the Alabama football team mm-hmm. as they were going into overtime, uh, right next to Coach Saban, and I, my boots were slipping a little bit. It is a little slippy out here. The, uh, I, I have a question because you guys were there, obviously, for the Rose Bowl being at the exact time slot that it is so that we get the perfect sunset, we get yeah. the views. Yeah. Can't oh, change that. San Gabriel's. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Gorgeous. Unbelievable. But it does push the next game way back. Way. I mean, I'm on mountain time, and it was still late when that game ended. East Coast time has to be brutal. Would you rather have the other game first, or do you are you okay with it being so late? I want to see San Gabriel's dancing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I didn't. The question was: Would you rather put the other game before or after the Rose Bowl? Leave the Rose Bowl where it is. I won't see San Gabriel's dance. <laughs> Something in your yep. ears? I don't care. Whatever you know what I mean. Like, what do we even need? The cotton candy guy. Need it? Yeah. What do you What do you want the game to kick the off? The sky at isn't changing. Yeah. All right. All right. The, the Rose Bowl stays. Yeah. Make the, the sugar. Oh, okay. Make, make the sugar one p.m. start. The other one got it. Okay. Before. All right. Before. All right. Kick off ten a.m. All right, like that. kick off 10 a.m., college football playoff. Once again, though, you make it the national championship, it's on its own day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that San Gabriel's day. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a yeah. full, mm-hmm. it's got its own yeah. time slot. They anyway. could yeah. do the you championship the, You get college football. You got you guys with Kirk and the whole crew leading up to it, talking about the lengths. You got the whole thing leading right up to it. It'd be beautiful. What? <laughs> the naysayers, let them all know. <laughs> Let them all know. JJ, I don't know if... That segment had me absolutely <laughs> rolling. Yeah. I saw that thing live. I was up and I was watching it, man, and I was dying. And I was just hoping that there were enough people picking up on that at the moment because it was one of the best segments of television I've seen. So, once again, that's like locker room. Like That's like, uh, you know, I think it's... We need more of it, man. We need, uh, you know, I, I think if everybody really met each other and had an opportunity to listen to each other, uh, how they laugh, how they view things, how they shit talk things, and then just have a little bit of an understanding where people who aren't exactly in your direct circle are coming from and why they're doing that, which is what a football locker room is because you're forced to be around each other. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that shirt on right now. That's like a perfect depiction mm-hmm. of like what football and what the locker room does. And I think everybody gets to see it and remember the Titans, but it's like, that's, I don't want to say we're fighting the same wars today that they fought mm-hmm. on these fields. Yep. Back on this hallowed ground. <laughs> Yo, one of the greatest speeches of all time. Oh, yeah. Shout out to yeah. Denzel Washington. Need more of those speeches yeah. from him. But it's yeah. like, that's a, as it's happening, me, Joey Galloway, Desmond Howard, you know, and Herbie, obviously been in a locker room. Like, as it's, ha- I'm sitting there, like, I don't know if Reese, and when he said, <laughs> when he said, I was so confused because I didn't know what it meant. And then he started to say it, and I started to figure it out. And then I was like, man, 
I don't know if that's the phrase. And then I was when you said it, I was it, I was absolutely lost. JJ, I, lost I was just like thanking God for. Re- I like Reese. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. Reese a lot. Man. I saw him leading right to a. I saw him just driving himself right off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Saw, <laughs> as I'm sitting there, I'm like, we're at the Rose Bowl, you know. And he's like, hang on, hang on. Brand <laughs> Lank, which stands for, and I'm like, oh Reese, this is going to be interesting. Let. Um, he's going right now. How's he going to do this? Are you going to go, no, and then he's going to make me say it? Yeah. In my head? Pat, go ahead. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, what are we? So then whenever he dropped the sigh of relief from my body, I mean, I felt like I had an anxiety ball, like inside of it for him, just like a discomfort. And then when he says naysayers, it's like, oh, my God. Thank God. I almost felt like... That's why I was like, <laughs> interrupted him completely just because of how much I was going through next to him. And then obviously, <laughs> Joey and Dez reacted uh-huh. the way. Oh, man. Joey yeah, got, that was perfect. Huh? Camera crew knowing to pan out, get that full shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To see everybody Zoom reaction out. Yeah. was perfect. Joey having a paper towel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a scene. Lucky to be there. But once again, that's football, baby. Hey, yeah. Yeah. That's, what, that's literally what, what football does. Real life. Yeah. yeah. Lucky to be a part of it. Uh, but it is... I'm very thankful Reese is still a host. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody is mad about it. Right. Because I thought there was a time where ooh, we just lost a good guy. <laughs> good run. We lost a good guy out there. Conman has a question for you, JJ. Yeah, JJ. Heading into week 18, obviously there are some teams, you know, biggest game of the year gearing up. What's the mindset for some of those? And how many games like that did you play in? And then on the opposite side of that, Right now, should I be expecting a lot of, you know, players of the Patriots or the Cardinals to be the, like packing their bags, you know, having everything ready so that when they come home from their game on Sunday, they can just head right to the airport and go to wherever vacation they've been playing for the last couple of months? Yeah, I think uh, I do think you have a little bit of a little bit of both there. You know, on the other side, there, there's some games this weekend that are literally playoff games like you win it and you're in you lose and you're potentially out so it's fascinating from that standpoint where it's it is a true playoff atmosphere you are preparing as hard as you could possibly prepare the hype the build-up is all very real uh unfortunately i've also been on the flip side of that where there is literally nothing to play for and it is pure pride and it is pure uh just going out there and trying to play the best you can uh, absolutely. There are some guys with the keys in the ignition of the car ready to go. They have their lockers packed up. Everything is all set. Uh, they have their plane uh, tickets booked. Everything is ready to go out the door. Um, but there's still, at the end of the day, you are still a competitor. At the end of the day, you are still at the core an athlete, somebody who wants to go out there and win. I think Vrabel had uh, obviously the great press conference this week, like, when you step onto a football field, you go across those white lines. It doesn't matter what the record is. You want to put on a good performance. You want to win. Um, you guys have talked about it a little bit. There's incentives that guys are playing for. There's different things. So um, at the end of the day, you still want to go out there and you want to win football games. Fascinated to see what some of the teams that have already locked up first place are going to do, like the Ravens, obviously. Lamar, is he going to sit? Are you going to sit more of your guys? That's always a fascinating discussion and conversation. Uh, to see how teams handle that and then to see how it pans out for them. Patrick Mahomes will be resting. Blaine Gabbert will be playing for the Kansas City Chiefs as they've locked in the number three seed. Joe Flacco is also sitting out. Joe Flacco's resting, going back to the couch for a night. Mm-hmm. Smart. Kind of keep nice. that perspective and the hunger alive for Joey Flack. What a story he has become. You mentioned something there about Week 18 and incentives, and I think Flack's got a few. D-Bud has a question for I think you. Chris Jones might, too. Oh, yeah. 1.5 million. Yeah, that's a big one. Uh, 
Uh, you have any experience with that, JJ? Week 17, week 18, out there chasing in the centers, probably a couple million on the line? I actually I had I actually had a funny situation. So I didn't in, in my second contract, but the one here in Arizona, um, I did have like a number of sacks gets you this or that. Um, but I was under the impression that it was a – I had to do something in year one to get year two's incentives to trigger – uh, something, something like that. So I, I assumed I didn't have any incentives in my last year. Um, so I was just going out there and playing and I got, I got 12 and a half sacks and my agent was like, congrats, man. That's like, I think it was, it was either one or 2 million. And he was like, congrats, dude, you locked that up. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, you, you hit your incentive. And I was like, no, I, I didn't get it. I, I didn't lock in the last year. He's like, no, you absolutely got it. Congratulations. You got $2 million. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. What a day. What a <laughs> such day. A, wow. It was such a nice little treat. How about so, people yeah, find – have some experience. People find 20 bucks in their jeans yeah. after it uh, comes yeah. out of the wash. Or whatever. I got 20 bucks. This guy comes off the field. You just got $2 million. Excuse me. Whoa. Excuse How? Me? Okay. I have one on the other side. Oh no. Oh no. Maybe you should use some of that. He early in his career. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. We're back, back, back. All right. Connor Barwin early in his career, he apparently had a playing time incentive oh, no. uh, where it was like the percentage of snaps. Mm-hmm. And he got taken out of the game two snaps shy of it, but he didn't like I guess oh. he didn't know. Nobody oh. knew. The coach didn't know. Uh, Missed out on one one point two. They Missed knew. out on one point two for two snaps. Hey, you said that nobody knew. They, they knew. They I, that's like I can't remember snap. the story exactly, so I don't want to tell it wrong, especially because I don't want. Like, they should have given it. But but I, I, the D line coach is Bill Kolar is my D line coach for a long time, one of my best friends, and to this day he talks about how sick he feels about it because he tr- I truly believe he didn't know. Oh, got it, um, got but, it. But nobody told Connor either on his way out. You know, he's played two more plays. D line yeah. coach didn't know. I, tr- I trust D line. Yeah, head coach, though, definitely. Agent? GM, definitely having conversation yeah. with head coach. Con- Connor Barwin still in the front office, Philly? Yeah, he does. He still does stuff up there. He does uh, a lot of charitable stuff. He also is a partial owner of an Italian basketball team. Oh, so. Roma? Hey, he's he's freak athlete, right, Connor? Yeah. Yeah, he, he. I believe he played a little hoops at Cincinnati also on top of football. Yeah. Absolute dog. I'm a huge fan of yeah. Connor Barwin, old Big East. Oh, yeah, he was a freak show. Yeah. He, yeah, he was. And just, he had that Max Crosby-like energy. Yeah. Yep. He did. You know, yeah. it just never, ever stopped. I'm happy we're having a full-on conversation about it. <laughs> hey, way to go, guys. Way to go, Connor. You did it, pal. Uh, Connor has a question for you, JJ. Yeah, JJ, another situation that's kind of come to the end, if you will, hopefully for, you know, him himself not for us uh david tepper uh he, he had a little bit of a meltdown you could say uh at the jags game have you ever seen something along those lines uh and also what what do you do if you're a player and maybe you know they they have to fine you for doing something and david tepper's the one telling you hey you can't. hold on hold on though i just saw something who's wearing the crowns in there crown you see the crowns oh yeah there's a couple crowned look in the front row here I think Brown. it's New Year's oh, stuff. Isn't that New Year's stuff? Oh, okay. oh yeah. You know, oh. Right. Or maybe they just won a pageant. Maybe. Congratulations. Maybe, they're maybe, they're maybe they just came from Burger King. That could have been it, too. Maybe Tepper. Have it your way. I don't know if those are Burger King crowns. Could be. Those look like legit. Those look like real crowns. What if Tepper dubs one person every single time he's in the suite like, hey. You're the queen. You're the queen today. <laughs> I'm the king. Like. Everybody knows mm-hmm. that. Wait, Charlotte is the queen city. 
So it would make sense. Oh, playing in Jacksonville. Yeah, but take a queen down there. With yeah, yeah. yeah. you're bringing, travel, the, bringing the queen yeah, city with you. bringing the queen city, too. Oh. But anyways, back to the question. Mm. Fascinating situation. Fascinating it situation. Because uh, on one hand, as a pure fan of the sport, fan of entertainment, fan of the fact that this is all an entertainment business, wildly entertaining. I mean, that is yeah. like, it's dramatic. It's entertaining. Guys showing some passion, showing some fire, showing some energy. I like that. Uh, but on the flip side of that, I also know what would happen if a fan did that or if a player did something mm-hmm. similar, like your fans getting kicked out, probably never let back in the stadium. Uh, player definitely getting fined, possibly worse. Um, so he got fined. He got, he got fined. Uh, I think it was the equivalent of about 35 cents for anybody else. But, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you can't say. Like, guys, just because he's worth $20 billion, what, so you want to fine him a billion dollars? Like. You can't do that because in the NFL, you got to go to a percentage-based fine system on players. <laughs> and if I got a ref in the passer penalty, that would would really hurt. Uh, so I don't want that. But uh, I don't know. It's like, you tell me. They're finding Jalen Warren, $49,000 uh, for blocking a guy uh, in the chest coming through the A-gap. And obviously, we combated that with a couple other plays as well. $300,000. So you're saying six blocks yeah you're right i didn't think about it like that i didn't think about it like that you're saying six six blocks, blocks uh-huh. is okay for an owner to toss huh. interesting hmm. interesting move here i i gotta i gotta think uh i'm not thinking twice about tossing another drink if it's only that you know i mean it's might just toss another one out there. What if What if he does do the Stone Cold Steve Austin cheers to himself, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> next game picks him up again. We're having a $2 million <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Bang! Just is, holds uh, up a picture of the check. He just snaps the check right at the screen. Two has a briefcase. He, mm-hmm. So we got cups. Oh, mm-hmm. right, he's opening the briefcase to Rod, with Roger Goodell's face on some of the money. He say, take that, Rog. Is that what you want, Rog? This guy is a character, though, to your point. He speaks at a In reading point. his yeah. like uh statement, uh I don't I didn't there wasn't really an apology in there, but it was no, a no. statement. Um I I, I am, would love to know what the person said. Go ahead, go ahead. I am deeply passionate about this team and regret my behavior on Sunday. I should have let NFL Stadium Security handle any <laughs> issues that arose. I respect the NFL's code of conduct and accept the league's discipline for my behavior. We're moving on. I would like nice. I would like to point out the I should have let NFL Stadium Security handle any issues that arose. That is him saying somebody said some crazy shit to me. I responded appropriately. So I want to know what the hell that person said. That would be great to hear the other end of the story. I'm sure there has to be cameras somewhere that will catch the audio. We'll find it. Or AI will just create it. You know, and then we'll never actually know what the truth is. Or you just make up a story and then, like, let people run with it. And then you go back and retract it later and say, sorry, that actually wasn't a real story. But then everybody already believes it's a real story. So that's how most of the world works. Okay, you said you didn't want to dive into. Yeah, I thought you You said we weren't going to do that type of stuff. I didn't know anything about that list. Craig Ferguson. I I thought that's what this show was. I thought that's the whole. Don't be a pig, JJ. JJ. (laughs) Don't be disgusting. (laughs) Okay. That's the internet. Big pops out of JJ, huh? Big (laughs) pops. JJ really cracking himself up. Well, well, well. Great to see you. Um, I'm excited to see this Tepper thing yeah. continue. Mm-hmm. I am. You know, because like Snyder was the guy for a long time. 
Oh, the NFL lets doofuses run teams. You see what's going on in Washington? They got a bad guy who is dumb. Has been alleged by every human. A lot of people are saying that. It's been alleged. I'm not creating this narrative that has been out there for a long time. They kind of force him to say, I'll see you later. You're going to get out of here finally after years and years of us thinking they're going to do that. And then Tepper's like, oh. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. I'm coming right on it. I'm filing bankruptcy on a town. I'm not. You, you're not holding up your side. I will do it. Throwing drinks on people, bringing in the coach, taking their soul and their happiness. Tepper's like, I'm here all day, too. Mm-hmm. I'm the second richest one in this league. They ain't never running me out of here. <laughs> this is my time now. And they have 50 people in the stands for a couple games. Brutal. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to go. I, I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, Diggs has a question for you, JJ. Yeah, JJ, first and foremost, congratulations. Uh, I'm not sure if you know this. TJ was voted uh, MVP of the the Steelers. Uh, so congratulations for that. Not sure if you've ever yeah. won one of those. Um, a Steelers MVP? Never, JJ. Yeah, no, I, I haven't. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's got you on that one. Still uh, time. Yeah, there is still time. Um, but whoa, just that whoa. team, in, that team in general. I mean, you were on plenty of Texans teams where you guys had to go down to the third string quarterback and end up making the playoffs in those situations. Like it feels like just a completely different team than two weeks ago. Now that Mason's starting, what are your thoughts just in general on that whole situation? It is a fascinating situation, um, especially obviously as Kenny gets healthier and healthier. It's just from a fan perspective, it's fun. It's fascinating to watch because you start to think about it. But I mean, I, I don't, when the way Mason's played the last two weeks, the way the offense has kind of gone out there and performed the last two weeks, I, I don't blame them whatsoever. You got to ride that hot hand and see, see where it takes you here. I mean, they truly have put up a couple great performances. I think I saw their. Offensive output last week was the best since like 2018 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, before so uh, back you got it. Yeah, so you got to keep you got to keep rolling with that, um, and just it does seem to be a little more loose, a little more free, um, especially than the last couple weeks. Um, so it's it's fun to watch. I mean, as a fan, obviously I watch every Steelers game because of TJ, and um, to see them putting up points and getting up into the 30s is uh, fun. Is enjoyable. Yeah. 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 yeah watch, cool. yeah. watch George Pickens do George Pickens mm-hmm. stuff as mm-hmm. opposed to George Pickens interviews being the topic of conversation about George Pickens. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And fun. I do feel like it, it is. It, it, you also have to put yourself in Kenny's shoes there and, and mm-hmm. think like, you know, that old, old adage, like some coaches have it, some coaches don't, where they say, you know, a guy can't lose his job to injury. Um, not saying that he lost his job for good by any stretch. They obviously have conversations this offseason there but like Kenny's done everything right Kenny's done everything right by all accounts is an unbelievable guy unbelievable teammate and everything so you put yourself in his shoes it does have to be a little bit tough to to sit there and and not be able Mm -hmm. to go out there and perform and do the things you want to do um but as a like like I said if I'm Tomlin and I'm sitting in that room you just gotta ride sorry about it I think it's what they're saying to Kenny and Mason Rudolph is thanking his Lord and Savior every single day for another mm-hmm. opportunity, legitimately. Yep. Think about those couple years for Mason Rudolph when people in Pittsburgh used to get upset when his name was mentioned to play football mm-hmm. for the Pittsburgh Steelers mm-hmm. because of how bad he was at the beginning of his career for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then obviously the Miles situation takes place on public, very public primetime yep. game. Mm-hmm. Then there's off-season stories about him you know, potentially dating a celebrity and people in Pittsburgh after the bad football mm. and what they've heard. And then that guy is phenomenal. <laughs> so Absolutely good at football. And Mason Rudolph's putting it out there to him and not scared of it, which is awesome with the new offense coordinator. And that is a big-time play for them that was – kind of profiled by the inside the NFL mm-hmm. mic'd up situation where Mike Tomlin told him, let's do it. And Bill Hall- Hillgrove, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers commentator, was like, 
99% chance of running a ball there, and they throw it instead, sounding like Myron Cope. It feels like a much funner atmosphere. It feels good. So whenever Kenny has any negativity, it's hard not to just be like, Kenny, life's good right now. This is what everybody's working for. But personally, it has to be pretty difficult for him. We love you, Kenny. We do. Mm-hmm. Keep going, yeah. Kenny. Love, Kenny. Absolutely. And welcome back, Mason. Yeah. yeah. Good for you. He had some tough days. Oh, there. yeah. No face mask. Tough. Well, yeah. Man. So many memes. So, so many, many things said about him. Oh, jeez. The worst things, too. They're terrible. Yeah. Not so as bad as things that were said yesterday, well, I mean, but. He, right. He, well, you know, you never know. We might have to check the tape. He stunk, though. With new information becomes new opinions. He's, he doesn't stink anymore. He doesn't stink anymore. Mm-hmm. Guy's pretty good. Currently playing really good. Is he. One of the top in the league right now. Do I need to be honest or do I need to, you know, not be honest? Yeah. Future of the team. You tell me, Cowboy. I like being honest. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know if a lot of people would say that to watch the show. Hmm? You have that maybe voice thing that you do when you just blatantly lie. I don't know if that's being dishonest. Disingenuous for sure. There it is. Tone, tone. Today, today, who's who's the starting quarterback opening day next year? Uh, probably, Probably no one on the roster. Well, what about Mason Rudolph? What do we well, even t- well, who, well, who is it then? Michael Penix. Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Kirk Cousins. All great options. Joey Flacco. Flacco. Joe Flacco. That, Joe, Joe Flacco, Flacco should compete, complete the division. Maybe Joe Flacco. I mean, you tell me, JJ. <laughs> just, just round circle the whole division. Yeah. That would be incredible. Who do you think, JJ? Who do you think is quarterback for the season? I, I truly don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated. I don't know by either. Like the, the, Zach these are the types of things that – these are the type of discussions and things that like make you happy that you don't have to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that if I'm if I'm in a GM chair and I'm looking at the quarterback position in the National Football League, I do tend to look for the youngest, cheapest option in hopes that I can build a contender around that, as opposed to a guy that's getting close to a second contract. Because no matter what, that second quarterback contract in the NFL is a big, big, big number. And unless you are 100 percent sure you have your guy and you know he's going to be your guy. That number will cripple you if you give it to the wrong guy. And also, you can find your guy guy by building up a great team around him. You know, if you spend so much money whenever you still don't know if the person's the guy, well, the team's never going to be able to give you an answer mm-hmm. on if you know if the guy's a guy because they're probably going to be crop because you can't afford anybody. You got to leverage and hemorrhage cash from one particular part of your team to pay this other part. And this part better be able to win games by themselves then. Because this whole part is being left behind. It's a tough decision to make. And there's two different models, you know? There's two different models. You're going to pay a guy, and that guy is going to be able to carry your team and make bad players good mm-hmm. and be able to win games alongside the coaching and scheming and everything like that. Or you're going to build a team, and you're going to need somebody to outperform their actual value, like what Brock Purdy's doing, mm-hmm. like what Jared Goff mm-hmm. did at L.A., like what Russell Wilson did whenever he was at Seattle with the Legion of Boom and everything that was around him whenever they were having their success. There's numerous accounts of that happening. It's just can you pull the trigger on that or not whenever you're due to pay somebody and decide to your fan base, we're going with a question mark next year. That is the tough decision to make at the time, especially in April mm-hmm. or May, what? when those are the only headlines that are really coming out of anywhere. If I were a betting man, though, and I am, uh, and I know the Steelers organization, Kenny will be the starter uh, week one next year. Um, Connor said it many times. We are just one year behind the Patriots yeah. right now. So this is year three for Mac. They gave him one more year. Didn't work out. 
We'll see how it goes next year for Steelers. What are you guys doing a quarterback next year? I mean, I don't care because all I know is Joe freaking Alt is going to be blocking for him, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Ty has a question for you, JJ. Yeah, JJ, let's stay in that division. Uh, a couple weeks ago, you were talking about Lamar and how basically every GM in the NFL who came out and said, hey, we, we don't even want to start this conversation about him coming here was a moron. You were absolutely right. They trounced the Dolphins last week. Um, but what do you think about, like, the, the line has moved towards the Steelers because everyone assumes that the Ravens, having already clinched, are going to just bench a bunch of guys. Is the whole uh, conversation around, like, the potentially getting two, almost three weeks off going into the playoffs and, like, starting that first playoff game with a bunch of rust and maybe putting yourselves in a bad position, is that – all bullshit or like how do you feel about like if you're in that position would you want that extra week's rest or extra couple weeks rest going into the playoffs i do wish i had experience in this category you <laughs> uh, wish that i was able to give you a first-hand experience of it but i don't so i look at it from other people's perspectives and i try and study situations from the past and one of the things i look back on is all the brady years and the, the years that they locked it up early and i believe that tom played i I believe i didn't actually go back and look at it because that's a lot of research and i'm i'm just a guy um so we're gonna put more misinformation out thanks jj there's the breaking news um but also on the flip side of that like i I mean i heard aaron talking about it yesterday and he's he's absolutely right that you're in a no-win situation as a coach there because you put your guys out there because you don't want rust and then one of your guys get hurt and people call you a moron you don't put your guys out there and they're rusty in the first playoff game. Now you're a moron for not playing them. It's it's such a it's such a gamble there. And I think if you're on the conservative side of things, you have to sit them out just because then you're taking away any ounce of risk whatsoever. Um, the Ravens, I believe, two years ago didn't play them in the last game and then struggled in the playoffs. So does that weigh in their mind at all? I don't know. I I would personally, if it's up to me, with how injuries and everything. I mean, you look at Bradley Chubb, you look at some of these situations late in games, like I, I, I'd rest them. I, I'd rest them, let them rest, have some hard practices, you know, make sure that they're staying in shape, but I rest them. Well, it's 90% luck, 20%, 20% skill, 55% concentration, concentration. 5% pleasure, 50% pain, Yep, and 100% reason to remember the name. Hell yeah! Nailed. I just felt like we we did we just weren't into a movie right now. Yeah, I got chills. You see? Oh, me too. I got chills. Huh? GBs, dude. Wow. Goosebumps. Yep. yep, that's right. Wow. Holy! Wow! You're made already. It's only I mean, what a third. What a song! What a song! Attitude <laughs> does reflect leadership, a, Captain. Yeah, you're damn right. Boom! Yeah. You're damn right. You put a little slow motion behind that. Oh, as that song was being sung. Oh man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Maybe sing it again, and then you and AJ can do some slow motion stuff. Uh, gotta love it when your whole life is documented, man. You definitely make some mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about that before the show. Hey, did you hear that about? Yeah. I, I don't like to, uh, you know, talk too much drama, but front of the program, I think at least, I think he would say the same. Travis Kelsey's people came out. Have you heard about this? And they're like a little bit worried about overexposure right now. And now, mm-hmm. JJ, you had a run. Hey, you had a run where you were on everything, and then you just disappeared from that. Was that a conscious decision that you had to make, or like? Yeah, real no, life I mean, I, I definitely no, I, I definitely had a time of overexposure. There's no doubt, and there there's no handbook for it. There's no uh, 
nobody can like as you're as you're coming up and coming out of college and, and going into the NFL and making that transition, nobody hands you a, a book and says, Hey, you're gonna be rich and famous. Here's what you do. Like here's how like for me, especially as a defensive lineman and defensive guy in general, there weren't a lot of defensive guys getting national commercials. There weren't a lot of defensive guys getting some of the opportunities that I had. So we were kind of navigating these waters and trying to figure it out. And I mean, people are throwing absurd amounts of money at you for commercial opportunities, for endorsements, for things. And you've never experienced it all before. And you're, you're a small town kid from Wisconsin. Like, I'm literally looking at these numbers and I'm thinking about my buddy back home who's a plumber. And I'm like, yeah. that guy would work 10 years for this number. Why would I not do it for this two hours? I'm stuff? JJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm, so I go out there and I do all this stuff. And then all of a sudden you're on NFL season comes around and there's 16 commercials with you on them. And people are like, I'm so sick of this guy. I'm, and that was kind of when Twitter was still a little bit early. It was, it was still coming around. So I'm reading everything. And now all of a sudden people are like, I'm sick of this guy. I want him off. And I don't, I don't know how to emotionally and properly handle that. So I'm starting to figure out like, oh man, the world hates me. Like they don't like me. Uh, So I got to back this down. And then obviously we had a whole thing with, you know, big cat and barstool and those guys start, which again, I will always say part of that is absolutely justified. Like I, I was, I was a little bit too captain america i was a little bit too like try and be perfect and try and do everything exactly the right way and i did need to be checked a little bit on that and i do appreciate that did it maybe go a little bit too far maybe but i consciously i consciously brought it back i consciously reeled it back and said like okay i gotta i gotta reanalyze this i gotta refigure all this out um and just it all comes down to being natural being authentic being natural being authentic being real being who you are and sometimes it's very hard to do that because if you are more vulnerable that way. And you also don't realize, like, everybody knows you think about yourself more than anybody else in the entire world thinks about you. So I always, like, these people are thinking about this. These people are thinking about that. But in reality, nobody cares, man. And there was just a time where a lot of people did care. And they made their thoughts very clear and very real. And so um, it was a learning experience for me. And I'm going to make a lot more mistakes in the future. But, yes, overexposure and putting yourself out there can certainly make yourself vulnerable. But as long as you're being real and being who you are, let's be honest, 99.99% of the people ain't turned down those checks, ain't turned down those endorsements, ain't wow. turned down those opportunities. Wow. So. Yeah. Uh, hey, JJ. That was awesome, bro. Yeah. yeah, that was sick. That was really cool. Thank you for doing that. Especially as we kind of go off the air on this glorious Trenches Wednesday. We'll continue on YouTube and ESPN+. Plus. That was a phenomenal answer. Mm-hmm. We're dancing uh, with being OD'd on overexposure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're flying too close to the sun right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Way too up. close. <laughs> yeah, every single... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did that look bad? People love a success story. Like, the thing I've learned, I mean, I follow it with other athletes with everybody. People love a success story. But then there comes a point where they love to see it crash. That's right. And then they love a comeback story also. Ah. Damn. I mean, not so a bad close. ending. Not a bad. I tried. I tried. I, I heard it. I couldn't time it up right. I think he did kind of, though. Like, I it was he, in. Yeah. I think yeah, that's perfect. Love then. to see it crash, yeah. and then there's music, and then yep. it's over. Maybe the most. If comeback story wasn't at the end, too. Comeback story, come back tomorrow. Yeah, I think comeback story got cut off. Uh, I do believe. I think it was just the crash thing, which is pretty poetic because yeah. everything that's kind of going on uh-huh. with our particular program right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fire in the hole! Yeah. Oh, my God! How, 
how are you? How, are, how do you handle it? Let's hear Let's hear your perspective. How do you handle it all? How do you feel about it all? Like, how do you go about it? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm muting people at an all-pro level right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm, I'm muting. Division one. Bro, I, I am. I'm a D1 muter and blocker <laughs> yeah. at this standpoint. Because I'm on there. I have to be on there. I have to mm-hmm. see everything that's going on. You know, like, I have to... I have to be on the, there's people in the TV and internet world or entertainment world that are like, you can't go on the internet, you know, it'll kill you or whatever. It's like, well, how the fuck do you know what's going on? Mm-hmm. How, do you, how do you have, <laughs> how do you, how, what do we, how do you have any Most idea? Most people always blow my mind. I'm like, okay, so you just want me to be what am I doing? a moron? Like, I'm not going to know anything that's happening in the entire world? So am I Amish all of a sudden? What, what, yeah. I, I don't yeah. understand. What do, and I'm waiting for the five o'clock news to tell me what, what am I, how do I... <laughs> So with the way it's all set up, obviously, the way the apps are set up, have to be on there. And then, like, notifications, like, there's people that send in really good shit for us to look at. Yes. Like, for instance, I learned a Luke Littler. Oh, my God. Oh, baby. From somebody that sent uh, me a post. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Hey, buddy, I don't know if Burnley is thinking about starting a professional dart team over there. Think about should. it. But I know the first pick that I'll make it yeah. if I'm Tyler from Dude Perfect mm-hmm. or JJ Hwad. This was to send them to the finals of the World Dart Championship right. at the Alexandra Palace in London. This dude's 16 years mm-hmm. old over there. An absolute sensation just beating the hell out of this cross guy Ooh. who goes triple, triple. Ooh. Oh, missed a little They're bit. They're so good. What- which one is 16 yeah, years old? Right yeah. This uh, purple. one, purple. purple. Not the one purple. who's completely that bald guy right 16. Here? Boom. Boom. That's it. I mean, okay. He did it. He's done it. He's 16. That guy's 16 years old. And, you know, whenever you sure. win in front of that rompous crowd, which we are certainly going to be a part of at some point in our life, and then you tell Cross, hey, good game, and Cross wants to suck on your ear a little bit. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> okay, look, and then he says, look, this 16-year-old's really good. Hey, look at this guy. He says, and Lillard's like, yeah, let me go see my family at least or something. Keep playing it, please. Keep playing it, please. Keep playing it. He, sh- he stops him again. What the? He stops him again. Oh, what? Let Littler live, Cross. Let him live. Let Littler live, Cross. Okay, so. Did he pat him down? He'd be on the list. Basically, he's trying to grab that, grab a hold. Dart's known for the best sportsmanship or something. in all of sports. I understand the sportsmanship has to be real, but I think what the case is, is Cross just lost to a 16-year-old in front yeah. of everybody, and he's like, I want to let the world know that I have yeah. massive respect for him. Yep. Just in case you didn't see me sucking on his ear first time. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to get a round of applause for you guys, I'm going to suck on his ear Stop one more time. in there. And let him know what's going on, you know. So I think that's what Cross is doing. We appreciate your hum- humility, Cross, but we know that Luke Littler's a dog. Yeah, he's only sixteen, Kai. Yeah, a lot of people over there are actually saying, like, look at this pudgy little fucker. He's not sixteen. He's about thirty-five. I see all the fucking facial hair. And to that, I say, fuck off, wanker. Okay, Luke Littler is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> To the, the great nation of London in its entire existence. England, London. You understand what I mean, a, a JJ, AJ, both of you. Both of you can fuck off, actually. All right? Let what? this man have a fucking pint when he wins today. No. I know he's only 16. No, no he's actually, we have a clip. He was uh, asked about not being able to enjoy a pint. Although I think some parts of Europe you could at the age of 16. In England, it's not until 18, apparently. Here is Luke Littler getting interviewed about how he's going to celebrate this massive win, historic win, legendary win. You can't drink. You can't vote. You Bye. can't bet. You can't drive a car yet. Well, how, how do you celebrate as a 16-year-old when you perform like that on the Ali Pali stage? What are you going to do? 
um, probably just treat myself to a kebab. <laughs> get, myself, get myself some bottles of Coke, bottles of Fanta. And um, probably treat myself to some more vapes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's get himself some uh, more vapes. Uh, he's going to have a couple <laughs> bottle of Fanta, I believe, a yeah. Coke, and a kebab. Yeah. I believe is yeah. what he's going to do. Luke Littler is a weapon. Yeah, he's a dog. I mean, I, I, uh, I said it before, I'm questioning, you know, what kind of vape? Does he jewel? Does he use one of these other things? But it just hit me. I, I'm just glad that they call them vapes and not what they call them, zigs. Uh, thank God that they're at least transitioning into the next era of smoking in the right way. Yeah, he's talking about a nickname for cigarettes over there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different uses of uh, the English language between us and them. I found that out whenever I was with the WWE. Sure. The world finds out about oh, it every yeah. once in a while whenever there's a British meme that makes its way over to England, mm-hmm. or to America. That's certainly something, but I didn't know you can vape at 16 over there. Oh, you can vape. If they have, if you have a mouth and you want nicotine, they will find a way to give you a vape because, I mean, there's a lot of conspiracies and I don't want to go into it too much. Not but, on this day. But I know. On no. this day. <laughs> yeah. I, I see clearly. That China is making all the vapes. That is what they're saying. All right. Here we go. That people yeah. are seeing, seeing how clearly. This is yeah, this I'm exactly just where we were. That's what's being said. So Let's I'm get just, back to Luke Littler. Yes. Personally, I enjoy I that he uh, uses a toothbrush seemingly to brush his teeth and not a pile of rocks like most British people. That's a good point. That's old. That's from the Austin Powers. I think He's got a beard coming in there. He yeah. does have a beard coming in. 16. Uh, Phil. See if yeah. Phil. Yeah. He got a beard in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So the guy he's playing for the championship tonight beat him. Humphreys? You mean Humphreys? Before he said, yeah, I was 12 years old. I let him win. <laughs> wow. He's got a chance to be the next Van Gerwen. He does. So Luke Littler has played six games uh, to get to this point, has beat four seeded players, including two former world champions. Oh, no big deal. So his road here hmm. to the finals has not been easy at the Alexander Palace. He's going to take it home, too. Feels like this is the beginning of something. We might be in the middle of watching the Littler dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. Take off in London. Look out. And that's something we need to appreciate, AJ. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think he has sustained success in his genes? you think it's going to Whoa. Happen? Yeah. What, in his genes? What's so funny, AQ? What is so funny? I just What's loved so funny, AQ? AQ? I loved AJ's answer right there. Like He, he wanted no part of answering that for a second. <laughs> Zero part. Littler's kind of cheating also, too, because all the other players are bombed out of their mind like they're hammered. That's not true. They are not. That is not the true. disrespect yeah. darts. Dar- did you they see that crowd? Them, you think that crowd showed up for a bunch of drunks? I love darts. darts. I love darts, and no one respects it more than me. I have. That's you know, not true. Hmm? That's not true. Definitely not. That's not, not true. even close. Yeah. Also, no. like, JJ, JJ, I will take it from... No. I'll take it from these uh, other guys. I don't fucking need it from you right now, okay? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Why am I on it? Because I thought we were friends. Well, you're all of a sudden a dart connoisseur. Hmm. Well, you Where should have heard about fantasy from? football. Uh, Dogecoin. I'm sorry. Do you have a dart machine in your basement? Oh! That is real. Tone does. He does. Fun. Joke's on you. I don't have a basement. Oh! It's in the desert. Bitch. Sorry, I don't live in a compound. Oh! True. Uh, You've made space. He certainly has room to throw darts, but you do appreciate a good dart game. Yeah, I mean, I grew up. We grew up on it. I mean, Nick's house. We always pregame playing darts. Um, and I saw cork or plastic. Cork, cork or plastic. Cork. Got plastic at Got plastic at house now. Uh-huh. Yeah. A little different. Wait, what? For what? He's got babies. He's you got have babies. a plastic in your basement? Child. Oh, I'm sorry. Baby. Have you ever seen a dart machine at a bar being cork? If you find one, send it to me. I'll get it. Eat your shorts. Eat your shorts. This wow. isn't wow. plastic. This isn't camp. A- this isn't camp on a wanna, JJ. Okay, we hold you in our hearts, and when we think about you, it makes me wanna fart. This thing came apart. Oh, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Shout out donkey lips. They're taking shrapnel. I have a friend from Ohio. Okay. Centerville, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Who's a professional dart player. Okay. And by professional, he goes to the tournaments every weekend. Ooh. And the reason why I know that those people aren't hammered is because he is the only one hammered <laughs> at these oh, tournaments. That's where I go. Yeah, he makes it to the semifinals, just one game away from a big bag. And he's upset that he's the only one who's drunk. Yeah. Everybody's supposed to be drunk. It turns out the sober guys, they do beat him mm-hmm. because they uh, they can see a little bit clearer. Yeah, seen it firsthand. But he's not he's not playing dart sober. He said no, no way. So no. just never going to change it. We're talking thousands of what dollars. Would, what would be the best PED for darts? Got to be Adderall, right? Mm. Or those? What's the uh, the best the thing that actors take and sometimes when they perform the blocks that are anxiety adrenochrome? What's that called? Well, that too. The best PED for but darts yeah. is being curious and not judgmental. Everybody knows. Allegedly. That. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, what did you say, Dix? The best is being curious and not judgmental. That's the best PD for darts. Yeah, I think you're right. Littler also is at a disadvantage because, sure, they might be drunk, but he's got, you know, a grandfather clock hanging between his legs. So you're talking about balance. I, I did see that. You're talking about or, leaning forward, yeah. leaning back. You're well, talking about his, actually, his podge. A big part of, the, a big part of darts is, is how... It's a 16-year-old kid. He's a dog, dude. Yeah. dog. You just kind of... Good luck to him. Hey, good luck, Luke. Keep going, Luke. Yeah, we might, we might want to skip past that one. Good job. Well, if you've got a good lean, got good lean. that's a big part of it. Came out with three shoes on. Need Use it like the kickstand. Need that. Yep. Need Jeez. to get up there. Put 20% of his weight on there so yeah. it keeps him fresh. Yeah. Need to get, there's no rules. They've never had to make rules before. Luke Miller's yeah. changed it again. Now they do. They, uh, Tripod. And we'll see what the other competitors uh, say after this run. Right. But if he's winning at 16... Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's, he's messy. He's he is messy. How's it work, he's though? When, when's your prime in, dart, in the dart world? What's your, is it like tennis where your prime is the next late 40, 40 late 30s? Yeah. yeah, I think he can play until he's 70. This is golf. This How is like, often is this tournament? Every once year. Once a year. It's the world dart every year. championship. Yeah. This is the Super Bowl. Every year? Yeah, every year. Man, I thought it was like the World Cup. Van Gerwen was like every year. Uh, early 30s, so that's where I would... He's got nothing but time. 14 years to yeah. his prime. Well, if he keeps smoking those vapes, he might, you know, run into a couple That's problems. What are they, those are saying, highly addictive. They love, yeah, you should not do that. I yeah. saw a commercial where a uh, girl, I believe she was in high school, she missed her high school basketball team's bus because she couldn't find her vape in her locker room. Then she was sitting on the on the bus bench. I'm very like, happy that we weren't during the high school oh. generation of that whole thing. Oh, boy. Was Me that too. Not really the vapes fault, but yeah. Well, it is. <laughs> Have you not seen you the commercial? could have got on the bus. She could have gone on the, the commercial. Oh, guess we know what happened to people at Centerville if they missed the bus and AJ was on the team. Uh, he was not happy about it. It seems like there needs to be a little accountability. Kids, you need to stop vaping. They do. Okay? It's stop vaping. Go back it, to SIGs. But if vaping... Amen, brother. Don't do that. Don't do any of that. Once again, we are joking. This is not real life. If vaping, though? Say no to drugs. I disagree with all statements being made. Well, that's why well, we have that for thing. The one, except for the one where you, you do you, you, you do tell them to stop vaping. Mm-hmm. I agree with that statement. And six. Yeah, it'll turn your teeth yellow like British people. <laughs> Jeez. Got a real yeah, hard on with this on, on neck. Yeah, you're really mad <laughs> about the teeth thing. You watch Austin Powers too much. I respect you know? good teeth. JJ, you have great teeth. Yeah, paid a lot of money for them. Oh, they're fake? Paid a lot you of money for fake teeth? Oh, yeah. You got yeah, top yeah. and bottom? How is it? Does it hurt? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it it didn't hurt, no, but it was uh, 
there's definitely an uncomfortability for about a week or so as you get used to it. So what happened? You just had a lisp too because they changed the way your teeth formation is, or what happened? Uh, a little bit. I did a little bit at the beginning, yeah, but then you learn and figure it all out. It's it's fascinating. You close your process. mouth. I, I, Some people we can't close their mouth anymore. You can close your mouth. Yours look good and natural. Thanks. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, I think like uh, people can definitely tell, but I don't care. I was like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I, think I brought no. it up. I, I've I never known. Know. I had no idea. Because no they, they got a oh. shape too. They got like real shape to it as well. I feel like that was probably on purpose, if I had to guess. We had uh, we had a guy on our team down here uh, who who had him, and I always told him, I was like, dude, you got. I've never seen a smile that good in my life. And he was like, yeah, this is the guy. And I was like, oh, I would like to go to that guy, and I did. How long have you had that set right there, Grill? Uh, just over a year. They look good. Do you, have to, br- do you have to brush them still, or no? yeah, they always Thank white. Yeah. They always white. Yeah, no, you gotta treat you gotta treat them just like real teeth. That's bullshit. Did you, have, uh, you didn't have them when you played. I had them. I had them. Yeah, I think I had them last season. Yeah, I had them last season. What I, it doesn't what like literally. I can eat anything. I can do anything. Apples like it's not, there's literally gum. I can apples. Apple corn in the cob. Yeah, I, anything. What happens if you get something in between your teeth and you rub too hard? It'll pop out. No, floss. You, you floss, you brush your teeth, you do everything you just like normal. Floss? I mean, can you get cavities? Very expensive. How long do you live? I'm not, I'm not saying it's not expensive. I mean, he, he said 20, 30 plus years. Wait, Ooh, yeah. 30 Holy plus? Shit. That's a good so, what happens in 30 years? You just have no teeth? Yeah, you just fall off. I, well, he, he said like they should last a lifetime, but I, I, don't, I don't know if they just haven't new done it long enough. Is it what? like break yeah, the ice that one? game? Is it like break the ice that game where you hit it and then one Ooh, Great game. Yeah. Is that what happens at like 30 years? They just pop and I think just pops off, or what happens? I, I have no idea. I'll let you know. When you, know, you maybe tackle we'll somebody, the show. you tackle somebody, we won't be doing this show 30 years from now. <laughs> that is. Put on the <laughs> <laughs> That's the breaking news. All right, sweet. That news is broken a long Boom. time ago mm-hmm. and often. But when you tackled, you didn't feel like maybe these things were going to pop out whenever they were. You didn't feel sturdy. No, there's a fact. So, like, I mean, we're, we're getting down the road. Yeah. But it's no, a, I've seen a lot of people with these. I've seen a lot of people with these. A lot of players have them, yeah. Because of how expensive it is, the, the guy, one of the cool things that he does is he gives you a test run with a, it's like a rough draft. Like oh, a trial you, run you with in, teeth. Yeah, you come in and you get a trial like set, but it's custom to your mouth. He literally, it's like an artist. Like he literally shapes it, forms it in your mouth, and then you wear it for 24 hours. But those ones are like the break the ice game. Like if I ate apple with those, they'd pop off. So, uh, but it's just so you can see it, feel it. Like, do you like this look? Do you want to alter it? And then you go back and get the real thing if you do like it. It's it's cool. The guy's literally an artist. He just sits there and he makes sure it all looks right. And then he shows you a mirror and he's like, do you like this? And you can change anything you want. It's really cool. And you, you choose your shade because you don't want it to be insanely white where people are like, what the? Close your mouth, dude. Would be funny. But you also yeah. – yeah. Look tan too. Yeah, mm-hmm. the tan. something about Mary. Isn't that something about <laughs> yeah, Mary? We get the new one. He gets the big one. Is it all of them? Uh, it's all of them except for my molars. Yeah, so it's it's literally like. Ah. His name. Ew. They look good, dude. Vincent Van Tee. Yeah. It looks. It look. It did not look fake. Is it Vincent Van Tee? Thank you. That is <laughs> Brian name. Brian Harris in Scottsdale. That's great, a fake great name. doctor, the, guys. The Picasso. Hey, Doc. Way to go. I say you're a doc, even though you do teeth. Hey, where were you playing pickleball, JJ? Was that yeah. billionaire? With Ryan Smith. Yeah. Question. You guys doing teeth? No, with Brian no Harris? one's giving an answer. It's getting real sketchy. No one's giving any answer, so people are speculating. Ho, 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 ho. Easy. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're not what? doing this whole Don't do that again, again. AJ. Mm-hmm. Answer. Where are you stuff. trying to go with this, Aaron? 
I'm oh, just trying oh, to figure hey. out where you guys playing pickleball. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> we, uh, I mean, it's like it's a it's a country club. Like I don't I don't want it's a oh, country club. It? I just don't I don't. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't want people showing up to our pickleball. You don't need to say the name. Oh, That's fine. Oh, which one is it? Fe- yeah. the Phoenician. You hate the people. Yes, a lot of good. No, ones. it's not in. It's not in. Uh, it's not in Arizona. Have you seen the fifty cow oh, mountain a, on a, top of AQ's house? House, and do you feel more comfortable? Yeah. With that being said, did you see him I, run ten miles through your neighborhood yesterday? <laughs> no, but I heard him talking about his pool being forty-five degrees, and I have a tough time believing that because Ooh, the weather maybe. late like hasn't really been dropping below. 45 much this week it's supposed to start but there will be for a pool to drop there that will low be a it has to be really really cold tomorrow oh yeah what about the 50 count? i got a cold tub i, I got a cold i got a cold tub, tub too five. Oh. i also have a pool my pool is not as cold as my cold tub do so i don't do you heat that thing like a normal picture. human but your cold tub's yeah, yeah. much would, colder than 45 degrees is it not um 39 either it hovers between 40 and 45 yeah how much how much colder can it be you know oh. you know what the freezing temperature is aq they teach you that at at my cold tub is at thirty six. Green berets. Yeah, my cold tub's at your cold tub's at thirty six. Yeah, that that's that is that's impressive. For those wondering, that's water impressive. freezes at thirty two and boils at two hundred. That's exactly right. Just so everyone knows. Nice. This yeah. Every human listening knew that answer. I hope to God. I think the freezing one they do. I hope so, man. I really hope so, but I do not believe they do. I don't believe. That. What is it in Celsius? Zero. Nice. And what on the boiling? Ninety-two. Boiling? I don't know boiling for ourselves. Ninety. Gumps doesn't know either. He, he, on, we're looking on. for an answer for him. Zero. 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 It's a hundred, right? What about on the other side up north? Isn't it zero and a hundred? I thought it was like ninety. Would make sense if it was a hundred. But the I thought that was the whole point. Like they're always like, we're 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 not dumb. We just made a real number. The thing I zero and one hundred. It is a hundred. Would be smart, which is much smarter than what we do. Thirty-two yeah. and yeah. two hundred, whatever. <laughs> two twelve is a good number. And you know, like the uh, meters and miles and yep. thing. Mm-hmm. Kilometers. I was yeah. <laughs> I'm traveling with Gumpy. Okay. This is the best. <laughs> Gumpy sitting shotgun. I'm driving. I like to drive. Gumpy though sitting shotgun. He's navigator. You sure. Know? He has his maps out with sound on. They go, you gonna you're gonna take a right in nine hundred meters. And I I heard it. And he goes, You're gonna take a right up here. And in my eyes, I'm like, nine hundred fucking meters. Is that like Okay, so 110 meters is hundred yards. So I need I'm starting to do like track. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I need two laps plus an extra ninety yards. Mm-hmm. It fucked me up. I thought I was turning much sooner. That was a long way. 900 meters. I just go football fields. I just go, that's yeah. nine football fields. That's all I got. Yeah, 400 meters is once around a track. Yeah. Yep. yeah bingo. Yes, it is. Thank you. Anyways, it's imaginary line, too. Yeah. Okay. Them and us. Mm-hmm. And we just not even near the oh. same exact thing. That's imaginary well, we up there? Well, I think in some parts it's not imaginary. It's real. We're not getting into it. I was going to say. Louise. I don't know. Holy shit. Good transition. Talk about the border. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jay. You guys are all over the, you guys are all over the oh, place. God, sports, man. <laughs> come on, AJ. Oh, I didn't hear you chirp up yesterday to your friend. Yeah, come Could on, AJ. Stop them. You're the only one. You're the only one that about knew what? the ins and outs of what he was what? talking about. You stunned You could have said, hey, Aaron. You and Connor are the only two that could have been like, well, I don't know. You know, could have done one of those. I mean, even when it was said, I did say, Jesus Christ. 
I didn't, I didn't even see that one coming either. Yeah, and AJ was saying, Doe 444, Doe 444. And that's what's weird because Tony brings up the border, and that's the first time I've heard that happen and AJ not say, Yeah, build the freaking wall. But uh, AJ's birthday's coming up. Let's all remember. That's a good yeah, point. Careful. Wow. Jan- January see you 6th. See at DC again. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's having his party at DC. Are you doing that? You had one a couple years ago, birthday party. Uh, no, I don't. I've never. I actually have been to DC, but never on my birthday. I heard the commander bullshit. DC's uh, planning it this year because he got laid off, so he's got a little more time for a dust up. The who? Commanders defense coordinator. Yeah, rolling sleeves up, getting ready for the dust up. Two point oh. To be like Firefest. Yeah. How about him doing that interview? Is that talk about a little dust? There's a little dust yeah. up. Okay. <laughs> he's in Washington. Boo. <laughs> Got fined from his head coach for it. Like that never happens, does it? Where this is fine. They caused some controversy over there. Or, I, I'm going to promise everybody this. Or, I'm going to start doing more research on everything. So whenever things happen, I know about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tough, though. It's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. I want to let people know it's going to be tough to add in my life because it's a sports thing. But I will have to know everything that's coming out of everybody's mouth on this particular program going forward. And JJ, we're thankful for everything mm-hmm. that came out of your mouth today. Now, JJ. Because it is 2024, the vibes. Mm-hmm. How many people will win $500 when Boston Connor makes one of wow. these basketball shots yeah. into one of these hoops from the stage, JJ? From from our friend Uncle JJ. Uh, Connor is shooting it from his spot, so yep. I will give 20, and then if he misses, he gets a second chance at 10. Oh, all right, two chances. All right, it's a good setup. I good like deal. This. I like the rules First being one. made here. You can get up. I think you'll be able to shoot from the middle. Is that all right? He can shoot from the middle so he doesn't break any of these cameras. Oh, I mean, it does. It does change a lot of things, but sure, it's Connor. Hey, way to go. I mean, we worked I, up a little bit. I feel pretty job safe. Of kind of throw him off his game. Con man cannot hear a single thing that anybody is saying right now, except for us. So. I mean, thank God, because he looks, I mean, I am so confident right now. You don't think he looks good right now? He's one of his favorite shirts. It's uh, What size shirt is that for you? What size is it? Good old shoes. There's some oh. thick soles on those shoes. What is going on down there? Killing your Six shoes. foot eight. He hates your shoes. <laughs> Killing your shoes. Back to the How mic. tall are Mark you? fucking Wahlberg's, JJ. So once you <laughs> wash your mouth, what do you hate Christianity too, prick? <laughs> <laughs> Put him in a tough spot. How about that? Good response. I got nothing for that. I got Uh-oh. nothing John for that. Playing yeah. defense? This guy's about to give away. Good job. This guy's about to give away ten thousand dollars. And Colin's like, "You prick!" Can't win. Mark said he cannot win on this show. Unapologetically faithful. Okay. No, yeah, I understand. He's got the app. I actually woke up and prayed alongside of him. One more, like like Connor does to Tim. Yeah, Tim. Tim. Does the workouts? Lot, lot of workouts. Four a.m. Could you imagine doing that 4 a.m. workout thing? I don't know how they do that. One guy, Corey Gregory, the guy that got us to start lunging, which I'll be back in doing after, you know, I had this. Hammy. Yeah, hammy. Terrible hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. Had me bedridden for a while. Yeah. But I'll give it. He works out every day at 4 a.m. So anytime he starts like pitching ideas on what we should do, I'm like, Bob, you and me are not built the same. Mm-mm. I cannot do the 4 a.m. workout. JJ and AJ do though. These two guys. Mm-hmm. I walked in. I walked in. No, no. I I walked into breakfast one time, and he and his trainer were there, already done workout, already done with a round of golf, Who? and I was just grabbing my breakfast. Who's this? Like, uh, Walbert. Felt like a loser. Who? Yeah. Where? At the yeah, billionaires uh, pickleball. This is club. that pickleball place. Yeah. Same country club. 
You can just get up at four oh, and not shit. tell everybody, right? Is that a thing? No. Hey, if I'm waking up at four every day, no. fuck <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah. They're all lying. Yeah. I think everyone lies. Now, to be clear, though, <laughs> JJ, to your point, that was back when you were doing, like, superhero JJ Watt. Me and AQ at the Pro Bowl. No, that was that was recently. That was that was this year. Okay, well, that's the Wahlberg thing. For our story about you, though, how we'll tell it oh. and how we saw it, me and AQ got obliterated. One of the Pro Bowl evenings. Okay. Absolutely obliterated. Way too much. Overconsumption for sure. Should not have been served the amount of booze that we were served. But we're at Pro Bowl. Hawaii, Phoenix? Phoenix, Arizona. Mm, Holy shit. Not great. Love the town. Yeah. Don't think that should be where the Pro Bowl was. But nonetheless, I'm not going to be the one that's going to make those decisions or talk bad about it because I love the city of Phoenix. So I'm not going to say. We wake up the next morning. Oh, fuck. You know, one of those. Back up. Let's go get breakfast. I guess they got a buffet down there. So we go down to the breakfast buffet. We need two jugs of water, please. Mm-hmm. Stat. We're walking in there. I think like Montana's sitting in there a little bit. Nice. Joe. Like the, the, all of the, and me and AQ got sunglasses on. You know, we look fucking horrendous. But we have somewhere to be at like 9 a.m., so it had to be a little bit early. We walk out of there still in bad shape. JJ comes walking through the lobby. Just Whoa. got done with the workout, glistening from his thing, holding shoes, working out, had headphones in, was walking, you know, fucking 20% lock. You know, <laughs> yeah. And then he saw us and we were like, JJ, holy shit, you just got done working out. Yeah, we meeting back down here. Yeah. And they just walked off. I mean, AQ, look at each other. We're sacks of shit. <laughs> we are the biggest sacks nah, of shit that's, of all that's time. That's one thing I, I wish I would have done different. Like, those, those are some of the moments where I look back and I'm like, you should have just had some drinks with the boys, man. Like, I, you don't have to be so... Like I, I wish I, I wish I would have done it. some of those things different. <laughs> All right, good. Because we were wondering, should have just should have. We thought humans. we thought we sucked. Yeah, we're we, like, we, thought, I mean, we that, were the problem. That's what we needed to do. Fuck, you made them fuck. better, JJ. Listen to this on the other yeah. side. Yeah, I did. I did win. I did win the MVP and, and won a truck Try of that Pro Bowl. So maybe it was. Maybe I, I drove that truck for ten years too. It was a great truck. Wow. Wow. Not ten. Not ten. Couldn't have been. 10. JJ's had hitters for thirty. <laughs> a lot. Thirty. In that red truck. Yeah. yeah. When did you graduate from Ohio State? Me? Uh, 2006. Okay, so 17 18, years yeah. he's had this thing yep. that uh, yep. that says Ohio State legend. It's mm-hmm. a red pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> that is true. That's, yeah. I've seen it. Never had a personalized plate in my life. Never. I guess all Ohio State legends get the same yeah, they must. license plate. Is that what it is? OSU LEG okay. yeah. is what yeah. it says. That's how it works. It says Ohio State legend. A J H W K. Yep. And like, guess who? Yeah. Can you, I did see. Can hey, you? I did see a plate that said "poop." Like that, they let that one slide somewhere. I saw. That's classic D. I like that. D who? I thought they. I thought they censored it. Herbie's D. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JJ what? does a lot of inside jokes. No, that's, 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 yeah. that's on me. That's on me. JJ yeah. will catch up. Herbie has a guy no, okay. that is his road dog named D, mm-hmm. and he just gets things Not done. Not his dog, dog. No, oh, yeah. Not his dog, it's Ben. Who? Ben is kind of slowly taking D's spot. Yeah, yeah. Ben is also slowly taking JJ's spot on the internet in 2014. There's some people turning on Ben. No, there isn't. <laughs> oh yeah, people, no, there oh, yeah. people Get turning live. on Ben. We no. can't turn yeah, on Ben. Uh-huh. Ben's a good boy. A good Get live. I'm just telling you that people are. I, I'm not <laughs> Listen, one of those. If there people. are people, it's not Ben's fault. No, Ben's great dog. Yeah. yeah. Ben, you, by the way. I'm telling you, man, it's a fascinating like case study. It should be like a class because people start to love something, 
So then you're like, okay, people love this. Let's give them a little more of it. Fox people start to love a little more. They give them a little more. Right. And then there comes a point where people are like, yeah, maybe you gave us a little too much. So then you're like, all right, well, you're trying to, it's, it's fascinating, man. And then yeah. once people turn, they're turned. They do not like that thing, no matter what you do. Ben would have back. Yeah, <laughs> Ben, ben yeah. Him You meet Ben one time and you're a lover for He's life. He's so fluffy. He's the greatest dog yeah. I've ever encountered. I mean, so well behaved. Like Valerie is uh, my wife and I's dog that I am first dog I've ever had a real connection with. Valerie, love Valerie. Mm -hmm. Beating cancer four times. Another great dog. dog. She's a fucking beast. Four, four times. Yeah, very expensive. Actually, Holy the whole foundation shit. is how expensive it is. I mean, love this dog. Dog just turned eleven the other day. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Val. Good dog. Pitbull, Sharpay mix. She's the best. And I absolutely love her. But if we're in public the way Ben's in public, like, she's going to be pissed at somebody. You know, like, yeah. at some point, some she's going to – something. Ben just the most sociable and mature dog mm -hmm. of all – even senses when, like, his time is done with a group of people. Yeah. He's like, all right, I think I'm out of here. I'm going to go over here. Like, we are in a hotel lobby with him in Texas the other day. And at one point, he was laying on top of a couch with his ass and back legs off. And there was a group of people, like, scratching him. And then you could tell they wanted to get back to their conversation. But I was like, all right, yep, yeah, I'm out of here, too. Sweet. And then he just walks away. Great dog. And if people can hate Ben, I guess they can hate everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, Bingo. that's what we need to know. Because this guy right here hates Ben. He does? Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> yes, you do. You no. piece of shit. Yes, you I do. I do not. I don't even know Ben. People we know hate Ben. Uh -huh. Think about that. Oh, man. Yeah. He don't also even, hates Joe DiNardo, though, too. So. Oh, here we go. Here Joe here messed up go. his tea time. Why, AQ? Why? Thank you, Joe. What about, Why? about Joe? Neither <laughs> one. Ben no, and ben Joe. First. Start with Ben. Joe, Joe did oh, mess up my, thank you, Joe. my tea time. Rest in peace, Joe. Miss you, Joe. Miss you, Joe. Miss you, Joe. Man. Love don't you, Joe. you even think about <laughs> doing that. Don't touch him. Mm-mm. Back. Are you trying to smack right. him in the face? Yeah, what's that? JJ, no, this guy space. created the Doppler. Closer mm -hmm. to me. That guy created the Doppler. Joe Nardo from Pittsburgh. Greatest weatherman and meteorologist of all time. Yep. Provided coats for cold children in the winter. War hero. Always. Had an Yinzer accent. Mm -hmm. Is that Joe in the right picture? That, that doesn't look like the same guy. Yeah, well, that's when he was coaching. Why does AQ hate Joe? Because AQ is a pig. <laughs> That is why. AQ actually, what is your problem? <laughs> What's your problem? What's he doing? What the hell? What is your problem? Okay? over there, AQ. We're in the middle of a show, dude. <laughs> He's on a runner's high. <laughs> in the middle what of a show. What the hell? Get He's it together. He's on a runner's high. <laughs> Who is he coaching? <laughs> the world. Yeah. About, yeah. We need more. Al Weatherman. Yeah. Yeah. He comes out That's when he was coaching. Tom Brady. Coaching? Ever heard of him? Anyways, JJ, Joe DiNardo is from the same exact hometown as AQ Shipley, too. So, like, everybody in Pittsburgh knows oh, Joe DiNardo. So that's why he's mad. Because yeah. he's on the water tower and AQ's not. Bingo. Oh! Bingo. That is it. Thank you for pointing that out, JJ. That, that's exactly it. That's exactly. All right, now let's talk about Ben. He's not yeah. on any water tires. Yeah, he's trying to problem? drink out of a water bowl. And all you got to do is. Ben's doing great. Ben's doing great. Well, that's not what you said before the show. At no, all. we can tell you don't like Ben. Just put it out there. I now just said, I just said he's, back he's getting more airtime. He's he's literally become. Do you Taylor have a dog? Swift. Do you have a dog? What? I know, I Taylor okay. Swift. Taylor Swift selling out stadiums. I, I don't know if Big Ben Herb Street selling out. He might. Probably could be. Might be. He should. If people he knew. should ref the Puppy yeah. Bowl this year. He might. That's a good yes. idea. Yes. Thank you. That's a good idea. And he had the chief happiness officer badge on at yep. the Rose Bowl. He did. I thought he was going to dump on that grass you guys were eating. Oh, he yeah. should have. 
That's the only dog in the history, I think. How'd the grass taste? Oh, my so God. Good. No, yeah, it was actually. Not just, kidding. Tasted yeah. like a caprese salad. Yeah. It was actually really good. <laughs> how, how nice is that grass? It is unbelievable. Yeah. You caught a crop earlier today. I'm just saying what it looked like, and the guys were slipping. But doesn't mean it doesn't look great. Guys when I was there, and there was no slipping. Everything was great. I literally like sat because also the Rose Bowl for me means something huge. I mean, Ron Dane and all those guys and everything. It was that the Rose Bowl was the national championship for like a kid growing up in Wisconsin. That that was the coolest thing. So I went out there pregame and like it was that stuff is special. What were you like, man? Twenty percent love. Thirty percent solid. Uh, no, uh, back then, I, I was just going through an old playlist the other day. The song I listened to before that game was No Hands. How about Waka Flocka? He had that run, and then he uh, he retired, and then he said, I was I was ass. You're rapping. I just yeah. was making a lot of money. It's yeah. like, Waka, excuse me. I had a great time with you. Mm-hmm. Gross. No, Bangers. 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 A lot of them. Then he just retired out of nowhere. Went to a show he had one time. It was the best show I'd ever been at. He uh, there, he was DJ. Uh-huh. He was getting paid to DJ, so he just played bangers with his bangers included. And then when his bangers came on, he'd get a microphone and then he'd perform. Then he'd go back to DJ, play other I people's like bangers, and then he was it was brilliant. That's sweet. It was brilliant. Oh yeah, smart. Be awesome. Yeah, Walker Flock. Yeah. I think big brain. I, I think he's a uh, a big brain man. So is Boston. You need to stop with the Ben's shit. Yeah, just to put a whole bow on that. Good dog. Great dog. Yeah, Can't, that's not what you've been saying. I didn't say anything. Didn't say anything. Yeah, anything good about them? <laughs> just said just. I have two dogs. Time. They walk around in our neighborhood. Do I need to worry about yes. them? Aq. That's yeah. a good don't question, shoot them. Aq. No. They're not on every <clears throat> football telecast. Not since beginning of December. Whoa, Jeez. Aq. Come on. What do you want them to do? Are you jealous yes. of a dog? Are Just you like jealous? you're jealous of Joe Nardo. Yeah. Well, how's he feel about the president's German Shepherd that may or may not have bit a few people? All right. Oh, no gosh, judge. man. All you right. just can't let it go. Oh, I'm just trying that. to talk about dogs. I'm going to see what he feels about that dog. Does he like that dog that bit people? He doesn't like Ben. He Look how good Ben very is. Very nice. Yeah, you're right. What type of dog would make AQ say, that's Sweet a good dog? Mm-hmm. If it's not that, I don't know what it is. That's a great dog. Uh, heartless. Great dog. You're mad he's on more private jets. I'm a cat guy, though. You're mad that he has more private jets. You're a cat guy? Oh, yeah. You're a cat over dog guy. Well, Well, I got a cat. We're not going on a walk ever again. Oh! (laughs) All right, before we get out of here, I just go on runs, anyways. It's okay. Oh! Oh! Yeah, I did the three and a half mile run up the mountain the other day. Did you do that one? Hmm. No, I just ran to Old Town Scottsdale and back yesterday. By the way, ran past uh, your house, didn't see you out. Wow! I was in the gym. (laughs) What about Ron? Did Ron just build a house over all of your houses? Did I live money now? Yeah, he's up the mountain. What a neighborhood you guys are in. Yeah, unreal. It's a real bummer that AQ's boy isn't going to learn from Phelps now, though. I'm bummed out. I'm bummed out, too. AQ's like, hey, Phelps. It's too cold. That's what. <laughs> Eat it. Maybe you'd come over. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Phelpsy, don't need your cold tub, you bum. Idiot. I got a pool, full pool. Mm-hmm. People have been doing this wrong the whole time. Just turn off the heater. <laughs> we, all of a sudden, I got a better cold tub than Phelps does. Yep. So good on you. AQ, thanks for bringing a little edge. To the Smart guy. Just bring a little edge Please to the break. neighborhood. We needed that. All right, JJ, you said 25 people, $500 if yep. Connor's going for the first one. Oh, Pens we are the Titans. We are the Titans. My, my, Titans. My, my, Titans. Who?
Ha! Oh yeah! Ha! Real good! Alright, you gonna make it for... I mean, you can't miss it now. 25 people, $500. Hey, Connor. You see that shot. You make that shot. You can make that shot, Coach. Connor, remember how short your arms are. It's Coach Yost. Yes? Coach Yost. Hey, co- hey, hey, Connor. When I was 12 years old... <laughs> what's things I'll say? We have Coach Yost on this My mom and my dad died. But my dad died. He had 12 brothers and sisters. You had 12 brothers and sisters? I, absolutely not. Eight. Yeah, 12 sound better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's a legendary movie. Legendary. All time. All time. It was like... Uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling, liability. I think it's still in my top top three probably movies. Should be. I think so. And I remember going to see it at the movie theater and uh, where they cut the thing was right at uh, Remember the Tit. Uh, Never forget that the stub. Yeah, yep. Pulled it, peeled the t- uh, stub. Yeah. It just said, "Remember the tin." I said, "I will." Gosling it was, was a- Gosling was a liability though. Yeah, he was. Yes. Not gonna do the whole thing. Do it, Tony. Why not? Tom? We're paying tribute to remember the yeah. thing. Well, I was gonna do. Yes! It. do well, it. He, well, he's getting beat. He's getting uh, beat like you stole something, Mister Bosley. You stay out of this, girl. Boom. Yes. He does it two more times. Yeah. Good movie. Yes. And what happened too? PD went in and locked it down, forced fumble. Yeah, this is right. How'd you feel about Remember the Titans, D-Butt? Great movie. I did think it was like maybe the most accurately depicted like what race relations can do in football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Like I, I think it told the, the true story. That's why I think I enjoyed it so much. I think it was good, man. Let's Strong side. That's what mm-hmm. we could do as a country is instead of making like military mandatory, make it like football and locker rooms mandatory. Got to strap up to need at least three Oklahoma drills out of everybody. Bingo, you know what I mean. Lifetime, and there could be tiers of who's. You know, like we're not going to throw no some random software engineer into an Oklahoma drill with AJ Hawk at seventeen. No. Why not? No. Well, yeah. because I mean, AJ's we, looking we, to kill software yeah. engineers just trying to learn some stuff about life. Yeah, exactly. Can't have that. That's not a good thing. So, some some teams won't even. No, AJ AJ's tier one. AJ's tier one. He's going against. Marines. Well, guy. Did you take did you yeah. take any plays off of practice, JJ? Of course not. Did you take G days or no? Uh, I preferred not to. No. Yeah, I was I was a guy who I felt like I got rusty if I took a day off. Of practice. So I felt at, that. at the end, I yeah, but I, I had to practice. You know, AJ and uh, Coon, Coon, you know, Coon for the yeah. Packers. Yeah. Seven straight. How many years? I believe yeah, eight, almost nine, maybe with them. Nine years together. Middle linebacker, fullback, okay, practice drills. Neither one of them would ever say, like, hey, today we're going to dance today. Like, hey, let's just do that. So for nine straight years, they won helmet to helmet every single day because neither one of them would say, like, hey, it's Thursday, week 15. Maybe we just Mm kind of wouldn't. That's why they're great. That's why they're great. Oh, yeah. That's why CTE is a problem. What AJ's mouth. Speaking of, JJ, were you roommates with AB at Central Michigan? Uh, not roommates, but yes, we were freshmen together. Keep in touch. Uh, haven't spoken to him in a while. Haven't spoken to him in a while. Should check in. Guy was guy swimmer. was unbelievable. He He's very guy good. Was, he, sh- he shook the he shit was. out of me on a on a punt return. Boy, I had no idea he could yeah. be that explosive. I mean, he was. Whew. I didn't get a hand. I mean, we're talking flag football. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Not even close. And he had three legs. You could Literally, do. the first day on campus, yep. every single person there knew that guy was going to be a great football player. It was insane. So fast, so hey, quick. Good football so, career, AB. Way to go, AB. Say still available. I don't know. I don't know if everybody's going to sign him, but good rap career too. He's got a couple hits. It's going. How about on the stage where he? 
Oh, oh yeah. Snag. Still got the hands. Mm-hmm. Put that shit on. How about you put a ball in the hoop? Hell yeah. For 25 people to win $500. J.J. Watt, come out of your pocket. 30 people, $500 if Boston Connor can drain this shot yeah, here I mean, for the people. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know what's happening here. I, I really don't. What's I'm that? trying to figure out what's going on with this number. I mean. Well, it's easy. $500 yep. to well, 35 yeah, it's people. Like, it started at 20 and now it's just. He's just gone through the roof. I don't know what's happening. What is the number? It's okay. He's going he's gonna to miss. He's going to miss. What's the number? What's the number, though? Just so we got it right, you know, so we know. Yeah. <laughs> 20. 20 for the first one, 10 for the second one. Oh, okay. We're at 20. Measly 20 people win $500. <laughs> All you got to do is make this shot, Con Man. $10,000 will go out of J.J. Watt's pockets into somebody else's. 20 people. On the start of this 2024, why not make them? A little bit happier. Why not drain a shot for the people? Con man! What the fuck was that? All right. Drop it down. We got a second shot. Second shot. It's James. That was great. Another opportunity. Another opportunity. That was embarrassing. Hey. That was truly embarrassing. This is JJ's money, not the company's money. Bonus ball. Bonus ball. Bonus ball. Bonus ball. Nice. That's That's the 20 ball. Yep. That's a 20 ball. You, you got to use the same ball. Yeah, you got to use yeah, the 20 yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, 20 ball. 20 people, $500. Got a bonus ball from the gods of the Thunderdome. Connor! Oh. Ooh. Like fucking Rick Berry. That's a bonus ball. Uh, dude, uh, this, is, this is a tough look, man. Oh, we got to find a different sport for you. Jeez. Yikes. It's 2024, the vibes. 2024, the vibes. Well, yeah, but he, you guys remember on the Rose Bowl cast when he started saying about Burnley? So I'm not exactly a best friend of Boston Connor at the moment. He said you're What'd doing you really good. What'd you say about Burnley on the Rose Bowl cast? What'd you say there? What'd I say? What'd I say? That the ref should get relegated like Burnley? I don't think I said anything on, on the Rose Bowl cast. Yeah. 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 So it. sorry if I'm not the biggest fan of short arm mullet head over there. <laughs> Jeez. Short, short arm, short arm mullet head. I don't hate it. I don't remember saying anything bad about Burnley on the cast. Yeah, do you remember anything you said on the show? I, I, that's the problem I'm finding myself in. You know, it's a problem I'm finding. No, actually. Yeah, afterwards you go on the internet and you find out. Are you doing AQ? I didn't say that. Is that oh, what I, I didn't? Oh, I did. I didn't mean it. You know, oh, that's, also, that's not how I said it. Yeah. Also, I know what the issue was with the first two shots. But you got Bill standing over staring at you like that. It's kind of well, tough to see. It's not just Bill. It's it's more so the fact that he just laid out how to kill Pat this morning. Yeah. That kind of freaked me yeah, out. Did. Uh, did. That that is what got to me because uh, Pat explains what the you know his feelings while he's taking out the trash, <laughs> and Bill was like, "No, no, they wouldn't kill you like that. The way they kill you is like they, just the way that he's standing over like that." Oh. I'm just standing yeah. in the corner. Just locked. Look in. at that view that Connor has as he's shooting this basketball. I'm gonna shoot on this hoop. What do you think, JJ? You think you're making that? Connor, shot? Connor, go put those shoulder pads and a helmet on, and a free throw is for for ten people. 10? 40, 40, 20, 30. 20, 20, 30. 20, 30 people. 20, 30 people. 30 people. How many free throws? 30 people. All right. Well, you still got to make it. So shoulder one pads free and throw? helmet. Oh, free shoulder throw. pads and helmet. Shoulder pads and helmet. One free one throw. One free throw. 30, 30 people. Here we go. Let's go. Come on, Connor. <laughs> oh, God. Air, Strap him up. Hey, last time he put those on, a guy went jumped into the league and what? Yeah. Got eight eight Keith. sacks now. Yeah, Keith. number Keith. one team in the yeah. NFL. Those shoulder pads might be past greatness. Yeah, Keith Van Noy. People forget, and there's Bill still yeah. getting the photo. Guys crushing it. Shout out. To oh, Van that's Noy. a Permian Panthers. Permian Panthers helmet. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. That kind of spin. That Jason Street. That Jason Street over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember the Titans of Friday Night Lights? Why is that show not 
Why is that show not more critically acclaimed? That show was incredible. Everybody's haters, bro. Who cares about the critics? It's a good show. Boston Connor, if you make one free throw here, <laughs> 35 people will win $500. I don't know if the helmet's going to hit the ball or the chest pads. Shoulder pads are going to be. Should you strap it? Should you, yeah, can, tuck, can you strap tuck those the, straps in. I think he drains it. Hey. There you go. And also the shoulder pad. You yeah, can, the shoulder pad straps. Get them out of your way. The, the straps. straps. Have some strategy, bro. Mm-hmm. That's a great helmet. Where'd you guys get that? I think it's just tape. It's, yeah, it's all printed off. Yeah, I think the Colts brought us a helmet. It's part of Gertie's uh, Halloween costume. Decals are falling oh, off a bit. There we go. Look at you. you That's because he hit so hard. Hey, Decals came off. Let's go. It's good let's go, Con, man. Good flow mm-hmm. out the back. Yeah, you got good right. length on that mullet. Yeah. Tim, Tim you Riggins. good. Austin Reeves. One bottom strap, one strap. I like the swag. Hold on, man. Con, man. J.J. Watt is going to say that 40 people. <laughs> is that what you said, J.J.? This, right? this is ridiculous. This. J.J., he's got pay. He looks like Look at this doofus. Yeah, no way he's going to He's like got a, a helmet on, shoulder perfect. pads. There's no way. You look, you look fit as fuck, though, in the pads. Yeah, you do look good, dude. I don't even know how to shoot a free throw with these on. <clears throat> yeah, and he didn't do high school basketball, so he didn't do free throw practice after every single day, you know, like A.Q. Shipley did. Yeah. Fun fact, those are the Maniacs pads and helmet. Talking about Darius Leonard. Mm-hmm. No. What do you think? 40. Mark it. 40. 40. Oh, wow. Go. 40 people. $500 in this 2024. All con man has to do is bury a free throw with his helmet on and his shoulder pads. JJ Watt. Yeah. You're great. Oh! Oh! Doing it. Uh, lost this, hey. Tackle the football. Tackle the big football. Tackle the big football. I can't hear you. I can't. Let's go. Come, he said, man. Tackle the big 40 football. People. Tackle the big football. 40 people, $500 because Con Man comes through. Way to go, Connor. Hell hey, JJ. Yeah. Woo. That's 100% uh, good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 20% luck. 15% whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of percent luck. A lot of percent luck there. Oh, gee, he said all luck there. Who cares? The outcome is the outcome. We're in a results-oriented business. In the results of what you just did, 40 people, wow. $500 from J.J. Watt. All you got to do is repost this, say something nice to somebody, and put the easiest way to pay you digitally. We can't thank you enough. J.J., great work today, pal. Great work. Boy, JJ. Almost two hours. You lost 20 grand. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Love it. Love it. Love it. Every week, guys, it's so good. Thanks. See you later. Hey, thank you, Jay. Ladies and gentlemen, JJ Wall. Thank you, JJ. Football is awesome. Football is fantastic. We're about to hit a glorious phase of football as the playoffs and national championship are right around the corner. That's AJ Hawk. He has won both a Super Bowl and a college football national championship. Damn. Yeah, he's really wow. Good. Go, How'd you do it, AJ? What do you think has really caused you to have that championship Ooh, mindset, both at the go. college level and at the professional level? Sure. Talk about uh, good timing, good luck. Show up to a good squad when you're a freshman and win a national championship and play with Aaron Rodgers. You get a Super Bowl. Okay, so you personally, though, what was your mindset every single day whenever you got mm-hmm. a chance? What are we to- doing? What are we trying to do right now? Are we buying time for something? Trying to learn. No. 
Trying to, trying to grow the game, brother. Guy's trying to ask you a couple questions here, for Christ's sake. Jesus, I mean. We're in January football, okay? This is championship football time. You're the king of this. You've won in both. Yeah. National championships on Monday. Heisman finalists? Can't, or both? On Monday. Can't ask this guy anything. What is What is your problem? Well, you, you don't have to get oh, offended no, all the no time. No problems. No problems. Well, Feels then, like it. How did you how'd you get to this point in your life where you have no problems? <laughs> when you wake up in the morning as a man who's been a college football national champion and a Super Bowl champion, how do you every single day handle that type of pressure and take it into every single day of your life? I mean, didn't you guys say it multiple what fifty percent luck, two percent sweat and milk twenty percent football, sixty <laughs> percent lifting weights, twenty five percent tying your shoes. That whole gimmick. Three percent what? That's a hundred and fifty-seven. You know when someone says, "You know what I do disagree with when coaches say, hey, give it hundred and ten percent." I'm like, "No, then I'll give hundred and eleven if this is fairyland. If, <laughs> if this is fake world, like you can give a hundred percent. Do not tell me hundred and ten because we will continue to go up and up." All right, if we're just making up numbers now, sweet. I'm gonna go hundred and fourteen. Yeah. Actually, oh, how about that? I'm right, yeah. right in your face. Everybody else going hundred and ten. Ooh, sorry about it. Well, we're going to go 114. Well, welcome to 115%. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing right here. I do appreciate that you get so upset about that. You know, I, I do I do like that. You know, give it your all and a little bit more. Well, that's not possible then. I didn't give my all. You know what I mean? Exactly. Is that exactly. what you're saying? Yeah. Like super savers. You know, you guys have run like 20 half gassers. Guys in the middle of the pack in the last one, he finishes 19, oh. 30 yards in front of everybody else. and Everybody wants to kill the guy. So I actually... Because I was normally dying during every cardio mm-hmm. session I've ever been a part of. If you make it on time, I was proud of you, you know? Yeah. But the way you go about doing it, there is an, there is an etiquette. And there is like a uh-huh. kind of a fringe. Start yelling, super savers. They start yelling to a couple guys. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to be that guy, you got to be that guy from sprint one. Agreed. You know, don't get out there and spend, sprint 18, 19, 20. Now you're, yeah. A hero? That. Hated that. Yeah. Extra effort at the beginning all the way through. Way to go. That's who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm dying over here, okay? Thanks for saving it. Hope you're happy. We're not getting out here at the same time. Also, do you give minimal effort all the time? Yeah, and what's then that? Only need it at the mm-hmm. end? Because how you do anything, it's how you do everything. Bingo. Then those thoughts just start going. Everybody's gas, and all of a sudden, this guy, big-time asshole. Happy to hear that wasn't you, AJ. AJ gave his all. Never more, though, because right. he actually gave his all. That's Attaboy. Right. Talks table is here. Speaking of all giving, uh, at Boston Connor, you just won 40 people $500. Yeah, you're right. Wait, that is all giving, and I never do that. How come? Sometimes I just don't have it, you know. Mm. But today I, I can feel it in my plums that I, I had this one. And next to you, Ty Schmidt, he's an owner of a football team that has like maybe the best quarterback in the NFL for the last like six weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's been giving it his all. A little bit more. Well, there's a guy who you could maybe say is giving a little bit more than his all. Wow, who's that? Jordan Love. How how does he do that though? If you give your all, how do you give more? Because you just gave all. You're at zero left. Well, because a lot of people were saying that his all was really only like a, maybe like a 95 out of 100. But as we're finding out, his all might be like a 105 out of 100. I don't know how it's possible, but he's been doing it for the last. So if you do the math weeks. there, 95 to 105, he's actually giving 110. He really is. Wow. Holy he really shit. is. So he's he's the one. He he's, is the, that's who we're talking about, AJ. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Yep. Let's go. Congrats. Congrats to Jordan Love for being the one. One half of the hammer. Don. Cowboys Tone Diggs is here. Tone, we need to figure out who's going 100 and who's going 14. This Bingo, week. my friend. And keeping it up. That's goal of it all. That's a bowl game bowl uh, strategy. How'd you do in bowl season? Bowl season was great. Bowl season's always great. You bowl won a lot season. of games. Yes. I don't know my exact record, but. 
Gump, did he win in bowl season? Should we take what he's saying seriously here for the playoffs? Tony always crushes bowl season. That's that's his go-to. Tony Bowles. Yep. Tony, yeah. Tony Bowles. Washington's still a four-and-a-half-point dog. I you believe go. that was the yep. initial line that was Gee. released as soon as the game was announced, pretty much, or as soon as it happening happened. Now it's moved to five. I guess it has moved Ooh. to five. It's the over-under. Yeah, what is the over-under uh, on the 50-something, I think. 55-and-a-half, I believe. That. Washington getting five against his Michigan team. Now, I mm. will say... Watching Michigan live was fantastic. Let's go football team. And I've never really picked Michigan to win any game. As I see this line, I'm confused. And Michigan people are going to say, oh, no shit. Even though yesterday I spoke for 30 minutes about Michigan's real deal. So rather glowingly. And I've been underappreciating and undervaluing that team all year, which I apologize. At one point, I thought Rutgers. Yeah, was going to beat this Michigan team. <laughs> they were hot though. That's the, yeah. Rutgers was playing good ball. Yeah, the yeah, they certainly were. But Michigan, still Michigan, is what they proved in that particular game. And now, I see that five next to Washington. And I'm like, that's tasty. That is a, a lot of points. How come I'm doing? Why am I this asshole, AJ? Why do I keep doubting this Michigan team? I don't understand it. Especially after what I just saw them do. First overtime, we're better than you. Just take it down, score. We'll get a stop. It's over. Like that's a dominant performance by a team in a massive game against the greatest. Of all time, and Nick Saban, it's like scheme great, players great, maturity great, toughness great. Everything about them is great. They're five-point favorites. I'm like, Washington's getting fucked here. Why do I feel like this, AJ? I don't know. It's That run, though, we were standing in the end zone. Like, what it mm-hmm. – that run is so it's such a good run. Look at, like, the patience and the confidence. Right here, like, he's like, of course I'm not getting tackled on the two. Like, just spinning out of it. It just – seeing that run from 15 yards away in the back of the end zone, like, I was blown away at his, like – in the moment, like just his calm presence and how he was running, it was really cool to see. Yeah, I love Blake Corum. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. especially after learning more about his story and then the pictures of his broken nose, and then you see him size wise. It is like the way he carries himself and the way he plays is not like an undersized running back. He plays like a big guy, mm-hmm. goal line, everything. Yeah. And you see what Austin Eckler's been able to do. And it's hard to just make a comparison because they're both kind of shorter than what you would normally expect at that particular position. It's like Austin Eckler has a lot of success, mm-hmm. a lot of similar qualities. This dude's very explosive. He leads their team. Their offensive line's fantastic. J.J. McCarthy's a dog. Always has been. Washington, though, this team's really good. They are. Yeah. They're very, very good. Mm. Is because they got the they got they got a little more flash. Who? Washington. They don't think the stake the, the sizzle no, well, is too I'm much. saying when you were you were saying you know, I'm thinking about going Washington here, is it because they got a little more flash and that And know? they can just they drive I mean, we rolled played the clips. There were zero of those type of plays that Washington was pulling off. And granted, that is because Michigan and Bama's defenses are both unbelievable. But there were no throws like that. There just weren't. (laughs) Will that be against Michigan's defense? Exactly. Sticky coverage, but Michigan also has not faced a high-octane passing attack like this all year. I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr., sure, but like no one in the Big, Big Ten is throwing football game. like that. Yeah, but they also have Outside. a deep line. It's nine deep. True. Mm-hmm. Is, and Washington won Joe Moore Ward. Yep. Washington right? yeah. had a great yeah, So that offensive line versus, I Good think matchup. that's the matchup. They got it right. They did. Thank you, Good job, committee. committee. Did, got it right. They did get it right. I saw a lot of Florida State people still mad, wanting to kick me off uh, game day. Those people run. suck. They didn't watch the bowl game. Sixty-three to three is tough for you to talk. Can't yeah. get beat by sixty in your bowl game. I, but they're saying uh, people noobs are saying that we have a bunch of opt-outs. It's like, well, that's a whole other conversation then. That your program has a bunch of opt-outs in other programs that are like for don't want to say it, but last year Bryce Young, number one overall pick, 
projected number one overall pick. Everybody knew he was number one overall pick. He's undersized. What's that mean? Well, he might get injured. Plays yeah. in bowl game. That isn't Will playoff. Anderson played Will Anderson, game. number three overall pick. Plays. Why? Because they feel like they have to for Bama. Even though we didn't make the playoffs, we have to for the good of our program. We get to for the good of our program. And that's all messaging from Saban, yes. by the way, to the team and everything. Now, I understand the business decisions. I respect it. I appreciate it. I understand it. But teams like Georgia got guys playing that have money on the line. Teams like Bama have players mm-hmm. playing that have money on the line. You had 20-some people opt out. Maybe it's because you're at the beginning of uh, the developing of the program under Norvell, and maybe it's not fair to judge that whole thing. But also, like, real loud, those fans. Yeah. Saying real terrible things about, like, our team deserves this. We're getting screwed, which a lot of us were like, yeah, kind of. I mean, sucks that this is the way it is. But, and if I was on yeah. a team or my boy was on a team, I would certainly be pissed off. But then you just get fucking right in the mouth. Mm-hmm. 63-3. It's tough afterwards. That's why on game day, I was like, what was the score? Like, 60. The amount of death threats that the guy two down from me, Kirk Herbstreit, was getting over the last couple. His family mm-hmm. was getting. All of us. At game day, because obviously we're SEC, SBN, even though ESPN has a great relationship with the ACC, mm-hmm. a pretty big business with the ACC and that whole thing. It's like we're, they're saying terrible things. And then you just get bodied by a team that couldn't even beat the team that was in the spot. That you were. It's like, that's tough. That's a tough look for Florida State. Well, and the other thing is, too, like this wasn't, you know, the announcement of the Final Four happens and then a week later they play. Like it was a month of these people saying that. And then for it to end in a 63-3 to route after a month of talking <laughs> shit. It's just very difficult for them. It's they tough. Got it right. They got it right. Yeah, I think so, too. That was yeah. clear. At overtime in the one game. Yep. Yes. And then the nail-biter comes down to the last uh, play in the other one. Mm-hmm. And then now we got, like, a real matchup of good versus good everywhere on the field. Yep. Lucky to be here. Lucky Pumped. to be here. Pumped. Pumped about it. Settle it on the field in Florida State. We did. We were undefeated. We were undefeated. Well, you no longer have an undefeated season on the resume of Mike Norvell of Florida State no. because you lost by 60 to Georgia. <laughs> you know, like that is a – that's a lot. And uh, I heard Joey Galloway, he was talking about how the players, you know, the guys that wanted to play for the opt-outs, that was their opportunity. It was a bowl game, a lot of eyes on them. They they wanted that to do sure. that. And I'm like, Joey, ain't nobody talking about playing in that game if you're on the Florida <laughs> State side. You know, you're actually telling people you were one of the opt-outs. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I was one of the opt-outs. I, I, didn't play. Play. I didn't play. No. That's why. You guys lost by 60? No, I, not me. I didn't play that game. No. I mean, somebody show me a clip of you. No, you know, no, 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 that wasn't different. Different no. guy, different McAfee. That's not me. I opted out. I'll go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. You didn't go to the NFL until two years after that. No, what? You were talking about the same game? Bad finals, I'd take. Wait. I didn't hire an agent. I came back. There definitely had an injury then. I think I definitely had Oh, yeah, I had a strained hammy. Yeah, Norvell was like next yeah. year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Second play. 60 points in a bowl game. That's tough. It's tough. In the Orange Bowl? A then you, you can also argue. Too. You can also argue Bo Nix, right? Like he's he's a guy that wasn't in the playoffs. He decided to play. That's messaging, like you said. Yeah, Dan Lanning. Bingo. It is same messaging. How do you do it? Now, granted, if any of them get hurt, sure, it's going to hurt the program. <clears throat> That's going to hurt the program long term. It's going to hurt a lot of things. But instead, they've all played. They did it. Now, what will Florida State do next year? We assume they'll be great. Can't wait to see what you do next year, Florida State. Go get him, seven all. That season starts in Ireland for them. Oh, nice. Yep. Pursue Northwestern. <laughs> Notre Dame? So. Who are they playing? Uh, no. Mm. Clemson? Got to be Notre Dame, right? Mm-hmm. Duquesne? No. It's not to Duquesne. Do. Florida? They've... Miami? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. 
Good football. That's team. a great matchup. They ended up the year very well. Haynes, mm-hmm. good player. They, dom- they dominated their bowl game. What's the What's the Irish roots situation? What's, what's going on there? I think they they love football. Yeah, fan base, oh. just bigger fan base. They're That's a real matchup. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of like AJ. I stay in the moment, so I haven't looked forward to next season. That's the real matchup mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Ireland, Florida mm-hmm. State, and yep. Georgia Tech. August yep. 24th. Yep. Well, well, I'd just say Georgia Tech like that. I mean, who, when was the last time somebody said Georgia Tech, period? Calvin Johnson. <laughs> exactly. Already in the hall. Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. Roman Reigns is on the that biggest, Calvin yeah. Johnson team. Baddest ooze. He absolutely was. They're on the up. Presley Hart. They're on the up. They are on the up. They had a great – they fire coach, new coach comes in, interim coach comes in. Quarterback continue just balls. They start playing well. They win a bowl game. They're going to be in Ireland. That's kicking off the season, I think, isn't it? August 24th. That's where college game day is going to be there. Oh, that's going to be sweet. Well, Notre Dame was there this I year. Know, I've been to Ireland one time. It was the least nice place I've ever been in my entire life. Oh. I actually just heard that has turned a little bit. Shoot from someone who's just they like America now, dude. You dr- you want to know how, what relations are like with the United States of America for a country? Drop me right in the fucking middle of it because I am the biggest dumbest looking American on earth. They will treat me exactly how they feel about the United States. I did not know we Ireland hated. I mean, Ireland is not a big fan of the dumb Yankees. I don't think you know what I mean. Other places I thought would hate me. Come on in, lad. Yeah, wow. it was really nice, Ireland. Boy, they fucking hated me and the whole... Fox, you had similar experience. Oh, yeah. whole family was just trying to get a pint at a random bar, and they all looked at us and said, no, no, no. You guys got to get out of here. And that happened multiple times. Multiple times times to me, too. They were were pointing over my head at the bar that I was at to serve people behind me. Yes. I'm like, what what the fuck? I got your guys' money, and we're doing the same (laughs) one. Hey, you're going back, though. Can't wait. August. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Zero, right? And fo- Foxy, too. I mean, if a bunch of Foxies walk in the bar, you know, and you're from Ireland, and all these cool-looking Americans walk in, and plus the dad walks in, and you know he's about to drink <laughs> your bar dry, it's like, fuck these people. Yeah, but you thought they would have maybe a little respect yeah. for that. Yeah. Especially yeah. Love the it. dad. True. Uh, didn't even get a chance to tell him. This guy's been drinking beers starting at 5 o'clock every day for the last 50 years. You guys should love yeah. him over here. Yep. Exactly. I will say, the Irish are an entertaining bunch. Yeah. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. I love booze. Love booze. They did. And they have these, uh, I'm, I'm Patrick McAfee's my name, which is why I thought maybe right. be nice to street you. Yeah, my I thought there would be a chance whenever I show my ID. I'm like, welcome home. You know, like, mm-hmm. great to have you. Mm-hmm. That was not the case. They got these fat fucking fingers. I got a little bit of it too. Oh, yeah. They got some fat Because I just th- I thought I was eating them a lot. I thought I was getting in a fight basically mm-hmm. everywhere that I went. So I started like eyeballing who. <laughs> like, all right, what's this going to be? Some pause. Fat what fucking knuckle? hands. I'm like, oh. It's going to be a heavy mid, I think. Oh, yeah. Sausage. <laughs> I just place. want you to know you go to your other home. Open arms, my friend. I welcome you in. Yeah, they have to, mm-hmm. though. Grazie. Prego. Can't wait to get back to Ireland. Yeah, Can't wait. me too. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. What's that, AJ? I, I can tell. I'm excited for you to get back to Ireland. Yeah. And the best part is you really, I mean, you don't really have anything from here until August. So that's kind of the next thing. On yeah, that. all eyes are on Ireland after the national championship. Of course, yep. all eyes are on heading back to Ireland. Mm-hmm. You start prepping <laughs> for Ireland. Two yeah. weeks, two weeks, or what? How long you go? Yeah, that's a whole other thing, I guess. How long are they going to set up another show just a day before the actual game day show and just come out of nowhere? You know, kind of like what happened out there past the Do one in London just for fun. Just run it through. London was a fun – that place was fun. I enjoyed playing over there, like meeting the people. Now, the whole playing an actual game over there. Sure. I don't think anybody really enjoys that. But 
Can't wait to get to Ireland. Florida State, Georgia Tech. Will they go undefeated again? Wow. Will Florida State go undefeated again? We'll find out when we get to Ireland. August 24th. 2024. Let's go. 24, 2024. I, I think I met like the board of directors for uh, Visit Ireland. Mm-hmm. He's going to love what I just said there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, that's on him. Hey, turn around. Enemy. <laughs> we're, we're just observing and reporting. I went to the uh, Guinness factory. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Where's that? Galway? No, it's Dublin. Sweet. Yeah, it's in Dublin. It actually it has a lease of like $1 a year for like mm-hmm. 400 years or so. <gasps> Not a bad deal. It was a great businessman, Guinness. Thanks. Arthur Guinness, is that his name? Artie right. Guinness. Artie J. Guinness. Mm-hmm. Wow. Artie J. Guinness. I got a, I got a certi- uh, certificate that I could pour pints perfectly from the Guinness people. That felt really good. That was nice. Kiss the Blarney Stone? I did go. I saw a, saw a blind guy. Oh. I was sightseeing. That was awesome. How was he? That was, that was my big takeaway. What's that? Wait, what, wait. You just saw a blind guy walking around? He was what seeing? At the Blarney? Well, well I assume that's what he was doing, going to the Blarney okay, Stone to try to get his vision back. That's, that's what the Blarney Stone does? Some, mm-hmm. some people say, yeah. Everything I read is that people pee on it. Now, for sure. Yep. I still kiss that thing. Spit on it. Mm-hmm. What? I don't All think right. you're able to do that because I think they protect it. To get to it, though, you got to walk up some really uncomfortable uh, castle stairs. Tight quarters. It is beautiful over there. The Cliffs of Moor I saw on the other side of town. It's down near Galway, I think. Ooh, damn. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful sights. When the rain comes, it does come. But that's why the grass is so damn green. Yeah, we tried to go see those. It was completely foggy. So we couldn't even do that. It was foggy when we got there as well. We yeah. were told to wait for like 32 minutes or 35 minutes. It will change. Ooh. It did. It was beautiful. We got up there. Then it came back. We got to get down from here. Yeah. There were certain issues there. County Cork, beautiful town. Yep. Gorgeous country. I mean, they hated me from one side to the other. <laughs> there was no. It's weird. Was in a tiny town for St. Patrick's Day, which they do the night before leading into mm. the parade in the morning, and then the parade is kind of like the end of St. Patrick's Ooh, Day. Ooh, I like that. So you do it like, this is the place that I went to. I don't know if it's what it's, what it's always like, but I was like pumped to be here for St. Patrick's Day. That was the nicest crowd, I think, St. Patrick's Day. Mm. Everybody's got to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get back there. Let's go, Ireland. Let's go, Ireland. Circle the calendar. Yep. What's that, AJ? Circle the calendar. Is that where they have? You guys ever seen the statue of the dude who's like it's? He's laying down and his meat and his face, his mouth are rubbed off because that. I guess for some reason this guy does. If you rub your meat on him, you it'll pregnant. make you get pregnant. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, you ever seen it? It's all worn down. I yeah. don't think it's Ireland though. No, it is. That it's is somewhere. that is Italy or France, and it is for women. And they go there if they want to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do they ride it. They grind it a little bit. Yeah, and yeah they do. It, a little, you can see it. It's worn down. Yeah, they're it, grinding statues, dongs. Yeah, the statues, yes. the statues, dong. Face and mouth too is now gold, and the rest of it's like the. So some people thing. just just grind it, saying, "Hey, I'd like to get pregnant." Other women are like, "You know what? I'm fully service this thing. Yeah, uh, mouth on there. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. That's what you were saying, not me. I don't know anything. I just learned. No, I'm saying what's worn down. I think the mouth and the the meat are both like worn down because people will sit there and they grind on it and they say, oh, here we go. This, this dude's going to get me pregnant. This doesn't feel exactly real. The mouth part is a AJ Hawk um, edition. The meat Look part it up. is real. The meat actually on the statue is now like golden and the rest of the statue is like old uh, mm-hmm. greenish color. Polished. It's polished on the meat. There it is. Polished. <clears throat> That's the word. I just it. sent it in. Okay. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, there it is. He's got mm-hmm. polished. Look at his chin Looks like and he nose. beat his pants. We zoom in on his it ain't peace. Chin and nose. Dude it, looks like a, a guy who's been drinking for 80 so years. Cemetery oh, statue yeah. is eroding because women can't stop rubbing its lucky penis. Yeah. And, and that, that's oh, not the mouth is for Oh, and the nose. Yeah, that's a purple nose. Yeah. That's not for. Oh, he's a booze? Yeah, he's a booze hound. 
Can't have sex without a little foreplay. How about AJ gets this picture sent to him? That's not true. And he goes, let's see what other parts of my fingers look good. All right, let's go check them off. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he did. That's why you look at chick. The guy gets real freaky with the chin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how he died. He got a little smile on his face, too. And you go, how could yeah, you not? Yeah. The whole world's coming to ride this guy. Mm-hmm. Don't have to do anything. Damn. Congratulations, statue boner guy. Good work, statue. You touch it, you're pregnant. That's how it works. We okay. need some numbers on that. I want, I want percentages. 100. I want, I need, we need ESPN Next Gen stats to look into that. Yeah, and they need to tell us if we should go for it or not. Mm-hmm. Bingo. You're going to go. How old you are, how far is the travel, what's the line like. Right. Mm-hmm. With our analytics, ESPN analytics is telling you you need to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is anyone sanitizing it in between ladies? The Blarney oh. Castle, they did that. They had somebody that oh, was really? wiping it down yeah. that worked there, which was very nice. Of Part of it before you uh, spit on it first, and then you get on it. On the guy? Yeah. We'll move on. Now is the time to get better at football. Amen. I mean, yes. what are we talking about here? What's happening? Whole system just went down? No, no, no. This is a big deal. Oh. Before DB, whoa, I apologize. Whoa, whoa. Luke Littler is about oh. to make his entrance Wow, here we go. Here we go, at baby. the Alexandra Palace in London. We sent in a request for him to be on the show at this exact moment. His people responded and said, Mate, he's in the he's in the game. He's throwing darts, mate. They got him at an end of a walkway, not a locker room. But the place is going berserk wow. for Luke Littler. Jeez. He shaved his face. He's locked in. How many people in there? Thousands. Thousands. Hundreds. Hundreds of thousands. What do they play? What game do they compete with in? Uh, 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 Cricket? Yeah, 501, three, whatever it is. 501. Or it could be three. I know they're going for 180. That's triple. Mm-hmm. Triple. Those one eight. Triple. Mm-hmm. Yep. Patty Power. That's gobblers. Just dapping up all the guys. It's like a UFC fight is. night. It is. This is my trainer. Thank my trainer. This is my lad from school. Thanks, bro. Oh, I thought those were all the people he beat. That's my uncle. Luke Littler. The nuke. Luke the Luke Littler. Hey, those nukes are mis- or guided, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, cheerleaders. He's got Goldberg. Pyro. Pyro. Breathe it in, Luke. Breathe in the pyro like you're Goldberg. It's electric. Handshakes, there daps 501. up. 501, they got it. Good daps. That's a lot different atmosphere than playing in a pub. Like, imagine playing up there on the stage with those people all behind you. Look, it, at, look at this case. Is that, a, is that a water in there? Or what do you think you got? A little Coke. That's one, that's one of the Coke products. Oh, yeah, Fanta maybe? Yeah, mm-hmm. Fanta. Yeah, he said kebab. Oh, this guy's a lick. Can we turn the sound up? They're going to give us a strike for sure. What's though. the pin on there? Chester. Yeah, he ain't 16. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's won three majors this year. Luke Coolhand Humphreys, I believe, is his name. And both Luke? Yeah. What's that say? That was clap for him. We're all Luke the Nukes fans. They're not booing him. They're saying Luke. 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 Are we sure they're not saying Nukes? Yeah, well, oh. could be. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Kissing everybody. We're sucking faces. Jesus. Like hey, Luke's got a mouth to mouth kiss with a couple. How many family members we got? I don't know. That's, oh, that's brother, teeth. lad. I think it was mom, daughter, and. Yeah, another wife. daughter. They're Girl kissing mouth to mouth, though. We don't yeah. know what they do over there. Cake by the other. definitely get That's one of the Joe Bros, right? Yeah, I believe so. People forget Joe Bros crushed at JMU. Oh, oh my yeah. God. 
Uh, the one dude they were with performed on that Nashville New Year's Eve. He crushed on Nashville Bill's on New Zimmerman. Year's Eve. Bill Zimmerman, yeah. He's the, got moxie. He was in the middle of the stage, kind of. The yeah. Joe Bros were he's surrounding got, him. He's got pizzazz. Does he? Yeah. Capital P. He had a sweet look whenever we saw oh, him at JMU. you, he's got the zazz. Oh, you're saying he's the next one? Are you anointing yeah. him? Uh, he impressed me. You know who we're anointing? Luke the Nuke. Yeah. You think the moment's too big for Luke the Nuke? I don't think so. Look at that dap up clean. The Nuke. Why? He says, why? Cool hands. Let's go. Let's fucking go. A little more crowd control. Been there before. Cool hands. He's a reigning champ. Yeah, I think I'm going cool hands. What? You son of a bitch. Fuck you. Fuck with you. AJ. He's got a silver ball. Just a couple. Losers. That's what, all. What are the what are the oh, look, that like, nuke's warming up. Look at he's locked in. This is a uh, look at that ref. I ain't never seen. Years him. old. What's that ref thinking in his head right there about sixteen-year-old Luke? Jesus fucking Christ, that's a nuke right there. I cannot believe my my eyes. Oh, I mean, the nuke's right in front of me. Uh, well, look away. Look away. Yeah, see, don't, you know, I like that they don't no show. Cool I like hair. that they don't show what uh, the results are of the practice throws. Awesome. He's age 16. His ranking's 164th. That's going to change yeah. after today. His darts are 23 grams. Okay. Targets he's throwing. He's a 23 guy. Here's uh, Cool Hands Luke Humphreys. His darts are a 22-gram wow. red dragon. Okay. Been there, done that a little bit more expensive. PDC ranking of three, although he is the reigning world champion. In the big moments, Cool Hand shows up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we don't know if Luke Littler will because this is the first time we've seen him in a big moment. Yeah. He just Before winked. they went live too, they were put like in these blue rooms with like massive blue lights and they were just doing a dartboard just aiming down the line. What that's that say right there? Luke Littler's hit the most what? 171, 180. Can we put a little sound on? It sounds like our MC's cutting a promo. Oh, just a little bit off. Oh, we started. Was that one? Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, this is oh, oh, 180. These don't count. Is warm up to you? No, this is this counts. We're live. I don't know if we're allowed to steal this. No way. No, no. Triple 20. Oh, 19. Oh, no. Look, let's got a little, a little jitters to get out. Humphreys. Is that trickle? No, Is that those both no, on the line? No, no, that's low. What's a bullseye get you? They don't go for those. Yeah, bullseyes are 25, 50. 50 for the red. Those are 60 right Whoa. there. Yeah. 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 The phenom, like the undertaker, Luke Littler. That guy's so close every time. I don't know if he's hitting it or not. Why they go down to triple 19? Easier throw? It's a good question. Each guy has their own preference, right? Or I know if you go. What's he doing? I can throw it out. Close it out, right? What's the game where you close the numbers out? Is that cricket? Yeah. yeah. This one, yeah. You got to hit exact. Ooh, nice. Perfect. You got a one. Triple. Uh, oh. Humphrey's applying the pressure straight away. Straight away. Triple 19. 19. Ooh. Yeah, things are going to happen quickly in this game. 120. 40 left for Litla. There's the triple 20. There's it's the 20. 20. It's AD. Needs it. Needed double 20 there to close it out. Left door open for Litler. Litler can close it. Need 40. Double 20. Litler first dot needed. First wow. dot get. Whoa. He's a phenom for a reason, folks. Cool hand Luke Humphreys goes triple. Then 2020. Oh, Luke Littler's starting to vibe. Oh, no. Come on, Luke. Oh, I, like the pace. I like the pace we're working with here. 
Nice and fast. Don't yeah. fuck around. Triple okay, 20! Man. Triple 19! Cool hand. Wow. Move, reset. Triple 19. Okay. Okay, cool hand. Seems like this one might be cool hand Luke's. Yeah, cool hand has answered. The Littler triple 20! <laughs> oh, he's just off, isn't he? Isn't it? He's a bit off, isn't he? Oh, damn. Cool hand. Oh, he's splitting the dart. Oh! Cool hand Luke is fucking unconscious right now. Oh no, Luke Littler can't hit a triple to save his life. Can't drive. I can't even fucking drive. Get him out of here. Go, give me cool hand. Yeah. Uh oh. Just needed. Oh. Oh, he let him breathe. Need a quick 286 round. You can do it, Luke. Triple twenty. Ah, he's off. Ah, no. Uh-oh. 188? Can't even get there. This one's over. They, they should just tap this one out. This one is, uh... Oh. Do you have to double out? No, I don't think you just... I think you just gotta get there. Why did you just go through? Why did you just throw a 16 in? Well, he's dancing out there. <laughs> That's it. Oh! Even that. I love it. We're gonna get trouble for stealing this. Oh, obviously, yeah. this is the new. This is the new story of the day. <laughs> we just fucking steal. Oh, oh uh, God. God. I, not, I wanted to turn it off like four times. I don't know how I'm supposed to. Fuck. Come on, Luke. God damn it. First to seven sets. We're at one, one legs. What the fuck does that mean? How many legs in a set? Oh, not a great. Ooh, Three legs, he said. Did not like that. You can't have one of those rounds because Luke Littler will punish you. Let me look. A one? Why is he going for one? What's he doing? He's going for triple 18. Or fucking wake up, Luke. Too, too many vapes, you think? It's actually maybe one too many. Best of five legs to get a set. Best of five, so you got to get the three legs to get one set. Says generally a set because it's best of five legs. Five. What is Littler doing? First player to win three sets. <sighs> you see the nerves are getting the hell of both of them. A little bit. Cool hands. There's a lot of there's a lot of darts. They let them they let them play. Ah oh, shit! Cool hands might have this one. He's a one twenty. That's not good. No, it's not. Oh no. Yes. Oh. This guy was just in school two days ago. Littler can't yeah. hit the fucking broadside of a barn right now. He's got a history <laughs> test. Oh, no. Shit. Littler turns his foot. Uh -oh. oh, no. When he does that, man. Ooh. Yes. Oh, the door open. Come on, Littler. Come, Come on, Littler. 120. One. Oh. 20. Yep. Need 100. Went for ball, ball. Because the first start just what the fuck? Oh, what the Littler? He could have went bull bull this. What, is he what just happened? He fucking pooped his trousers there. Oh, you do have to double out, sounds like. Yeah, they put the thing next to the names. D20 when it gets to the end. Oh, look at that. Look at that ball flight. It is good ball flight from Luke. Cool hand Luke. He's fucking just dialing. Oh. Cool hands is not. Take a timeout, Littler. Can we, yeah. can we, can we slow the momentum? Oh, no. You got to trip him or something. Do something to break up his rhythm. Yeah, throw the darts on the ground. Yep. Like it's pick up basketball. Or just let out like a hoop. Humphreys is 28. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is our British correspondent, Nigel Seeley. What? Nigel! Nigel, what the fuck are we watching here? Littler's... He's falling apart. Is that is this what Coy and Luke does to people? I don't even know you were calling me. I'm sitting there with a glass of wine watching the dogs. What's going on? <laughs> Nigel, we're worried about our guy. Our guy, Luke Littler. I didn't even, me, I didn't even do my hair. <laughs> Love him. 
That's what we're talking about. The British yeah. people. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely love him. On fire. This guy's in, on his couch, literally. What's going on with Luke Littler right now? What? Oh. Listen, mate. He's, he, he's, got, he's got to make it. It's, it's, it's half past eight here. He's got to be in bed in an half hour. <laughs> Do we know cool hand up for school in the morning? Hey, cool hand Luke Humphreys is the reigning uh, champion. He's the fucking guy, huh? <laughs> He's the guy. That's why we need to understand. Well, let me tell you something. Luke Humphreys Whoa. is the world number one at dark. Whoa! Whoa! Wait, Wait a minute. Luke Littler's back. Luke Littler's back. He's back, but he's, he's the world number one. He's up against the best player in the world <laughs> on an 18 match winning streak. Yes. A guy, a guy who's uh, won most of the tournament 18? this year. obviously a kid who's come through at 16. Unbelievable story. I, I'd love to see it happen, but I can't see it. Can't see it. 18 nights winning will be too good. First set goes to Humphreys. I mean, what's he doing? He's going to the bathroom now? He just won the first leg? What is, what is it? What is it? Well, you're, you're, behind, you're slightly behind me here because we're, we're on a break here. It's, it's, uh, one, it's one set to love. I won the set to love to... Uh, Humphreys. Humphreys needs to win seven. So now he's won up. They have a little break. Come back. Um, you know, he's, he's got to go and get some sweets. Get some candy, old Glitler. But uh, Humphreys will have a glass of me. But let me tell you something. I was, I was chatting to a guy today about this Littler, yeah? He's 16. Yeah. He's playing for, I don't know, $650,000. He can't buy a car. He can't, he, can't, he can't have a drink in a bar. He's got no pressure. All he wants to do is have money for his PlayStation. Yeah, and vapes. He yeah, said vapes. he said he wanted to vape as well. I don't know if you heard that interview. We heard him say yeah. and a kebab. Yeah, kebabs. He likes kebabs. He's got no pressure. He's got no girlfriend. He's got no wife. He's got no ex-wife or ex-ex-wife. He's got no pressure at all. He's, he's, he's laughing life. all the way to the bank. Yeah, you're right. We don't know what Cool Hand Luke Humphrey's doing. I assume people are falling in love quickly. With that chest hair. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah he's mean, probably, he has some scars on that heart, we assume. That oh, maybe yeah. weighs smooching a little heavy. all the way to the stage. Yeah, he, yeah, he was smooching, wasn't he? Yeah, he's sucking Locked faces, in. everybody. All right, Nigel. So, Cool Hand Luke should win this 18-dart match winning streak. Well, it's, the, it's, the first of, it's the first of seven, Pat. It's the first of seven. I think uh, Luke Humphrey's win 7-5. The only one thing, the one thing I can guarantee, a Luke will win it. The force will be strong. All right, all right. Thank you. Great to see you. Happy New Year. We miss you, buddy. Yes. Nigel, see you later. That's great. Yeah. All right, we got a British correspondent. Yeah. yeah. What's he report on? Just any sport that's happening yeah. over the seas. Mm -hmm. He's he's over there right now. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. locked in. Last time we talked to him, he was hanging out with Ted Lasso's boss. Yep. Yep. At the uh, tennis thing, mm -hmm. Wimbledon. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, AJ. Who was Ted? The lady? Yes. Yeah, he takes biscuits to him more. Yeah. She's a good singer. Hannah Waddy. She's a great. She's like a Broadway singer. Yeah, yeah she is. She yeah. had a special. On Apple she's TV. a weapon. She's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lives she's right really across the street from Nigel. Right. Really? Yeah, flat. Yeah. Is it flat? Right across the street. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm in on the darts. Yeah. 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 Electric. Darts are fun. No, no, no. Darts are fun. I'm watching them. You're not that in. No, I'm not in. Oh. Okay, maybe you pick up darts instead of F1. There we go. Please. Oh, yeah. Please, Teapot, please. Hunter just got a break. F1's dart still happening. Really nice. No, no, no. They're on a break. Winter break. I'll be no, back let's just do that forever. Back in March. Um, the conversation pre show was hey, Darius, if we're going to fall in love with something, maybe it's time to take F1 out. Mm hmm. Live, maybe you know what I mean. Yeah, please, because it's hard to find. It's tough to watch, mm -hmm. and it's it, that kind of fill the void of mm -hmm. F one. Butler yeah. birdies, and it'll make us better. See, too. ESPN has the rights to F one. So Not anymore. Kind of, I think they gave them up. No, no, no. They still yeah, got, no, no. Like they gave them the Nickelodeon. What did you just say? Like a ten year deal, I believe at least. Why? I'm not sure. It's not accurate, but look, we had a down year. We'll be back. And yes, I'm saying we. So when Live Golf, we, when they cut that deal with ESPN at some point, inevitably through 2025. 
be here. 2020, okay. Thank we, God. I was oh, going to say. 10 years. I was like, I'm not going to make it to the end of that. Yeah, if we got to wait till <clears throat> 2030. Well, we got eight more races in Miami. So that's why I assume. Okay. But 85 million a year they're paying to F1. They're paying them? <laughs> Fucking right. Who pays to who pays the billion dollars to make the city able to have the, the race? Who's the owners of the NFL teams? Man, what a deal. Good for F1. Good business. I only say that because Miami. That's what happened in Miami, right? Yeah, Ross said he made more off the Grand Prix than he did all year. From oh, well, that's because David Beckham was down there sending mm -hmm. $3 million to Trey? him. Trey? Exactly. Trey. Trey. And now that Methy is there? Cool. Is he going to be juggling on top of one of these F1 cars throughout an entire yeah, ride? I'll watch if he does be. that. Yeah, that'll be entertaining. Yeah. That'll be like real sport. Or they should just let him crash. What's your problem? Or let him. How about you let him race? That's the one. Let him race. Yeah. Let the boys race. race. Let him race. J.J. Watt had 40 winners. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Ton. Got Oof. his ass. Oof. It was a 20. Good shit, what an man. That was a great shot. You sandbagged him. Yeah. You, you, I mean, that was, you've been working on it? I actually haven't been shooting many hoops as of late. Foxy. Foxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Connor was prepared for that moment. He was ready. I'm prepared for every moment. Except for this day in history. But that's the thing about the free throw. Yeah, but today you hit this day Nailed in history, it. didn't you? Nailed yeah. It. Great one. Yeah. Yeah, boom. Today's just a good day. Didn't get your hair cut either, let that thing grow a little bit? Yeah, yeah. You know, with the winter, I've been walking outside. Face has been a little cold. It's chilly. Yeah, I figured, you know, maybe I just add, add the beard in a little bit. And then you're not getting your hair cut from the guy that normally cuts her hair, JC, right now because you're kind of holding a grudge. Yeah, you're mad at him. No, I'm thinking about You're uh, kind of mad at him right now. No, I'm not mad at all. You're kind of mad. No, I'm definitely disappointed. You're bummed so out. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bummed definitely out. Definitely bummed yeah, out. Bummed out, bummed disappointed, out. not mad. National championship on Monday, no haircut. We'll see about that. Uh, but, okay. Okay. again, I, I like where I'm at right now. JC's got a lot to earn back with the old con man. Backboard's barber pissed off Connor. Yeah, well. He was in here today. I got my haircut. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. boys Looks good. Haircut. Love it. They look great. Connor. Con man opted out. Opted what would you tell him, Con? What did you say? Nothing. I didn't say anything. I'm not mad. Didn't even acknowledge him? No, I said hello in the morning. We talked about New Year's. I, I just, you know, I, this week, I didn't have time today. He took the creative liberty to cut off some inches of your mullet, and you will hold that against him forever. Yeah, unfortunately, you mentioned the earn back. That, that, uh, I don't know if that happened. That ship has sailed. Yeah, the earn back thing. He's a good guy. He's done a lot great of great guy. He's done a lot. He's the one that kind of created this mm -hmm. entire thing. Well, actually, there is a, there, again, beside the point, but, you know, JC's a great person. Mm -hmm. He's a great father. Great father. Serious, like, great father. Sure. He's a great barber, too. Mm -hmm. Right now, for me, he's not. But, <laughs> but, that that doesn't mean he isn't. That is just my truth. He's not your barber. No. No. He tried to just make your hair look more healthy. And, he, and, it, and it did. And, and he's got great hair, by the way. He's got great hair. And my hair, hair does look healthier. Jealous. And it, it is much easier put together. But when I put this thing in a bun, I got like a baby nutsack on the back of my head. <laughs> I, I used to have a fucking... I used to have a rock. Now I got my nephew's nuts hanging from <laughs> my hair. And that bums me out. And that's why I'm bummed out. But I'm not mad. Won't get your hair cut anymore. Not for a little bit. I need to, I need to grow that bun back out. Need to get need to get that fucking thing, you know, back where it was. Like a, like a softball. I would like to say thank you to JC for cutting my hair. I'd like to say thank Me you too. to JC too. Me too.
Thank you, JC. Made the stats look fantastic. Love you, JC. All right, you know who people want to love? Who's that? AQ. Not easy. No, 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 no. Tough. Tough, dude. Tough. New AQ, though, probably easier to love. Yeah. I don't know. It was pretty fun when I was eating and drinking everything. What? I think about that a lot. Body it worth it, AQ? Yeah. Is your health worth it? Absolutely, AJ. That's right. We appreciate that. Okay. Nice. 40 people what? JJ's money earlier today. Do you want to maybe win like 20 more people some money? Sure. Let's go. Uh, all you got to do is put that ball in that hoop over there. Okay. Have you practiced? Do you nope. feel ready? No, I don't need practice. You weren't practicing earlier today? Cheetahs don't stretch before they run. That's right. You've never been called a cheetah, but you have been called right. a man who can throw a football mm-hmm. into a basketball hoop. There you go. 20 people could win $500 on this glorious day, bringing the total to 60 winners on wow. this Wednesday, we January 3rd, 2024. All you got to do is start a ball, put it in the hoop. Why don't you do it for him, make you? The magic. 2020. Ooh. Holy oh, shit. Man. That was a good-looking tall. Okay. Yeah. That hit the rim. That did not. He's dialed. Keep going. Don't take time. Yeah. This, is what, this is what you do. Yeah, yeah. 20 Usually people. you get better and better as you go. $500. All AQ's got to do is put that ball in the hoop right over there. He's got another ball in his hand. Not going to need it. There he is. Ooh. He is going to need it. A little more. AQ, why don't you put the ball into that hoop? All right, here we go. 20 people win $500. Oh, boy. Close. Oh, boy. It's only gotten worse. Yeah. Yeah. From the start. This one's in. This one's in. Yeah. It's try snapping it. Try, try long, long snapping it. Why don't you throw it like a dart, like your big nuke, who's up right now? What? Really? 3-2? 3-2? He's up 4-3. He lost the last one, though. Holy shit. 4-3. Needs right. to get to 7. Mm-hmm. Needs to get to 7. Luke the nuke. All you need to do is put that ball into that hoop over there. 20 people, $500. Thank you, Shipley, like Luke the nuke. Yup. Uh, I thought that one was going to roll down the I hoop. I did, too. Me, too. It was right on the bank. Right, right on AQ the bank. Thought you're gonna take that ball for it. It's oh, AQ no. ship lover. Oh. <laughs> in the trover. Oh no, AQ oh, ship lover. No. Nate Hartung would have put that in. Yeah, it's never been. Just what I need over. to do. I gotta, I gotta go back to the Nate basketball. Just grab it and chuck it here. Do you have any basketball? You have to crawl underneath. Just the grab it and Turn chuck it. Throw it. Turn and throw. You turn, know turn, what you're doing. Ladies and gentlemen, twenty people, five hundred dollars. Oh, oh man, that would have been the one. That's his thing, though. That's AQ's thing. Yeah, just not thinking. That's right. Just, just reacting. Leo Messi. Yes, good touch. 20 people, $500. All you got to do is put the ball in the hoop, AQ. Shh. Oh, I thought that I was it. I didn't know you had that much power. I mean, you had that cool lean down, left leg up. It was into in the... Sweet. Dude. At 220 pounds, I didn't Make know sure you do that again. enough power. 20 people. Dort. That ain't it. That was it. That was online. All three online. Yeah. Now sure. you know. Ladies and gentlemen, AQ Shipley has to hit this ball, and 20 people will win five... Ooh. Here you go, here you go. <laughs> 20 people fall! Oh, God, that's embarrassing. His name is A.Q. Shipley, and he let them all down. A.Q. Shipley from the steel town. From the start, it's bad. Throw a dart like your dad. 20 people, 500. Leonardo! That would have been cool if that went in. Yeah. Would have. One on the front here. On the front. Uh, that's the one you've scuffed up a bunch already. Yeah, you already fucked up the ball forever. So. What, about the, what about the Russell Wilson ball? Oh, yeah, right over there. If given the opportunity, yeah. He was benched, but not you. 20 people. F- What's that ball say on it? 2023. Go National on. Championship. There. Boom. 
We're just days away from the 2024 Bingo. National Championship. Damn. That ball is symbolic of the magical weekend we have ahead of us mm-hmm. when it comes to football. Hell yeah. Because the NFL is on Saturday. That's why this is the one. Why? The NFL is on Sunday. Why? And then the College Football National Championship is on Monday. Mm-hmm. How lucky are we? How blessed are we? Mm. AQ, why don't you take that National Championship ball and win 20 people $500? All you got to do is put it in a hoop right over there. Here we go. It's too much. Why am I throwing it so hard? <laughs> All jacked up. Mountain Dew. Right over here. Right over here. Cal- Adrenaline. Calibrated. 20 people, $500. If you can put that Russell Wilson dorsal fin football into a place it's supposed to go for the first time in human history. Come on. 20 people will win $500. Yeah, that's right. That ball has a mind of its own. <laughs> it went. Took that I right threw turn. That at the rim. Yeah. Mind of its own. A lot of people say you, you, you didn't. Okay. All right. Cornhole bag. You heard me put this into that basketball hoop <laughs> right over there. 20 people, $500 on this glorious January 3rd, 2024. AQ Shipley. Oh! oh! He's He's done done it! It! 20 people, $500. Just like Luke the Nuke Littler putting it where it needed to go. Hell yeah. All you wow. do is repost this post, say something nice to somebody, and put the easiest way to pay you. Congratulations, AQ. Way to go. You look good. You feel good. You just want a bunch of people some money. And for us, that'll be graveyard. it four and a half hours today. Yep. Did not expect that or see that one coming. But we're honored to be able to do this every single day. We'll be back tomorrow. Hey, D-Butch, great work this week. Hey, D-Butch. AQ, great work today. Boys, have a great one. We will see you tomorrow. Be a friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change your life. Goodbye.